Hello, Happy New Year, and welcome to this special bonus episode of Franchise Me. I'm Ryan. And I am Andrew. Uh, Andrew, it's good to see you, my friends. Good to see you, too. Uh, this is our special end of the year, mm-hmm. uh, best of the year, mm-hmm. worst of the year, different things of the year list yes. kind of episode conversation, but I also wanted to take this time to address a couple couple of things, right? A couple of things. Um, sure. We've been saying uh, jokingly, uh, if you've been listening to our episodes, <laughs> that uh, we we're on vacation. We're on vacation. Um, it's because we actually were on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> Three months? Something like that yeah. since uh, since about September. Um, yeah. We, we, yeah. We, like we did a, um, a little bit of a mass record from mm-hmm. uh, October, November, December. So Ghostbusters, Night at the Museum, and Home Alone were all pre-recorded. Which is why some of the information in there maybe isn't as accurate. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that. You know, we I don't usually like to address you know like dates and times and stuff behind like that. Yeah, stuff. behind you know, we 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 never shy away from it. But but like you know, you know like, who doesn't like that producer Tony? Yeah, well, <laughs> in the episodes we try to keep it you know canonical, yes. right? Like mm-hmm. timelines and all good, right, right? right? You know, whatever. Um, but here, this is a bonus episode. So if anybody is actually really cares that much, they can listen to um, why we were gone for three for three months. We we did take a little bit of a break, and there was yeah. a reason for that, right? There a was good reason. There was a good reason very for that, good, and I guess I can reason. I can publicly announce it here for the first time. Uh-huh. Uh, I had a, I had a child. Yeah, I had a son. Yeah. My, my wife and I, my wife, my lovely wife, gave birth to our first child, mm-hmm. our son, um, name redacted, and uh, name redacted. <laughs> And, uh, you know, he was born in October, so we finished up right before he was born, mm-hmm. give us time to prepare, and uh, me and you kind of went our own separate ways for a couple of months. We had as, like three uh, months off, yeah. Yeah, as nice, I though. established life as a parent, yes. right? And yes. and what that's like, and what that means, and what that looks like, mm-hmm. and also, you know, we don't do this, this isn't our job, right? So, like, no, we have making, other sure, to do. <laughs> making sure that uh, we can still do this, yeah, right? Still, absolutely. what does life look like? Doing this podcast with a with a child, right? Yep. So, like, if you hear screaming in the background, too bad. <laughs> but uh, too bad. very excited, very excited for you know for that, and I'm mm-hmm. and I'm very happy. Uh, it's been a very interesting and wonderful couple of months, and yes. uh, I feel a bit wiser now. You know, now now that I am a father, oh my, uh, my friend. Uh, some wisdom that comes yeah. right, and you know, and mm-hmm. now now at least one of the hosts now at least is a little bit wiser now. So. You. <laughs> is that why i'm here just so you can tell me i'm why you're wiser now no i this has been a running thing um since you've had a son you have been texting me well i am wiser now because i'm a father i don't know if you know but i'm a father and i'm like i'm fully aware <laughs> i don't know if that makes you wiser necessarily but um you know i i haven't noticed any changes <laughs> <laughs> you're a little, but, uh, a little worse yeah. to be honest with you like. <laughs> it's actually it's actually worse for you not no um but no it's it, it was wonderful it was it, it was a wonderful reason to uh, have to take a break and uh yeah we we match recorded a lot of episodes and we kind of <laughs> we kind of knew that over three months, of course, information was going to come out about yeah. other movies and we were going to miss things because we literally finished in September. Yeah. And like mid September. Yeah. We which finished. we kind of hinted around. We, we like, were kind of joking yeah. about it. And, you know, um, but as we kind of went through, we were fully aware that there's going to be movie information coming out that maybe we were well, talking about. And, well, you know, what was the biggest is, thing that bit us in the butt? Well, it was uh, uh, 90th Museum. <laughs> Kamen Kamen Ra Ra rises again. again. Um, we did that in November and we recorded it and 
We were under the impression we knew. Dude, I looked up every. We were consistently looking to see, hey, when is this animated movie they've been talking about coming out? And we finish. No sooner do we finish Night at the Museum. Our episodes start publishing. Yeah. After like about sitting on them for a month, they yeah. start publishing, and the first one comes out, and then Disney goes, "Oh, by the way, here's our schedule for everything coming in December." And smack dab in the middle of December is Common Rider. Yeah. Again. And we didn't uh, prepare for that because we didn't think it was coming this year. We <laughs> figured it was maybe pushed into 23, they, or if it was even happening, we just didn't know. And they announced course, it literally like two weeks in advance. It was like, really, it was really frustrating, and we were a little perturbed about that you probably uh saw that come out in the instagram post about the episodes um but like i it was you know it is what it is and um you know it's something we're gonna have to rectify yeah future, one day we will, i i have seen it you haven't seen it I'm i haven't watched it yet because um, I, I was seething with anger and i i don't think i was right i could watch you're it you're not the right missing eyes. much man yeah you're not, I you're not that. missing I much that. So yeah, I mean, obviously we will have to get on that and 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 fill that up. And also, a Puss in Boots: The Last Wish. Yeah, Puss in Boots: I haven't the seen Last that Wish. yet either. I'm we'll, excited we'll, to see it. Heard it's good. I heard it's fantastic. Yeah, I heard yeah. It's fantastic. And, and we'll have to get on that and do an episode of that. I don't yeah. know. If, There's things we ha- we know we have to do, but uh, we'll find times eventually. We'll find time. There's no, you know, we have a lot of. We have a lot of things planned, and we'll come back to those things eventually. But um, yeah, it's 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 kind of it's nice being back in the room. Yeah, it is it's nice recording. I, I missed you, my friend. I, I missed you too. I missed you. I missed and you too. We did see each other once. Before. A couple times. A couple yeah, we, times. We saw each other a couple, a couple times, times between those. You times. came and you know, met my son. And the son. You know. we had a wedding together that we had yeah. to go to. Um, there was things we had. So um, it's not like we just haven't seen each other <laughs> no, for three no. months. We I have, haven't talked to you in three months. Yeah. <laughs> We've been te- we've been texting ninety percent of our texts, and this is true. I've been about James Cameron's <laughs> Avatar press run, <laughs> and now freaking insane it has been. Did you know? Did way. you know oh that uh, he made that movie and that uh, that oh movie is uh, a masterpiece, <laughs> and that James Cameron's a genius? And did, uh, you, did you know that um, there's going to be a forensic analysis that Jack couldn't fit on that door with Rose? Because we want to, because James Cameron's so desperate to suck the fun out of everything. Um, yeah, it's been a really fun. It's been a really fun two months having to listen to that. Um, <laughs> dealing with James Cameron's quite honest bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, literally, it's just but, been like. But you know, we're back, and obviously, we're doing the Bill and Ted movies and stuff like yes. that. But I wanted to, you know, we always talk about too that we, yeah, obviously, we cover franchise movies here, right? And we do yeah. the, we're, we're franchise movie, we cover franchise yeah, movies, sure. But, but sometimes you get. Not not bored of franchises, but you want to talk about other things, right? And this and year, and we watch way more movies than just the franchise. Yeah, of course. And this year, well, now I probably won't be because I'm a father we're, now and I don't have a lot of time. But uh, true, we're, it's only going to be the franchise movies we're doing that week. <laughs> yeah, but but we wanted I wanted a chance to kind of highlight the the movies and look. I mean, franchise movies are going to come up in this conversation as yep. well. You know what I mean? But we want a chance to highlight the best. Movies of the year. Yep. Some of the things that we saw. Honorable mentions. Also, uh, some of the worst. Some and, of the and, worst. and some other things. And, and we'll some g- dishonorable mentions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we'll get into our uh, our format in, in just a little bit. But, yeah. but you know, yeah, we, we, we wanted this time to really talk about, um, you know, something different and mm-hmm. have a conversation. And this might be a little bit longer thing. It's just... It's not, you know, there's not much of a format here. You know right. what I mean? But, but it's just our time to really just catch up. Talk about movies and talk about the things that stood out to us this year and that we loved. Yeah. And and this year, um, I because usually that's my biggest problem with like 
years and best of lists, mm-hmm. and especially worst of lists, yeah. I don't see a lot of things that can really fit into them because I like a lot of times I just like uh, up until recently, you know, especially pre-pandemic, when I would go to the theaters, it would be for like. The big releases, like all the Marvel movies, the DC movies, mm-hmm. like the big superhero movies, action movies, things like that. And I didn't get go as much as I would have liked to, to like the smaller movies, like a couple things, you know what I mean? And we used to do it more when we were younger, you know, but uh, recently this year, to make sure I saw more movies and to expand my my viewing habits uh i did a little experiment um that <laughs> this you was this was great that you this, were aware of this you yeah. you didn't you didn't physically go on this journey with me but you kind of no. held my hand through this like yes. we, we've been discussing this uh-huh. right um so what i did uh in september in preparation for we finished we were done recording yep. we, we were done everything everything was edited up and ready to go yep and uh, I was literally waiting for the birth of my son. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had a little bit of time and I we were hunkered down because we didn't want to go out because, you know, pregnant wife, things like that. Right. You know what I mean? So I uh, literally went online. I went to Wikipedia. I went to the list of every uh, American and unfortunately it was American and I should have expanded it. And I yeah. did expand a little bit, but... Every American movie released in the year 2022, I wrote down everything from January to September. That's where I was at the time. Mm-hmm. And I put them in a list generator, a, a, a random picker generator that I had found online. And I let it decide what I was going to watch. And I let this generator... This, is, this was so good. Uh, basically tell me what I was going to watch. Now, yep. to be fair, I took out majority of horror movies because I don't like horror movies and I'm not going to torture myself. I did take out a lot of horror movies. I left some in. Right. But I took out a lot of them. Right. Um, and I threw in a couple of, like, I threw, like, RRR wasn't on the list because it's not an American movie. But mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you've heard of RRR. I've heard a lot about, about it. it. I haven't yeah. watched it. I haven't watched it either. It, the but only thing is, I, it's like three hours. It is. And, and I, need, what, I need to carve out time. To I did put it on the list hoping that it would make it. And right. it, it never got selected. Right. But basically, um, as we talk about this, the generator, uh, it's wise. This just generator is very wise. Very wise. It's merciless. Oh. Painfully merciless. It is merciless. Time. But, but it, it is, is very wise. wise. It is wise. And uh, this was an interesting thing. Like, If a yeah. thing came up, I had to watch it. I didn't care if I didn't like it. I didn't care if I knew I wasn't going to like it. I didn't care. Like, I The generator picked it for a reason. I, it, it's what was, it was what, mm-hmm. what my destiny was to watch, and yes. I watched it. And there was a few times where like I would have something up, and then like the generator would close out, or my computer would restart, and yeah. I would lose it. And I didn't... There was a couple things I didn't always get to follow through on sure. completely, but I would pull up, remake the list. Right. And I would, uh, you know, because um, if the page got refreshed, it would just pick another thing and it, right. it was a mess. So I would remake the list several times and re, you know, just kind of start over. But I got to watch a lot of different things mm-hmm. and I got to watch varieties and there were some movies in there that I really, really enjoyed. Movies right. I never would have watched. Right. Some of those movies are going to be represented on my best of list. Yes. There were some awful, <laughs> God, awful <laughs> didn't know this existed why the hell does this exist movie right and a lot of those are going to be represented on my my worst of list of course but usually like when i with my movie habits i don't know if you're similar to this i don't watch movies that don't interest me i never in the past never had like a worst of list because i didn't watch movies that would be on a worst of list right you know what i mean like i if i watch something most of the time i knew i was going to enjoy it in some way Mm -hmm. but because of the generator and how wise and merciless it is merciless it is I got to watch. You got to watch straight up bad movies, and I yeah. know my my tactic for tackling my worst of list was more along the lines of disappointing yes. and uh, underwhelming films that yeah. I saw this year that I was hoping would be better and weren't. 
where you uh, you actually watched very <laughs> bad movies. <laughs> and um, I also have that. And I also have that as well, though. I have a mixture of disappointing, sh- yes, and, and straight, straight up, up bad. bad. Yeah, yes. that's good. That's a good. That's a good list to have. Yeah, I didn't actively go out of my way to watch like because yeah, it's not bad movies. It's not but. like, and we talk about this. Like my worst of list, and we'll get there when we talk about it. Anyway, is not straight up the ten worst movies I saw this year because right. I like like and and honestly, like this is not even to be funny, but like everybody kind of knows about the Bruce Willis thing, right? right? I think Bruce Willis literally has twelve movies this year. Yeah, and obviously with his illnesses and uh, with his illness. And you know, kind of whether it's him being taken advantage of or him just taking every any opportunity mm-hmm. to make money or whatever is really going on. I don't. I'm not the person to right. say they're not quality movies, right? right? And like I could make, I could literally make a top ten and still have more to spare. Top ten worst list and probably all be all the Bruce Willis movies, right? Because they're but just. They're, and, and the reason you're not doing that is because I don't have a well, single one on my list because. Right, right. D- d- there, there's no, there's no effort into there. Like there's, there, no, there's no like chance of those necessarily really being good. Yeah, you and know it would what feel, I mean. It would like, feel a little strange putting. Yeah, that. and it's also feel it feels mean spirited right, and stuff, right? right? Like I almost didn't watch those movies, and you actually convinced me to watch them. Well, you got back to back Bruce Willis movies. I did. You texted me and said, "I'm not going to watch this other one because I just watched one," and I said, "Well, you're kind of going against what this whole idea <laughs> of the generator is about." <laughs> I said I don't think that's that's right. You're and, like the generator's um, wise. The generator's man. wise, and you te- you texted me I think the next day and said I just want to let you know I broke because of what you said and I watched it. And you're <laughs> like it was god awful. Yeah, yes you did. Yes you did. <laughs> you absolutely did. And you know what? You're better for it. I'm glad you watched it. I think I fell asleep during that movie. But at least you did it, right? You <laughs> followed through. Didn't it feel good to at least I mean, follow I, through? I missed half the movie, but yeah. At you least know. you followed through. Yeah. Uh, no, it did feel good. And mm-hmm. I'm happy I, I, I ultimately did it. But yeah, like it's not like the 10 would be the worst. And even the same thing, like even with the best of it, it's not probably the best top 10, like critically acclaimed. It's the 10 mm-hmm. movies that, that, that stood out to me the most. And I know it's for you as well. Yes. We didn't, we could have been like, a, a lot of movies are on the best of list, and I'm sure that there's a lot of them are still going to be on ours. Right. But like, I tried to sprinkle in things that were different, that that stood out to me right. and connected it, with it's me. It's not exactly. Uh, I think for each of our lists, it's not exactly going to be just the best movies of the year yeah. that everybody saw. And there's still things that even at the time of this recording, we haven't. Oh, seen. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, you know that are being kind of uh, critically acclaimed in some way. Yeah, but for and, me, I haven't seen what we mentioned. RRR. I haven't seen the Fablemans. I haven't seen mm-hmm. Avatar: The Way of the Water. Yeah. I haven't seen the Whale. I haven't seen Women Talking. Uh, I have, haven't finished Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. So like those are really the big sure. things of like probably like possible contenders. But I I think I'm pretty solid on my list. I don't know if any of those would make my lists. Um, I think they would make different aspects. Like I think, like Brendan Fraser and the whale would probably make my the performance. Before, yeah, yeah, because then we'll talk about that in a minute. Exactly what we're doing. Here. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, I think like certain certain things. But Look, I don't know if Avatar: The Way of Water would not make our best of list. I don't think so. I think we would be impressed technically. Like we said, that's probably a, a, we've heard it's incredible. Well, we're not doing but technical stuff. No, no, we're not. <laughs> Sorry, so, James Cameron. Yeah, he's gonna call in. Oh, when we do, I mean, we're still doing. You know. Later in in twenty twenty three, the you know the the franchise, the Oscars, or we might we might work on changing yeah. the name. And I'm sure Avatar: The Way of the Water is going to be by represented. That time, by that time, we'll have we'll seen have it. Seen yeah. it. We'll and try I'm to sh- catch these other movies I mean, by then. Do but. We, is there any other like not to give it away? But like, is anything going to beat Best Technical? Like, is anything? 
Gonna beat it for best technical yeah, film. That's, you know what that's, I mean? Like that's the that's kind of the thing. And it's yeah, like these are like, mo- these are movies we'll catch up on, but through December it's been a little bit more. It's just so crazy during this month. And and it can be sickness, a little bit. I got a young child. Yeah, and, you got a child. Yeah, and like, and it can be a little crazy this month. And you know, I would say if you don't hear like the stuff on our best of 20, 2022 now. You can probably expect to hear it more maybe on, like, the Oscars stuff. You yeah. Know, on our Oscars episode, maybe we'll try to cover the stuff there. Yeah, because even if um, it's not, like, we can maybe do a section that's, like, best non-franchise mo- or something like yeah, that. You know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. Like, yeah, Yeah, and we'll try to work through that way. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think, there, this is, look, this is going to be a fun episode. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm excited to do this just well, because we actually get to talk about different movies. Let's talk about what we're franchises. what we're doing exactly. Let's do that. So we have a couple different sections, mm-hmm. and I believe we're going to go in this order probably. This is the order I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. So we have our, our top ten best movies of the year. Mm-hmm. So we we'll start off strong. Our favorites of the year, right? The yeah. best thing, best of the best. Then we have top ten worst yes. movies of the year, right? Or bottom <laughs> ten, I guess, worst movies of the year, right? <laughs> then we're going to highlight performances mm-hmm. okay um i i said like 10 but i also have some honorable mentions for that and we have honorable mentions for best and dishonorable mentions for worst. <laughs> and then we're all, we're gonna end it i think uh by picking a winner and a loser of the year is yes. that a good uh yes it's a good I format think good good thing it's perfect so, um it gives us a lot of ground to cover we get to touch on these other movies that we have in our top tens and as well uh, in the performances section, but also in our honorable mentions and our dishonorable mentions is going to be great. And then naming the winner and the loser of the year should yeah, be fun too. It's going to be fun. I have I have a, quite a bit of a selection. I know you said you have a couple, but I have I have quite yeah, a bit that we can I have, really I talk have about. A few so. and you know as we go through, obviously this is all just conversation based. We really we really don't have a format for this. No, episode, I mean I have a little like all my top ten best and worst. I have like who directed the movie and the ma- like the major stars of the movie right. just to. And that might, I don't even need to necessarily read those, but just in case, like, we want to talk about, like, specific people or things, you right. know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, and then I think the way that we talked about it is, so if we're doing our list, mm-hmm. um, if I read something at, a, like, a number 10, and that's that's on your list higher, you'll just say pause. Right. And, or, like, let's and pause, we'll and we'll come back to it, and then yeah. when you get to it, we'll, we'll both talk about yep. it. And I'm saying, I mean, look, man, like, unless it's something different, I mean, unless it's something that one of us hasn't seen, I say full spoilers on the conversation. Oh, this is yeah. a full spoiler. Yeah, we episode. always do not, spoilers. Look, like A lot of these movies, um, I think for both of our lists, because we kind of just said we haven't really seen anything in December. A lot of this stuff has been out for some time. Yeah. Um, I've seen the streaming or, or, stuff in December, but not the theatrically released not stuff. Not the theatrically yeah. released. Even, I mean, even the stuff that was released like last month over Thanksgiving. Like honestly, if 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 you were gonna see the movie, you would have seen it by now. Yeah. Like if you were that and interested. Let's be honest. So nobody's let's, nobody's listening just, to this anyway. So <laughs> nobody's like, listening to this anyway. We'll just be straight up right now. This is all going to be spoiler conversation. Yeah. So if you don't want to hear anything, just turn it off. Yeah. And you know, come back later and listen. Yeah. Check the out the movie God. and listen. But, yeah. Yeah. But um. Yeah. So this this will be a spoiler conversation. Yeah. And even like honorable mentions. Like if I have mentioned something, in, cause I want to. Talk even the honorable mentions. We don't need to go into it as much as we will the top tens and stuff. But I want to talk about them a little bit. Yeah. But if there's something that if I have something in my honorable mention and mm-hmm. it's in your thing, again, just pause me and yeah, we'll sounds go. good. But do you want to you know do you want to jump in? I'm ready to dive into this. But how how would you who wants to do you want to start this off? Should I start this off? So what do you think? So we're taking off our best. And well, we're gonna do. You want to do honorable mentions first? Or do you want I to guess wait? so. I was going to say we could do the list and then do our honorable mentions. It's up to you. I just, you know. I have a lot of honorable mentions. Let's do our honorable mentions. Okay, yeah. Let's do that. Um, it might give away you... a little bit of what's kind of on the list, but we, it doesn't really Fair matter. enough. Why don't you, uh, <laughs> do you want to do the list first then? No, I think I think the honorable mentions okay, are good. Okay, awesome. Um, kick us off. What do you got? Okay, so uh, honorable mentions, uh, the Batman. Pause. Okay. Yeah. 
Uh, I have uh, a movie. It's actually it's actually an HBO movie. Uh-huh. Uh, it's called The Survivor. Haven't seen it. This is a Ben Foster. It's a Holocaust movie. It is about a Holocaust survivor who survived in the camps by being forced to box for the Nazis. I think he was selected by the Nazis. It's an HBO movie, technically. I think my mom watched this. Yeah, and she recommended it. It's watching. a really powerful movie. Yeah. Ben Foster is really good. I almost put him in my performances, but I didn't. Um, right. It's really good. It's about, like, like if he doesn't... Basically, if he doesn't win the matches, he's going to get killed. And we right. see him as an older man, so obviously he doesn't get killed. Mm-hmm. Like, um, And it's it's back and forth. It's 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 not present there. It's like the future and then, and then during, you know... During the actual World War Two and during right. the Holocaust camps, oh, and it's really powerful. And it's also him, like dealing with the guilt that he has to, like he if he he's killing these other like Jewish people that are he's right. forced to fight. Like either they're killing or these when he beats them, they're being killed. Right. So like it's like what it makes you question like what are you willing to do to survive? What's morally okay to do to survive? Oof. Like what's the right thing? This is deep. Was the right thing for him to? try to survive and fight on and fight and win mm-hmm. or is, should he immediately surrender like right, right you know what i mean like what is the right thing and huh. then kind of the surviving guilt of he lived but all these people didn't right you know, and right things like that so it's really powerful Survivor it's not guilt. fun it's not fun and but what i thought was strange is not strange but it was interesting it's got a really interesting cast ben foster's in it billy magnuson i believe is how you say his name oh yeah you might he's know good. from like game yeah. night i, do I know, know more like comedic roles so the fact yeah. that he plays a nazi in this movie and i'm like jesus <laughs> yeah. like uh-huh. danny devito's in here oh um, really john Leguizamo pops up in here like nice. small roles like like i think they're like his trainers and stuff like wow. there's like it's a nice little cast and it's not again. It's not a pleasant movie by any means, but right. I was really surprised by it. Huh, so, okay, cool. Um, Check it out. Technically not a movie, but uh-huh. I have two things in here: um, the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas Special mm-hmm. and Werewolf by Night. I didn't put those down because I didn't count them as movies. They're not really movies because they're they're that's why they were shown animal. as like special presentations. Yeah. So I didn't count them as movies, and they were also both under an hour. Yeah. So I was kind of like, yeah, they, I'm, but I, I understand why you put them down and for honorable mention, but. Yeah, I mean, we can talk about that quickly. I've seen those too. So. I think they're. I think um, the specials I, I, might be the way for Disney. I think go. that's where they should go. Yeah. Um, because both of them are really good. Yeah. And I was really impressed with both of them. Um, Werewolf by Night. Just I love that old black and white feel it had. It just really worked for me. And the Guardian special um, was just full of cheer and really it worked. Was. And yeah. it was nice just watching these specials and. Kind of like not feeling like there was this overbearing, like we need to now in and out in less than an hour. In, you're in and out in less than an hour, but like also there's not there wasn't this like you know setup, this major setup or yeah. plot point like that you had to watch it so you understood what was happening late. Like it was nice just to watch something that was contained, self-contained, and um, I just really enjoyed both of them. So yeah. I totally understand why you put them down though. Yeah. They were Werewolf the Night specifically. I would love to see more of that world. Oh yeah, and, yeah, yeah. that's really cool. Um, she said. That's also in my honorable mentions. Yes. So we can just talk about that here because yeah. it's not on my... But yeah. Yeah, please. After it's you. A, uh, dude, I loved this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's weird to say love this movie because obviously this this is a movie about the Harvey Weinstein mm-hmm. um, accusations. And right. it's about the journalists who basically broke the Harvey Weinstein accusations right. and the lengths they had to go to to get these women to really commit to these accusations and, and put their names on the mm-hmm. line and their careers on the lines and, and kind of their lives on the line. Right. And... Um, this was something that I did not know how I was going to feel about it. And I was sucked in. And even my wife, yeah. who doesn't usually get sucked into the movies I watched, 
sat down and watched this whole thing with me and was fascinated by right. it all too. And I think that um, it's an interesting movie because they mix the real life elements in with the 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 fiction, not the fictional, but like the movie elements. Mm-hmm. Like like um, Ashley Judd plays Ashley Judd. And there, I believe it's is, is that actually Gwyneth Paltrow's voice? I believe on the phone I, as well. I think I looked at the cast, and, and I, she's not listed. But I, it's I don't know if it's a recording, maybe that they had had. I think there was somebody else credited to doing to do, her. Was she doing her? I know, I know. Obviously, it wasn't Trump. It's actually, I believe, the guy that does Trump on Saturday Night Live. I think it was too, which was kind of a weird choice. Because it was kind of a weird choice, but it, it's, it's it's. I mean, he really, does an excellent impersonation of him and he had and it was it, obviously this was dramatic and not meant to be funny. funny yeah so i think i think it was more because it is such a good impression, impression. that they were like why don't you do this movie and yeah. add the drama to it and yeah so, you know don't put the comedic spin on yeah it. um but yeah i mean i thought it was really it, it's a it's a, it's again it's not an easy watch yeah it's not an it's, enjoyable it's, movie it's but, a powerful movie yeah um i saw i saw it in theaters and was just really um I was sucked in like you were. It's yeah. it's really a powerful story, and I, I, it's definitely one I recommend people watch yeah. from this year. Um, you know, it, it's not getting as much like end of the year award buzz, but it is one of those movies that I think was kind of overlooked this year, yeah. and I think more people should go and watch it because it is it is very good. It's Absolutely. very good, and it's it covers a really important story. You know yeah. that. Uh, is very recent history. Yeah, and I never thought like like I didn't think like. like to me, like, oh, the accusations came out. Of course the accusations would come out. Like, mm-hmm. I never thought the lengths they had to do to go and get The amount out, that like, they had to do just to get these yeah. women to actually, like, commit to, like, this happening. Because of how, is, like, no, I didn't realize, like, how powerful Harvey Weinstein, like, mm-hmm. what, I mean, I knew, like, when those accusations came out. Thing. But yeah, and like, you didn't realize, like, the power he wielded. And it really is, like, it was, like, make or break, Well, we literally. kind of also talked about off mic and we'll get into those conversations mm-hmm. later too about like a lot of like kind of like how like a lot of these like geniuses or people that are that are that are, like millionaires and people that have this power and people yeah. that have this have this acclaim they're kind of stupid yeah right like and like even like you know like you looking at harvey Weinstein, learning things about him like whether it's mm-hmm. through the movie or even in my own personal life a lot of it's luck right a lot yeah. of it's riding the coattails of other people like yep. he's powerful but like he wasn't a it wasn't it doesn't seem like he wasn't a brilliant man like he, he knew how to work a system. He knew how to work, but it's a not system. like he was a. He wasn't like creatively a genius. He was not. Most of the most of the executives at these movie studios aren't creative geniuses. They kind of just make their name off of choosing a good movie to for their for their or studio knowing, to back, having or connections, to having talk connections to. to make these movies. You know, it, it, it was very much that. And look, we're we're all the better for him not being around. Of course. Anymore. Oh, and I hope off. he. I hope he rots in jail. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I think we all do. Yeah. And it's it's good that he's just not within the system anymore. He's gone and it's for the best, you know. But it, she said, such a powerful movie. Definitely recommend. One of the best from this year. All right. Next I have uh, Prey. Also in my honorable mentions. Yeah. yeah um, another so one we can cool, talk man. about. Like, this was an awesome movie. I, I've never seen an official Predator movie. I've yes. seen uh, Aliens vs. Predator. Uh-huh. I've never seen an official Aliens movie either. But, uh, yeah, this movie was so cool. And I actually watched this in the Com- Comanche dub. Um, I did that too, yeah. The dub itself wasn't great because I made. I thought that they had said that they had filmed it in the actual language. That's what I thought too. But I thought was, there was two different, like yeah, the but, English and the Comanche. But there wasn't. They just dubbed over. But yeah. it was still effective. And, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't have too much to say about it, but it's a great action movie. Great use of the predator and uh, and the star. I don't remember her name. 
um, off the top of my head. I apologize, but like just the star and the performances, like it was really great yeah, movie. It's it's really excellent. Um, I agree with everything you just said. It's a really well done movie, and I I would absolutely see more Predator movies like that. that yeah, are just I, like not afraid to take it to an older time like that that was what made it so cool it's a smaller movie it was a very small movie it's not a big cast it's a very small cast and it just worked and you could still feel the tension of everything it was it was awesome um definitely one of those like summer movies that came out that were it was just really good and um a lot of people were talking about it when it dropped too so it it got a lot of attention which was good and a great dog performance and a great dog performance that dog is unbelievable (laughs) I think uh, the star, I, I don't remember her name either, so I apologize as well, but I think she adopted. I think um, the dog got adopted through the I don't know through if the, the, project, the star did it, it her, but, but yeah. somebody adopted uh, the dog. Uh, Amber Midthunder is, there, is, is the actress. Yeah. I just wanted to give her proper respect. Yeah, uh, she deserves it. Respect. Yeah, so, yeah, fantastic. I think, the, I think that's the way, like, we talked about with Terminator. That's how you do, like, that. you go, like, smaller, man. Like, yeah. You pull back, you yeah, know what I mean? You pull like, back. So, all right, next Getting thing. more Terminator. Yeah, God, AI so, baby. I don't want to talk about that. Um, <laughs> you want to talk more James Cameron? No, I'm good. Uh, next, I have the Adam Project. I don't have that on I my know, honorable mentions. I really yeah. like this movie for some uh-huh. reason. I'm not the biggest Ryan Reynolds fan. Yeah. Um, but I thought that he gave one of his better performances that I've seen. Specifically, mm. um, there's a scene with him in the bar with his mom. Sure. And I thought that was a really great uh, performance. Right. That he gives. Um. And uh, yeah, I mean, this was fun. It's not. It's it's like on the lower half of these honorable mentions aren't in any order by any means. Right, right. But I just wanted to give it a shout out because it's, it was a fun movie, man. I, I really liked it. it and it um, is good. It's a good movie. It's just not one I've thought about a lot. No, and That's I haven't really is. either. But we're looking at my movies. Like, oh, yeah, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, you know sure. what I mean. So um, next, I have a uh, breaking. So no, I didn't see breaking. You haven't seen yeah, this, this one. This was yet. Uh, the John Boyega movie. This is a John Boyega yeah. movie. It's about him. Um, he plays a. Um, some, I forget what branch, but like a military, um, uh, former military, Marine? Marine maybe, I don't know, but he he basically felt like he was owed money by the VA, so he robs yeah. a bank, um, just not even to get the money, but to get the attention of the VA, and it's right. a lot about like how these ex-military people are treated by, whether it's the VA or the government in general, right. and how they're viewed, and uh, it's an, a phenomenal performance by John Boyega. Right. Um, it's very similar, kind of, to like Dog Day Afternoon. I was going to say bit. This, that's what I heard the comparisons. Yeah. Where it feels a lot like Dog Day Afternoon. Yeah. Um, where like he's kind of like not comedic, but like because he's not he's not like an evil person. Like he has a he has no, a no, mission. He has he has something he's trying to that accomplish. he's trying to accomplish. I mean, and this it, is this is a man who's been overlooked. Yeah, and there's like some humor with like his interactions with like the hostages and right. things like that, and interactions with people, and you kind of they kind of highlight. And this, as far as I know, this is based off a real event. true story. This is right. a true story. Yeah, and they kind of highlight like some of the good qualities of him, even though he's doing this bad thing mm-hmm. and things like that. And, and just the message he's trying to send. Cause I think like spoiler alert, the money, it's like a hundred something dollars. It's not a lot of money. Like he's wow. not, he's not owed a lot. It's just a statement on like, right. You can't f- me over anymore. Right. Like you, right. you need to help the people that you're supposed to help. And right. you need like, and then things like that. And I know that's a whole thing and I don't know, I'm not versed in <laughs> knowledge enough and all that, but Really great movie, small movie. The generator pointed me in this direction. Nice. And uh, I really enjoyed it. Gotta check it out. 
Um, next, I have another small movie, Brian and Charles. I've been meaning to watch it on Peacock <laughs> because you, you mentioned it to me and I saw it on Peacock and I didn't get around to it, um, but it's definitely one I want to check out. Um, it was it had a really small theater run. It did, and yeah. And it was very close to going to see it in theaters and then I, I, I went to go some, see something else. Yeah, I've, I've heard about this movie, heard it's very good. Um, yeah, it's just about it's a, it's um about like was he like Welsh or something like that. So I guess sure. it's about a man who like a lonely man who make who makes a robot, and it's mm. not a very function. Makes him out of like a washing machine, <laughs> so it's not like a tight. He's, he's a very clunky robot, right? It's about their relationship. It's also about the man kind of becoming more confident in himself mm-hmm. and their relationship with the robot. And it's really, it's kind of a buddy movie. It's a comedy. It's very funny. And it's, it, I think I said to you, or I, I think, um, or at least I put on my letterbox, that it's the best Taika Waititi movie that Taika Waititi never made. Like it, it feels <laughs> right. like that very right, much. Right, you know right. what I mean? So it's you again. You have to let go of the absurdity of this man built this this sophisticated machine that can communicate and. And have wants and desires and stuff in his garage out of a bunch of scraps in a washing machine. Right, right. I mean, right. like, but it's it's a it's an enjoyable movie and it's very sweet. Nice. So. Have to check it out then. Next, I have Jackass Forever. It's on my honorable mentions. Yeah. It's it's an honorable mention for me. Um, look, I loved this movie. I I saw this in February in theaters when it came out, and I just really dug it. I thought it was the perfect movie for the perfect time. When you needed a laugh, it was there, and it was just so good. I mean, I, I loved it. I loved the the pranks they were pulling. I loved the stunts. Just every like, it was so joyous too. It didn't feel. Yeah. It's like, about. It didn't feel like a mean spirited movie. It's about it, friendship. It's about friendship. Oddly enough, it's <laughs> about like it's about like taking the hit. It's about they, just like they congratulate each other on like yes. their performance. Like, oh, you did such a great job. You did such a great job. job. They're like, helping each other up. They're high fiving. I'm like, this is such a positive yeah. movie. And yeah, you have to sit through maybe a few stunts that'll make you uncomfortable, yeah. or you might you might gag a little bit. There's a lot of penis. Is. There's a lot of penis. Oh, they don't they don't shy away from the penis. No. Yeah, I mean that's always been jackass though. They're pretty, but it it does feel more more so in this. Oh but yeah, but yeah, it, I honestly, think it's the most. Uh, yeah, people. It, some people are saying that it could like it might be a record for like most penis on screen. It didn't bother me. Like it no, it didn't bother it me at all. Me. I the, mean, we've been advocating for more male nudity the, anyway. The the the. the <laughs> Ping pong penis thing uh-huh. is fascinating. That's fascinating, isn't it? When, when, when he, I like, I like watching this. It was almost like a, it's, but like, what's so genius about that the movie is that it is like, it's almost like science experiments in a way. I, yeah, like things you wouldn't think of, like, and and doing like the flat penis thing. I was like, I didn't know my, I didn't know my <laughs> could do that. I was like, that's in, that's impressive. And they're like, whoa, this doesn't hurt. Yeah. Like, and you're like, that's really impressive, like that. And then, like, I mean, I mean, even beyond that, like, like the exploding fart is really yeah. like, I mean, it's just like these ridiculous things, but like, it's just joyous. Yeah. Um. So I, I agree with you. Yeah, definitely an honorable mention for me. Um, the unbearable weight of massive talent. Oh uh, yes, absolutely, definitely another uh, honorable mention for me. We um, saw it in theaters together. Yeah, we did. Loved, I loved a, it. It's a great comedy. Uh, I almost. All I remember is we is we were talking about it afterwards, and you said to me, uh, "You were like, you didn't stop laughing." Yeah, like <laughs> it's just. I mean, literally, I have never felt more seen in my life. Yeah. Than the Paddington Two <laughs> joke, in the unbearable weight of massive talent. It wasn't interesting. Literally everybody that well, there was people that didn't, that didn't know me, but everybody that knew me that we were with mm-hmm. turned their head when that you. joke came, and they yeah. looked at me and they're like, "Did you?" 
write this? I think there was. I think there was probably like friend groups where that was the case. Where like there was always that one guy or one girl in the friend group who was like, "I love Paddington too," and then this movie vocalized it, and they were like, "Finally, like finally, Pedro Pascal has <laughs> has made me feel seen." I mean, Nicolas Cage Nicolas, as Nicolas Cage, like it's it's a it's a great. Like, it's absolutely genius. It's, it's absolutely. But it's genius. also a great performance like he's not playing himself like he's he's playing a version and a, a semi version he's of playing himself. a fictionalized version of himself and and i think he spells the nick with a k yeah and movie. he's and he's also commenting on like the public opinion of himself well yeah they i i guess the public opinion the public appearance that people what he what people think they see they, they think he's this wild crazy over yes. the top guy and then there's yes. obviously this like younger version of himself nikki little nikki little nikki or whatever yeah, that's just and, over the top yeah and it's yeah and i and, almost got the vibe that that was like an ego thing it kind of was yeah. and and i think again i think that's like with the the again the public kind of the public appearance of of him and things like that yeah. so like, it's it's the fact that he even agreed to do it. I know he said that's one movie he doesn't think he will he could watch, right? Because it's so almost even, personal. Even like, convincing him to do it, I know, was a whole thing. Yeah, like, I think they said they offered it to him like three it, or yeah. five times to, or something like and that. And they said like, oh, if if he said no, would what other celebrity would you get? None. It was only Nick Cage. Yeah. It, the movie was specifically written around him. Yeah. Like that was the only way it would work. And I'm really glad he came around and said yes. Um, and I know he talked a lot too about like, you know, looking at the movie as like, he's like, I, I don't want to be made fun of. And I don't think the movie does that. No, I think the movie is very much a tribute to Nick Cage. Yeah. I think it's very much a tribute to him. I think it also helped that he had a really good cast around him that mm-hmm. also clearly loved him. I mean, Pedro Pascal during a lot of that like press run would you, I mean, was gushing over Nick. I like loves him, and yeah. he's like, I just love him, and it's just, um, it's one of those things. But um, yeah, that movie was so good, and I remember seeing it, and I was laughing the whole time because it was enjoyable. Yeah, and I want more of it. You know, I want more. Um, yeah, and I gotta watch it again. I I think we're gonna pause on this one uh, after Yang. I think I have that as an honorable mention. Really, I I'm surprised it's not on your list. It's an honorable mention. After Yang is an yep, it's an honorable mention. I was um, very close to putting this on my list. Yeah, when you watched this movie, this well, I watched it first. I had heard about it, and I had watched it. You told it. me about it, yeah. And this actually is right before I made my generator. I was, tried to actively search out 2022 movies, mm-hmm. and it was hard because I was looking for like the like the best movies of the year, mm-hmm. and it was also like September when it was going on, so a lot of them weren't out. You know what I mean? Like a lot of the ones that you would see, the like critics had already seen. A lot of critics had already seen like the Fablemans or like the Whale, like through like festivals and stuff. Right. And but you, they weren't out, obviously. But I saw some people talking about After Yang. Mm-hmm. I said, "Well, let me check this out." And then I couldn't find anything, and that led to me making the generator and realizing there's way more out there than you even realize. Right. And um, you would watch it afterwards, and you texted me and said, "I think this is going to be on my." my top 10 I was very very close to putting it I think there I love this movie I love After Yang I think it is just phenomenal and maybe I should have put it on my top 10 now that I'm thinking I told you I was up late just moving things and um, I I have it as an honorable mention and it was very 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 close to cracking my top 10 but I I was trying to do something different, I guess, and trying to no, do different of things. And but I think the movie is just so moving and so beautiful. And 
you know, there's a lot of like great imagery in this movie. Yeah. Well, Farrell's it's it's amazing. a it's a Colin Farrell movie about it's set in like in the future, like a nondescripted future, really. Yeah. Where they you can you can buy like androids or robots, basically. Right. Um, to essentially to be, be babysitters, to be, or like siblings, or a brother sibling. Yeah. yeah brother, so like sister. they had a daughter, they adopted a daughter, mm-hmm. and they bought this robot to guide her to be so she was um the, uh, the daughter was chinese. chinese so they got a chinese a robot chinese robot or a robot that was represented the chinese culture mm-hmm. so that she would feel welcome in the family mm-hmm. and that her culture could still be appreciated which is actually a really creative idea yeah and there's a lot of the subtlety things in there about like being being in the future like it opens with them doing this like weird Dance, dance game dance show thing, thing. Yeah, yeah um like competition thing and they never really address what it is but i like that it's just like oh that's the future we live they yeah. just want something that they happens. do yeah yeah but then the robot like misfunctions and basically dies yeah but after like looking at it and trying to like look into it more they they find basically like his, his memories, memories oh. and they and it, it's about like can ai or can like robots have memories feelings hopes dreams and then also just in general, like the hopes and dreams of life and the importance of family and yeah, moments and even, and even yeah, even more so when you're watching it. And oh man, there's a scene in that movie. Colin Farrell, he's phenomenal in this movie, by the yeah, way. He Absolutely is. astounding. Um, hell of a year. Hell of a year. Um, he has on those uh, those goggles or the the glasses that let him see into the memories of Yang. Yes. He's going through the memories of Yang, and you're seeing all these moments with his family, with other families, uh, but specifically with his daughter. Yes. And, you know, he's sitting there, and there's all this great imagery where he's just like, oh, my God. Like, all these interactions he didn't realize Yang was having with his daughter. Yeah. Because you almost get the vibe that he's a little distant from his daughter. And he takes off the glasses, and the daughter's sitting there, and it's like he's like seeing her for the first, first time, time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like this is well, so you, I mean, good it, it is about like it's also about like realizing like you like you have an interaction with somebody like they they interact with yang and yeah. they don't think about it and then when he see they see the memories and they see like yang can only take so many things and only like what's important to him yeah and like he's like the little, a moment that means nothing to them is like in like yang's memories of like yeah. being special and being important like and i also like, love that it's like a snippet it's like yeah it's only, like only five, five seconds, seconds or whatever it's yeah like really like, and and being able to like highlight like okay like i have an interaction with somebody you know what i mean like mm-hmm. a conversation that we might have or i bump into somebody on the street you know what i mean and like i say hello and to me it doesn't mean anything but to them it's something that they carry with them for, and yeah. it's it's a beautiful sentiment yeah i thought the movie was a little slow you liked it more than i did i did um but it's it is very it's beautiful and yeah. it can't deny it and I saw I wanted to give it I actually really thought it was going to be on your list I was very close so, very um, close it's like your number 11 probably right? it's my number 11 right. I would well say, to yeah. go from you know this beautiful uh, heartfelt movie <laughs> to another beautiful heartfelt movie Chippendale Rescue Rangers that is an honorable mention yes yeah I'm glad you I'm um, glad you mentioned it I don't know who convinced I mean I guess it was the Lonely Island but like who convinced Disney to let them do whatever they go want. bat nuts yeah. with this movie this movie's incredible but also the IP they were able to get. Yes, I mean, <laughs> Ugly Sonic is a fantastic. Yeah, like and the fact that it's Tim Robinson, um, of course, playing naturally. playing yeah. him. But yeah, like Ugly Sonic in this movie, uh, fantastic. And they and, use Batman at one point. Yes, they do. Right? Yeah, yeah. There's a Batman um, thing in there. I mean, it's really like I was like, this is something. Yeah, 
And yeah, the fact that like it's just this blank. It's it's obviously it's a kind of an adaptation of the television show, but it's not really like I know some people who were fans of the show that were a little mm-hmm. disappointed. Well, I don't know them personally, but I saw people online that were fans of the show that were a little disappointed. It's not a straight continuation of the show. Yeah, but it's it this was- meta like. They, Chip and Dale are actors who played Chip and Dale on Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. Well, it's Rangers very in the vein and, of who framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And, and then it's kind of, to me, it was actually kind of a continuation It, it, it is of a it. kind of, I mean, Roger Rabbit's in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's a spiritual successor to mm-hmm. Roger Rabbit. And yeah, I mean, and, and I mean, I know that one of the biggest com- criticisms I saw, um, obviously like, I mean, spoilers, uh, the villain is like Peter Pan, right? And it's yeah. like Peter Pan grew yeah. up. Yeah. Right. And He's a little nuts. I know that one of the criticisms is that the actual actor who was like the voice of Peter Pan, I think the reference for Peter Pan uh-huh. for, the, uh, for the animation, got shafted as he grew up and kind of got kicked out of the industry and lived a poor oh. life because of he was not he didn't become he wasn't attractive anymore Hollywood standards anymore, which is what they do with Peter Pan here. So it's kind of like, is it a coincidence or are or they, they, they kind of making they commenting on that? Are they kind of yeah. making fun of that? Ooh, like, geez. like I, that's kind of like, oh, maybe like that. Maybe they should have just gone with uh, flounder. <laughs> <laughs> then you would offend no one. <laughs> but it's yeah, that's the one thing I saw that. But but even then, I mean, it's it's well done. Yeah, you know. Yeah. What I mean? But it's and it's it's you know like beyond that, it's it's just a funny movie. It is. I mean, oh, it's, it's so just, funny. It's so creative. It's so funny. It, oh, that almost made my list. That was yeah, on an earlier the, version of this the, list. The the act the um the hand drawn. I guess Chip and then the two D the three D three D Dale yeah. is just so funny. John Mulaney and, really, and uh, Andy, uh, Samberg. Andy Samberg and just and that that it's just so funny to me. I never even were, watched the show. It still works. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it just it's really well done. They did a great job. Lonely Island did a great job. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Big it's, time. It's really it. really well done. And then finally, my last honorable mention is a movie I have talked to you about. Sure. It's called Sundown. Yeah, this is this a is Tim, Tim Roth, Tim Roth okay. movie. Um, so this is a movie um, about, and I'm not going to go completely into it, but it's a Tim Roth vehicle. It's mostly Tim Roth. There's other people in the movie, obviously, but it's about a man played by Tim Roth. He's on like an extravagant vacation. Um, I think it's somewhere like, it might be Mexico or something. I can't right. really remember. But he's on this extravagant vacation with his family. You think, it, I thought at first it was like his wife and children. Right. You find out it's his sister and his niece and nephew. And an emergency happens to their family, and they have to travel back to London um, or Europe or whatever. I think it's London um, to take the to take care of the the emergency. And they get to the airport, and he realizes he doesn't have his passport, so he has to go back to the hotel. And he goes back to the hotel, and you very quickly realize that he has his passport. Oh. And he lied to his family, and he just f-ed off, and he left them. Wow. He let them go back to London to handle the problem, and yeah. He f- off back to the resort and or the different resort and and he's just living his life now in mexico and he has or wherever he is and he yeah. has no interest in going back going back wow and he basically like he keeps telling his sister oh i'm so sorry i can't find my passport whatever and it's literally sitting in his bag right and then you quickly learn that there's more going to this guy he's like numb right like his act like one day he goes to his hotel room and all the stuff is actually missing like his passport right. and everything is actually missing and he doesn't care he doesn't wow he doesn't care like he just like something's wrong with this guy yes. right like something's wrong but he just kind of accepts like he gets a, a girlfriend down there and has a life and starts li- and then finally like his responsibilities catch up with him and his, and, and I, not to get into it but I'll say like his sister finds him right. and kind of confronts him and you learn that 
there's more going on to this guy. What is exactly causing this guy to have this breakdown? Right. And it's a great kind, and it's very quiet movie. There's not a lot of dialogue. It's a lot of images of just Tim Roth walking on a beach, sitting on a beach, drinking beers during the sundown, during the yeah. sundown, and just on the beach in general and stuff. And but you like it. It's also like what ma- it's a, about this guy and what's making him. You know, and, and they're pretty... Cl- What's making him check out for Well, they're life. pretty clear early. Like, they hint it early on. They don't tell you until later, but they right. they, hint, they show you something early on that you, you're like, okay, I think I understand what's right, going on. Right. And kind of like, why is this guy so numb? Like, what happens when you get when you learn things about your life or you, or you understand right. things about your life and how do you handle that and, and the role that your family plays in it and just things like that. What's right? What's wrong? You know what? Is it okay to take care of yourself? Like things like that, and just like right, right. You know, like it's it's a very fascinating thing. Wonderful performance with Tim Roth, somebody else who had a hell of a year this year. Yeah, yeah. Um, and just uh, really, really like it was dumped, not dumped. But it was released in like January of twenty twenty two. It was like a fest, big festival movie. But I I really liked it. Um, it's really powerful. Um, and it's really because it's just like. You don't know what's happening, and mm-hmm. like you're like, what the? Like I literally thought half the movie it was his wife, which made me actually not like him as much. Like I thought it was his wife and kids because he right. starts a relationship. Where, oh, is he cheating on his wife? I'm like, actually, no, it's his sister. So I'm like, I kind of like the guy a little bit better now. Right, like he's right. not cheating on his wife. You know what I mean? Fascinating. Um, so yeah, I mean it's 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 fascinating and uh, it's interesting and it's just. Tim Roth is so compelling in the role. Like mm. nothing really happens. That not much happens in the movie, at least until like fifty seventy five percent of it. Wow. But it's just check this out. He's just engaging, and yeah. like you're just what is like you want to watch this guy. Yeah, I'll check this out then. So. I I know you you were talking about this uh, to me earlier, so I, yeah. it's definitely something on my list. Sundown. So that's my honorable mention. That's your honorable mentions. Now so. I will preface this by saying I have quite a few, and Go I'll for try it. to I'll try you, to well, jump you, through you this have, as quick as we've covered a few of them. You so. have the top ten honorable mentions ranked as well, right? Yes, you can yes. do that. It's fine. You go through, to some degree. Build up to those, and then and we already said those. we already said after Yang. Yeah, I'm actually curious about this one because I think Scream. Yes, I, I I thought about putting on my honorable mentions. I actually thought about putting on my top. 10 oh, it top. didn't make your top it, ten. It, it I thought not, you were going to say it did plus. not make my top okay. ten. Okay, because you know why? Because I never watched the other ones, and I gotcha. don't think I could. I don't think I gotcha. could in good conscience put the movie that I've never saw. I've never seen. I want to talk about Scream real quick. I've yeah. never seen the Scream movie before. Well, right? I saw your letterbox review. Yeah. That's why I was like, he I've might have cracked this Never the saw 10. a Scream movie before, and I f***ing love Scream. I know, Scream I know. It's so good. I it? thought it was so good. And I, I, what's good about it is you don't even need to see Scream to yes. know. Like, I know enough about it, and I saw like scary movies. Mm-hmm. So I haven't gone to yet. I want to go back and watch all Look, the Scream movies. Scream, it, this movie was really good. The, and, and this was like early 2022. Yeah. I mean, this was January. I mean, we're getting another out. one. In we're getting like, another one in March. Yeah. Yeah, it's insane. We're getting another one in March. And this one uh, dropped in January. It was really like, I remember um, I, I snuck out to a theater to see Because this was still, people like weren't going. Uh, theaters were empty still. Yeah. So it was like me in the theater. This movie was just so good. I mean, I loved the, I loved Scream. I walked out and I was like the commenting on fandom, the 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 story and how, you know, you you don't really know who it is until the end and even then it flips itself on his head and it's like it's like never trust this guy. You know, yeah. and you're like, "Oh my gosh." Like it's just it's such a wild ride and it keeps um it has such a good cast behind it too. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um Jack Quaid, I think is yeah. who it is. Yeah. Jack Quaid. Um, another, you know, big rising star, uh, obviously, uh, the great, uh, oh my God, the rising, she's, uh, Jenna Ortega, 
Jenna Ortega. Yeah, I mean, her. she's like this rising star right now. Obviously, it's Wednesday out is mm-hmm. this giant hit. But she, you know, is in Scream. And another really good movie. I didn't put on my list um, that she did uh, this year. Um, might X? be on yours. No, no, not X. She did another one. Uh, the Fallout? Yeah, The Fallout. Yeah, I did not. It's not on my list. It's not on my list either. But that yeah. was a really good movie. Yes. I know you watched that one. But yeah, really awesome movie. I really enjoyed it. I hope more people go to see Scream. Technically, Scream 5. Yeah. I hope more people go to see it. Um, so we'll see. The Northmen. Oh, okay. No. no, I know you didn't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know you didn't. Um, I, again, I love this movie. This is Robert Eggers' Boy Oh Boy. This is a trip. This, this is, a, is trip. a trip, man. This is a trip. Really, I think the what makes this movie great is... I really think it's Skarsgård's performance. Yeah. I think he is just unbelievable It's a movie. It's a beautiful looking it's movie. It's a beautiful looking movie. And he does that rage blood thing really well and I, I i as far as like just like a viking revenge movie goes it's it's pretty good um there's problems with it here and there but it's a trip of a movie and it has one of the craziest endings i've seen to a movie in a long time i mean i was like blown away by it i mean that that whole scene i was like this oh, is not fighting on a volcano or whatever? oh yeah oh yeah that's that's really nuts oh and uh, anya taylor joy great in the yeah. movie too uh, um, is it nicole kidman as well nicole kidman's in here um um she's a great scene willem dafoe is in there ethan hawk has a small role i don't I mean, remember that yeah there's just a lot of fun stuff and oh yeah he's like the, isn't he looks like the dad right he's the dad at the very beginning that ethan hawk just popping up this yeah, year random just movies pop- and just look i'll just say it also kind of a hell of a year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, The Northman, it's a really great movie. And I, I hope more people go to watch. Because I know this this like bombed in theaters and yeah. people were like, this isn't very good. I personally thought it was one of the best I've it, seen in a while. I enjoyed it. I, um, I, it's not my type of movie, but I get it. I, I yeah, get it. It's, it's very good and I hope more people go to watch it. Emily the Criminal. Did you watch this? I yet? didn't get a chance oh, to. Man. I wanted to watch this because I, I Emily the that Criminal. That would probably be on my I heard Aubrey wonderful Plaza things. Plaza is phenomenal in this movie. I've heard wonderful things. She is so good in this movie. And the story is just so... Um, it's excellent. She is basically playing this woman who's trying to get a uh, to, to get a job. She's trying to move up in the world, let's say. And um, she's been try- she's been actively looking for like these higher paying jobs because um, she mentions numerous times that she has like crippling student loan debt. She's trying to pay off this debt, Which but she really also did. the reason the criminal is there is because she made a mistake in her life oh. um, that really wasn't that big of a thing when they actually reveal what she did. But there was a charge against her for it. And it's been haunting her at job or at job interviews and stuff like that. Like every time she's in the interview, the interview is like, so oh, it, what looks like you have, it looks like you have this charge on your thing. What is that? And she just can't deal with it anymore. So she does end up turning to kind of this uh, life of crime, kind of this hustling thing she does. And the movie just plays out from there. And it's very, um, it's very tense at times. I've heard there's some, there's some really like, I believe it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix right now. Yeah. There's some, uh, there's some really tense moments, but Really, seriously, it, Aubrey Plaza is so good. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, I'm like, I'm excited to see what else she's gonna do. Well, another, um, just another lo- movie, I love the movie. I thought she was excellent. I mentioned to you this isn't this year, obviously, but I mentioned to you uh, another Aubrey Plaza movie since you're talking about it. Yeah. And like wonderful performances. I mentioned to you a little bit before. Ingrid Goes West. Highly recommend. I almost watched that. Watching and that, I was like, this looks really good. It's really great, and it's a great chaotic performance from her. So she really is. I know, like. People know her as like like the funny girl or like the mean girl, or like the comedic girl, but she, yeah. she gives really great 
performances. She's yes. a really talented actress. So. Completely agree with you. I want to check it out. I want to check out Emily the Criminal. All right. I have, uh, this might be in your top 10. Nope. Pause. Pause. You got it. Honorable mention for me. That might surprise I'm surprised you. by that. I, I, I am that. very surprised by I that. I figured that. Barbarian. I haven't seen it. I Barbarian don't, I don't do was, um, yeah, I know you don't. <laughs> I know you haven't seen this one. <laughs> Barbarian, another kind of like low grade horror movie. Really enjoyable. Um, has a pretty good cast behind it. Um, I, I didn't really recognize the uh, the main actress. I know um, Justin Long. She's done a little bit. She she has kind of some stuff here and there, but Justin Long is in it as well. Bill Skarsgård. Bill Skarsgård has a role in it. Um, there's there's a lot of fun stuff there, but it's it's a trip of a movie. I'll say that. Yeah, and too. I don't even. I wouldn't even say what it's about because the, the I'm point of say, it is it's. A I'm twi- literally like, I'm literally not going to say anything else about it. All I'll say is it's a trip of a movie. Go in knowing nothing, and you'll probably be pretty pretty uh, yeah. blown away. I have next. Oh, I don't think you watched this one. All Quiet on the Western Front. I didn't get a, a chance war to watch movie. it. I this is a war a movie on it. Netflix. Um, it's about the so it 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 <laughs> it's a World War II movie, but from the perspective of the German uh, German army. Oh wow, which is fascinating. Yeah, because and nobody ever yeah. It's fascinating for the fact that you actually kind of get to see this this side of the German army where it's they're not fully invested in this war either, and you almost get the vibe that it's they're just doing what they're told yeah. from these from this crazy. It's there's not a, it's not Hitler. It's just like a, a commander of some there's sort. There's a lot of soldiers who also fought fought in the war because they were told to. They fought, were told to they fight were told to war. fight in the war, and it's just kind of these these kids really who enlist thinking they're doing this good thing and it kind of turns out that they're kind of just going out and doing orders from like a crazy madman that refuses to lose and you know doesn't want the war to end and it's 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 a pretty moving movie and i was i, I was really impressed with it and it's um it's 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 a perspective you don't see often yeah. in World War II movies because every time you watch it, it's always like the Germans are the evil ones. Yeah. I thought it was so fascinating to turn it and say, let's look at the German army and kind of empathize from that side a little bit. Yeah. And uh, it was it was fascinating. It was a really good watch. Confess, Fletch. You watched this. I watched it. It's really enjoyable. It's, really I, enjoyable. it's not on my. I, I I didn't. I wasn't fully. I wanted invested, to honor. But yeah, I wanted to give it a mention. Dude, John Hamm is Fletch. Oh, I haven't even seen the other Fletch movies, I know. but John Hamm is Fletch oh. is so good, man. Like, I want more Fletch movies. Like, he's just so like. Give me more. He walks in and there's a f-ing murder, murder, yep. and has to just. Ah, man, there's a murder. Like he and, like, and he's he just, just kind of so, and he just goes over and he calls and he's like, oh uh, yeah, there's a murdered girl my uh, in my house, <laughs> and he's just like he's like he's like yeah yeah come on over. <laughs> He's got his shoes off. He's got his feet up on the table. Oh, it's just enjoyable. Yeah, John Hamm is so good in the movie. I'm glad you watched it. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, I know I watched it and I kind of told you. I was like, I would watch more of yeah, these. Yeah, I, like, I wanted to watch it. Yeah, yeah. very good. Devotion. This is um, Jonathan Majors and Glenn Powell. Oh, the, the pilot movie. The pilot the, yeah. movie. Funny that Glenn Powell has two. Yeah. <laughs> What's his two? other one? I'm just... I'm, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> but um, this was really good. Just kind of a biopic movie. Um, it's based off of a true story. Um... Uh, I, I believe Jonathan Major is playing Jesse Brown, and it's he was a um, an African American pilot who just flew during the wo- World War II, and it's about kind of his him working through you know dealing with racism around him, but also kind of just trying to show people he can just do, and he's a very good pilot. He's yeah. one of the best pilots, and you know it's it's a fascinating biopic. It's very good. Um, highly recommend it. I'm trying to blow through these. No, you're, you're good, man. Take your time. I'm um, here all night. Bones and all. Bones and all. I didn't get to see it. This is a trip of a a movie. 
a imagine cannibal a movie. It's, it's a cannibal a, romance movie. It's a cannibal romance movie. That's all. I, I think that's all I need to say about it. It's a cannibal romance movie. I don't want to spoil the movie. It's a it's a it's a cannibal romance movie. Um, it's wild, man. Shall may eat somebody. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm a cannibal movie. I'm not yeah, surprised. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Oh, Mark Rylance is in it too. He's oh, really is he? good. Yeah, he's, he's very good. good. See how they run. You like this more than I did. I, sure I think. Did. But yeah, it's a fun. It's a fun movie. It's, it's a, a fun. I love movie. Sam Rockwell. It's like it's a. This was a, somebody pointed out. This is a really good year for like whodunits. Yes, because this um, is very Agatha Christie heavy. Yeah, Agatha well, Christie so much show had, in the movie. Yeah, well, we had Death in the Nile. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we had. Uh, you see how they run? Even Confess Fletch. Confess Fletch is a Confess Fletch is a, is a is a thing. I know. Um, uh, I would say even Glass Onion. Glass. Well, I was of... gonna say Glass Onion, which you know we might be talking about later. <laughs> and uh, I know there's a movie. Um, not necessarily. I guess it's a whodunit. Um, uh, the Pale Blue Eyes. I believe just went on. Netflix. It's a Christian Bale movie. I've heard. So, I haven't heard good things. I I heard it's uh, interesting. Interesting. So okay, it's like an Edgar Allan, do, It's an Edgar Allan Poe movie. Yes. Like he's like a detective. I well, Christian Bale. From what I heard, Christian Bale's playing a detective, and the, Harry Lemming. Yeah, the guy playing, from Harry Potter is plays playing Edgar Allan Poe. Yes. I will watch it for Bale uh, because I love Bale. I heard. Um, but the Harry Harry, Harry Mel- Melling 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 Melon? I don't know Melling the guy Dudley from Harry yes, Potter is very I heard good. is fantastic in the role that's what I've heard but uh, he's good at, and and yeah I'm sold on him as an actor I'm excited to see more so yeah, yeah uh, Pale Blue Eye can't wait for that but see how they run very yeah. good movie it's very a fun, fun movie. movie it's a, it's it's um, but is is it it's about a, it's not based off a play it's about a play is that what it is i think it's about a play yeah that but that's a real a play, play that's a real play yeah. it's very meta it's very meta it's very into itself but yeah yeah what the heck it's fun uh bros bros we saw we both saw bros yes i like bros, Look, I, like bros. I, I put it on the honorable mention what i have an honorable mention i didn't put it on my list oh what is uh, it? well you do bros okay, first okay. i'm talking about bros i think i just wanted to mention this because i I did like the movie yeah. overall. I thought it was very good. And I know that there was a lot of stuff. I know Billy Eichner kind of came and he said some kind of wild things. The and movie, well, I, obviously I, it's, it's... But I think there was just... I think there was a lot at play with the marketing and how the movie was marketed. It was and built as I think as I sent you like, an article uh, like why maybe this didn't work. It was built as like the like the first mainstream theatrically released romantic like homosexual or gay, 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 gay rom-com. rom-com. Yeah. Which I don't think it is to be honest with you. But I guess rom-com, maybe not. I'm not 100%. Um, it, it's probably is maybe the first. I don't know. Like, all I, I know is they're claiming they, it's well, the first like gay Disney, rom-com. Well, like, the joke is that Disney always says that they have the first openly gay character in every movie that they <laughs> right. release. So, you know what I mean? So, like, it is what, you know what I mean? So, like, it still could be something like that. Look, the movie um, was fun. It I is liked fun. It. it is fun. But he, obviously, he came out and said, like, oh, straight people didn't show up to the movie, which might be true. I don't know. You know what I mean? But, I think there was an equal amount of gay people who didn't show up I, to the well, movie. I don't, I don't think that rom it didn't make that much. Rom-coms don't sell like yeah. big budget rom-coms aren't selling in this like yeah although apparently with the other one and i don't know if it's on your list because i know you said you enjoyed it ticket to paradise that's my next Clooney, one that's my next uh, one <laughs> apparently i think made a decent amount of money because people did but that's the power of george Clooney and julia roberts I, but i didn't see ticket to paradise in theaters no 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 i just but, watched it on peacock yeah. with bros so, so um, i was like well let me let me throw in my last one i mention that because i'm gonna build off of bros sure. it's fire island Fire yeah, Island yeah, okay. is um, another. It's a Hulu exclusive, I believe. Mm-hmm. Another um, gay. It's it's a gay version of um, Pride and Prejudice, mm-hmm. and it's about a group of gay uh, men or people 
who travel to an island because there's also Mar- Margaret Cho's also there as well. Who travel to an island and I believe it's a real place. Like Fire yes. Island's a real like it's like a, a, a gay train LBGTQ community, very friendly island, and, and once a week or one week every summer or whatever, mm-hmm. everybody gets together and they have party and they, and right. things like that, and they just celebrate their culture and every everything like that. And it's basically Pride and Prejudice, where there's like low, different two class, like a lower class and a higher class right. man, uh, two men. They meet and there's like tension and and, and eventually they fall in love basically. And That's it's fun. in Bowen Yang from Saturday Night Live is in it and he's really good in it. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like a, a really he's coming quickly a standout. Um, he's becoming a lot of he's becoming a star. Yeah, yeah. and also in Bros. Yeah, 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 exactly. And and Small I think roles, but yeah, there. but and I think that um, you know it's it's I thought to me it was a better because it's also funny but it's also dramatic and it's right. not the typical rom-com i mean i get what they're doing with bros they're trying to make a straight up i mean literally what's his name luke mcfarlane right and yes. bros is literally was literally pulled from hallmark movies he was pulled from hallmark yeah. hallmark christmas he movies. sure was um and i think that's a and they said they said that that's not because there's also hallmark jokes yeah in bros and they said that, that was not intentional yeah they, they don't even actually use Hallmark. They no, it's not. But it's, it another, it's basically yeah. Hallmark. Well, it's them saying, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but they but they said that that was in the script before he was cast. They didn't right. put that in there for him. But it was, you know, I think using this guy who was in all these romantic comedies and stuff for this, I think that's a commentary kind of. Right, right. But, you know, Fire On, I thought it was funny, but also had drama. So, I, you know, to me, that yeah. was, I liked Bros a lot, but to me, I, I enjoyed Fire Island more. So I, I would throw that in my own. Check out mentions. Fire Island. I'll mention it in there. I'll get it in there. I, I we just said Ticket to Paradise. Yeah. Look, it's Clooney, it's Roberts. Yeah. They flash their megawatt smiles. It's a good time. That's all I'm gonna say about it. Yep. It's 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 pretty obvious where the movie goes. Uh, Bullet Train. I don't have it on I my know you I, don't. I think yeah. it's I enjoyed it. No, I enjoyed it. Um I think part of it is that I watched it I went and I saw it in IMAX. Mm-hmm. And it was good in IMAX, but I saw it after I saw uh, Nope in IMAX, yeah. and we'll talk about yeah. that later. It doesn't hold up. It doesn't. Now, well, Nope, I think you need to see. I think you it helps to see it in IMAX. Absolutely. And Bullet Train was just whatever. And I, I think that was kind of, I was kind of like, oh, I was kind of expecting a little bit more. Because, right. But the movie itself, oh, dude, it's it's so much fun. It's a wild ride. Yeah. And it's not just because it's not my honorable mentions. I don't want to, I didn't want to put everything in my honorable mentions. You know yeah, I, mean? I kind of put a lot of my. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> I'm just going to keep blowing through But here. it's, but it's, it's, it's a really good movie. It's, it's, yeah. it's a fun action movie brad pitt's great and a great ensemble awesome. and everything yeah yeah very fun movie uh hustle yeah i i thought about putting that in my honor much it probably should go in there it's a great adam sandler movie <sighs> um basketball based um if you like basketball um you'll like this also oh, oh, or if you're just a fan of like this new sandler yeah <laughs> it's worth it i know yeah. i mean i know there's a small campaign but there's a small campaign like pushing him for like an oscar yeah i kind it's of it's not gonna happen look, it's, but it, it, it's not gonna happen because like I, I, I kind of thought Uncut Gems was way better. Oh, it was, it was, it was. But, but like, I, I, I get why people are pushing for it. But I'm like, Uncut but this Gems is also a, kinda... it's also a year that everybody's saying it's kind of light on. So maybe give him the nomination. Yeah, just I mean, for the heck of it, I would, but... I would put Sandler over Tom Cruise, and the people are making a campaign for Cruise. That's true for people best actor, and I would, I would put Sandler over Cruise. Yeah. Oh, any so. Day. Um, Bob's Burgers movie. We saw that. It's really fun. Yeah. yeah it's I, fun. I, I, it's I've never seen the show again. I can't. Put it in there if I never saw the show. Good movie, though. But it's so much fun, dude. Really good movie. Triangle of Sadness. I didn't get a chance to see I this. I saw this one. It is a weird movie. Um, 
there's some crazy stuff in it. Uh, I will just say I liked the message that they were sending out about classism, which is really what the movie's about. It's fun. It's a little bit crazy. There's some Woody Harrelson stands out big yeah. time. But um, yeah, overall, pretty good movie. Highly recommend checking it out. We both saw this. Uh, 3,000 Years of Longing. I liked this movie. I know you did. I'm surprised you didn't mention it. No, I thought you were going to say it. I, you know, it's, I, I know it kind of got like... It kind of got maligned. It kind of got dumped in theaters at the end of August. Yeah, and but I thought it was. I didn't even know you saw this. To be honest with you, I did. I thought it was enjoyable. It's yeah. different than what I thought it was going to be, but it was enjoyable. I and thought I, it was a really. Sh- I think it's. I think it's carried on the performances of Tilda and Tilda Idris. Swinton and Idris yeah. Elba alone. Yeah, you know what I mean. But it's a. It's a fun. Like it's just him telling cautionary tales about yep. how he's had to spend his life like trapped in the bottle mm-hmm. and stuff like that, basically, and then it's tapped into like kind of this romance kind of and mm-hmm. yeah i mean it's 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 really well done it's creatively shot and made visually yep. you know for not being this big epic movie it's got big epic visuals right you know so that's george that's power george miller you know what i mean power so, george miller yeah uh, I, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned it oh yeah me too Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. You know what? I, I threw it in there because of uh, I just enjoyed it. I, know. I was like, you I know what? We talked about this a lot. Throw that on my honor. Throw three thousand years of longing and Doctor Strange <laughs> on my on my honorable mention. See, I'm because, glad I did a long list because <laughs> I no no. I mean, I thought about it. I didn't want to have everybody thinks I'm the Marvel guy, so I didn't actively besides the shorts. I didn't actively include any. I don't have. Sp- I don't, I don't have any. I don't have any in my top ten. Yeah, That's I don't have I, I didn't mention. even put anything on my honorable mention. Yes. Yeah. But I did. I know. Again, people didn't love this movie. I thought this was a hell of a ride. This was a hell of a ride too. And and um, I understand the criticisms about Scarlet Witch and uh, and Wanda and how they're using. It, and I understand it. And I know people are like they did America Chavez dirty with. Yeah. Like, she's just like a MacGuffin kind of and stuff like that. But I, I get all that. It's just fun, man. It's it's a it's, it's a chase movie. It's just we're going to different universes and we're going to different places. It's a chase movie. It's a fun movie. Yeah, and I I think people, but also we talked about this at the time, but just the expectations of the movie got blown out of proportion because it kind of had the unfortunate of and they heard multiverse. It, it, was, fo- it was following No Way Home, which was this multiverse movie. And people heard Multiverse, and they immediately assumed it was going to be a cameo fest movie, and it wasn't. And I don't know if you heard like, the, and they, I, they actually released some an image. I saw an image of like deleted scenes. There was a couple other like alternate characters that were going to be look, in there. That's great. That's great. Um, I I'm happy with the movie we got. I thought it was. Well, great no, I'm just as gonna, it was. I just want to mention because I I, I thought it would, you might think it's interesting. One of them was going to be, I believe it's Boulder the Brave, which is going to be like he's like he's like a Thor character, he's like Thor's brother or something okay. like that. Um, it's gonna be played by. It was supposed to be played by apparently Daniel Craig. Oh, Balder. Balder, yeah. Balder. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. God of War. That's the only reason I know. Oh, that. there you go. Yeah, so, Balder. Yeah. Okay. So it was supposed to be uh, Daniel Craig. Apparently that's pretty cool. Was gonna be in it. That's yeah. pretty cool. So, okay, that's pretty cool. I, I'll take and there's that. a I'll shot of her killing him, but it's not Craig. Obviously, it was gonna, I guess they're right. gonna put him in later. But yeah, like that's pretty cool. Um, okay, yeah, that's neat. Well, Doctor Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. I enjoyed it's fun. It. It's so much. I fun. enjoyed it. Yeah, Tar. I, I know you didn't see. see it. I know you didn't. I'm see surprised Tar. it's not on your list. You're gonna be surprised by a top ten. It sounds like okay. Um, Tar is it's very good. I'll say this: the performance of Kate Blanchett is, is what matters. Yeah, that's what makes it incredible. I think the story is very good. Um, it's a long movie though. Yeah. it's like two and a half hours, and I felt like there was moments where I was like, "This is really kind of dragging a lot." The and, biggest thing I know about, Tar, but I liked it. I really liked it. The biggest thing I know about Tar. Is did you hear this Blair Witch thing? 
Yes. <laughs> that they used the screen yeah. from Blair Witch yeah. and Tar for yeah. some reason? Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> um, look, the movie's really good. Uh, whenever it streams, I highly recommend you I will, watch I will it check it out. Like I said, Blanchett is phenomenal. The but the movie. fact that She's... you didn't even put it in your top ten means I don't think I would put it in my top ten. Right. So um, Very good movie. Um, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Look, I love this movie. Yeah. I really did. I get it. I, I, I get it too. From what um, I, the little I've seen, I didn't get a chance to finish it yet. It is, you can just see the love in the movie. I mean, it's very well done. It's beautifully handcrafted. Um, uh, I loved it. And I watched the little documentary they put on Netflix too. Um, they had like a little half hour documentary about the making of the movie. And that was really well done. Um, but yeah, really highly recommend people to see that. I, we're nearly there. I'm nearly No, done. you're fine, man. I'm so close. Take, take your time. Ambulance. Michael Bay. Are you really like Dude, this? Dude, I like this movie. This is a good movie. Ambulance is really good. Um, there is a lot of action in this. It's fun. It's kind of crazy. It's a Michael Bay movie, but it's kind of in the vein of like he actually felt like he was trying and he wasn't just doing crazy stuff to do crazy stuff. Um, so that was good. Uh, but yeah, highly recommended watching it. Bodies, bodies, bodies. Okay, I saw this one. It, it, it's fun. It's, it's fun. fun. It's fun. It, 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 everybody's awful. Everybody's, everybody's awful. awful. Every single person's awful. But the the twist at the, the twist. end kind of makes it worth it. It does. And it's kind of something I've wanted to see for a while from that person. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that. Um, I, it's <laughs> I shouldn't say that. Oh but uh, anyway, bodies, bodies, bodies. I think that's all we need Let to say. Let me know if you want to edit that yeah. out. Uh, keep it in. It doesn't matter. Oh my god. He's he's got enough. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um Apollo ten and a half, a space age child. I didn't get to watch it. Dude, I wanna I watch love it. This I know. I, I heard it's, incredible things. It's and it, it's our guy Link later, man. I know. It's our guy Linklater. I, I, I wanna watch it. Beautifully animated, really fun story. Jack Black narrates the whole thing. He gets Jack Black back, baby. It's uh it's good. It's a really good one. I, I enjoyed it a lot. The Lost City. That's really fun. That's a lot it's of a fun. fun movie. It's a, lot See, of fun. It's a, my, a lot of my mentions were just kind of movies that were really fun for me. Yeah. And I thought uh, I thought uh, uh, Daniel Radcliffe was great in it. Tan, uh, Tatum is good. Bullock is good. It's just a fun movie. Yeah. Just go watch it. It's a fun movie. Which reminds me, and we'll get to it. We'll let sure. you finish it. I have a number eleven. I meant I didn't. I didn't put it in here. We'll get back I, to it. Yeah. Turning red. I liked it. I didn't like Look, it as I, much as everybody this did. Is, this is kind of lower on my honorable mentions. I just wanted to say it because. I did like it, and you're right. I didn't like it maybe as much as everybody. I else mean, people did. are saying Pete, that is in a lot of people's like top ten lists of the year for sure, and I'm sure yeah. I can absolutely see why. I thought the movie was great, and I thought it was really enjoyable, but I didn't walk away from it thinking like best of the year. No, you no. know, um, but it's very good. It is very good. I enjoyed it. Um, one we both watched. I want you back. From February. Oh, that's a lot of fun. I yeah, like this good. one. Charlie a lot. Day, I like this Jenny one a lot. Slate. I thought, yeah. that, I thought this was a really cute movie, and I just really, I, I, I was really invested. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, it's a good, it's a good rom com, and February's coming up. It'd be a good time to uh, watch it. So yeah, I want you back, Kimmy. You didn't watch Kimmy, I didn't did you? Watch it yet. Yeah, this is Zoe uh, Kravitz, and uh, I think I mentioned Daniel Rat, or da- is it Daniel Rat Ray or Devin Rat? Devin Rat Ray. Yeah, it's a good movie. It's kind of this. Uh, it's a bit of a tense movie. A little bit crazy. That's um, um, she's getting hunted down. Directed by, I believe it is uh, Steven Soderbergh. That's Soderbergh. It's yeah. Soderbergh. Yeah, Soderbergh directed this. It's very good. Um, I recommend people watch it. It was an HBO Max release. Yeah, it's fine. It kind of got dropped and didn't get a lot of coverage, but it's good. I don't think you watched this one either. Good luck to you, Leo Grand. I no, I didn't get a chance to watch it. Really enjoyable. Really uh, like a, a great take on just sex work 
in general yeah. and kind of body positivity. Emma Thompson performance. Emma Thompson's incredible in it. Um, the guy she's working on also really incredible, really really good. So it's like a play. Yeah. It's just it's very. Are well you done. do you have your top like your ten? Are you doing those? Are you going to read those? Are you? I already read those. Oh, you top. already read the, oh those. Yeah, those, those are the, the ten. Those, those are the, the ten. ten. First right. ones I did were okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. Sure. I, just, I thought that was no no. You're good. oh good man. I have three left. You're good. Take your time. Fresh. I love fresh. I'm not gonna watch that. Fresh was very good. Yeah. Um, if you want to see uh, um, Sebastian Stan, Stan eat people, if you want to see Sebastian yeah. Stan eat some people, I, I eat recommend somebody's it. butt. butt yeah, it's pretty. Whatever, yeah. yeah, he eats a butt butt cheek. It's pretty good. Pretty good stuff. I threw this on here. I'm not really sure if it belongs here now that I'm looking at it, but I put Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. I get it. I, I get, get it, it too. I think it's. I think it's a really good movie. But I've. I've been looking back on it a little bit, and I've been hearing other people talk about it. And a lot of people have that on their best list. I know, but I've heard some criticisms of it as well, where it's like, I think all of the the stuff where they're working through the loss of is very, very, very good, yeah. very, very good. But there is that I can't. I is a disconnect to me. There's, there's a something disconnect missing. with it's. It's. It's because they didn't really throw away the whole story. It felt like all the um, the Namor stuff was meant to be him and T'Challa. Yeah. And it's kind of just, there were, you know, and Namor it's, it's, it's a little bit messy. Yeah. It's a little messy. And if it was visually, that, it's a little weird too. Honestly, like if it was just called Wakanda Forever, I think it would be a little bit better because yeah. it's not really a Black Panther movie. Like obviously Black Panther is in it and Letitia Wright takes up the mantle. Yeah. But... Like it, it it is an ensemble movie, and I really we don't like even, that. We don't because, even really get Black Panther till the no, end. No, but like you don't even know like until Letitia Wright puts on the thing, you don't even really know who the main character is because yeah. uh, Angela Bassett gets a lot of screen time, Letitia Wright gets a lot of screen time, and Denai Guerrero gets a lot of screen yeah. time in there. And you could really argue that like any of the three of them are kind of the main character. And when Lupita Nyong'o finally shows up, she yeah. gets a lot of screen she time. She gets a lot of screen time. It so is like an ensemble movie. Yeah. It's very good. And it's and very, like, based on... in women and women empowerment. Yeah. Like, Winston Duke's there, but he's really kind of pushed he's to the just side. Yeah, yeah, he's kind of just pushed to the side, and that's okay. And, and I like that it's... But there's something there that's... Just, that there's a disconnect there for me for some reason. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I saw it twice in theaters, and then... Uh, well, I wasn't There's feel, something off. I wasn't feeling good the second time, but I fell asleep the second time I saw yeah. it in theaters. It's a long movie yeah too. yeah it's a long movie yeah. it also proves that ryan coogler can't do a movie without michael b jordan i mean i, that, I <laughs> you know i it, you're right it is a beautifully made movie yes. i think it, it ryan coogler does a that doesn't impo- impossible Look, the impossible impossible off. task I mean, that he, movie's even good and it's really good i i, I kind of equate this to like not maybe not on the same level, but the Furious Seven. It's very Furious Seven. Yeah, like he he was able to pull something off because they were getting ready to shoot. They were getting ready to shoot the movie. Yeah, I know. And he died, and he made it happen, like, and he pulled it out, and you have to give him props for that at least. Yeah. And um, I think, and I, I like that. Like I said, I like the women empowerment aspect of it. I think Ryan Coogler does a great job. It's a beautiful movie, and and the tributes to Chadwick Boseman are emotional and and yeah. heartbreaking. I wish we got more of it. I yeah, feel like they kind of moved past it pretty quickly. I wanted the whole movie to be about that. Yeah, I agree. You know. I agree. That's what I was hoping for. But anyway, um, last one, my last honorable mention, and we can finally move on. Violent Night, dude, dude, it's so much fun. It's so much fun. It's a great movie. I thought it was. I I kind of walked away from it saying I would watch this every year. Like that's how much I liked it. It was very good. So, I yeah. think David Harbour kind of made a joke about like the Easter Bunny movie or a Tooth Fairy movie, kind mm-hmm. of in the same vein, and yeah. like kind of like 
combining them together. And I think he said something like, did he say something like maybe like Pedro Pascal as like the Easter Bunny? Like, like picking yeah. like other like I think that's a. He was, I want more of that. He like, picked Pedro Pascal and uh, Oscar Isaac. Yeah, and he said a bunch of daddies doing a <laughs> doing doing a movie like that. And I'm like, yeah, I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Like, are you kidding I want, me? That's, I want, that's, that's a hell of a cast. They tease like the Mrs. Claus reveal. And I want more. Yeah, like I want I, to know who's. It's, it's all we. want. I know people are saying Winona Ryder for Mrs. Claus, mm. and I think that's great. You know, I, I would love that. So. Is it time? Is do we deserve Violent Night too? I would. I'm. I'm in. Another I'm in. Violent Night. <laughs> Violent Night. All right, so I guess we can move into our we top can do ten. Our top ten. So I'm sorry that took so long. No, everybody. man, please. <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. So I'm really happy uh, with it. Only one of my movies. Mm-hmm was in yours and i think only one of your movies was in mine mm-hmm. so we're good so um who do you want to go first Should no I go you, first? i just talked okay. for a long time it's you um all right so again i did the generator thing i got a mm-hmm. lot of i got a lot of different movies there's some in here that i got from it my number 10 is a movie i did get from the generator mm-hmm. you have seen this movie you told me about this movie i'm actually surprised it's not in your honorable mentions sure. unless it's on your list i didn't think it'd be on your list it might be but i'll be very surprised if it is a movie that you may be surprised is on my list okay fact, because um, I am adamant against these types of movies, but mm-hmm. I watched this movie. It stuck with me, it, uh, and and really made me think about it more and more as I watched it. And that's the Black Phone. Yeah, you know, man, there's things I missed as I was going through, and I just I missed it. I well, I I saw the movie. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I missed putting it on my list. I but was, I, dude, it's it's the awesome. Black Phone. It's really good. Is a movie I fucking hate horror movies. <laughs> you do. I don't like horror yeah, movies. Yeah, okay, I know. And the black phone is it's it's creepy, mm-hmm. but it's not overly scary. Right. It's not. A, there's a couple of jump scares. It doesn't rely on jump scares. It does a great job, like just creating a creepy atmosphere, but not like not forcing things like down your throat and stuff like right. that. And it's obviously a story about Ethan Hawke plays. What is he called? The Grabber. He's called the Grabber. The Grabber. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's the literally grabber. just like he, he kidnapped, doesn't have a name. He kidnaps children, and it's they don't really say, but he basically like either molests them or or beats them into yes. until they die. Until right? they die. Until yeah. they die. It's, it's he's he's not a good. No, guy. no. And a kid is grabbed, and he's taken to the basement. Mm-hmm. He is to be the next victim, and he notices there's a phone on the wall, yeah. a black phone on the wall yep. that's disconnected. And it should not be ringing, but somehow he and this hears is it. like an old like dial rotary, like, rotary phone. Yeah. Phone. and somehow he off. hears it ringing, and when he answers it, he's able to communicate with the previous victims. Yes. of the grabber, in which we can see and they are can, dead. They are dead. He cannot see them. We can see the, their spirits mm-hmm. in the background, and so that's where some of the jump scares come from. Like yes. he turns, and there's a kid there and yeah. stuff like that. Like it's really good, and um, all of them kind of give him a lesson on, on how like, to. They, they all give him like a tip on how to to survive. To survive. Like I left. The, take him I out. left this over here. There's a hole yep. over here. There's a rug over that you can use to climb on yes. over here. If you like put that. dirt in the phone, you can hit, hit him. Yeah, just things like thing. that. Like, like oh, this is so cool. Um, and one of the things I really liked about this movie is. Um, and and honestly, I know we choke, but like what like I wanted to mention about being a parent because mm-hmm. you do view movies differently when you're a parent, yeah. right? And and things like I haven't seen uh, I haven't seen since theaters, but I haven't seen the movie Prisoners since theaters, and I haven't seen it since becoming a parent. I can't imagine that I would want to watch yeah. the movie Prisoners since being a parent so because even though my my son is very young, yes, it's. 
it, it's, it's, pow- it's, it's more powerful. It's more powerful, and you can put yourself in the shoes a little bit, right? And yeah. I've been very sensitive to things with children or babies and things like that, right. and being a parent and stuff like that. And there's a movie I'm gonna, and I'm gonna go on a little bit of a tangent. I apologize, okay. and I, but I mentioned sure. this to you too. Um, but there's another movie that I watched this year, um, and it's actually on a, a, several people's top ten list that mm-hmm. I saw called Resurrection. It's a, it's, yes. it's, it's a Rebecca okay. Hall, Tim Roth movie. Mm-hmm. Another Tim Roth movie. Um, two phenomenal performances, phenomenal performances by Rebecca Hall and Tim Roth. Mm-hmm. And what the movie is about, and I don't want to, I don't, I don't know if you're ever going to watch it or not. I don't want to really spoil it. You told me about this. What, did I tell you yeah. what, but I t- did I tell you what it is though? I believe you did. Did I? So, I mean, it, you said it was devastating. Well, it's, so basically it's, Rebecca Hall plays an overly confident woman, very successful businesswoman. She mentors people. Mm-hmm. She's you can't stop her, you can't put her down. But one day when she's in a like she's in a training or a lecture, she sees Tim Roth and she just breaks down and runs away. Yeah. And you find out, and again, not to get into it, but you basically find out that there was a a past relationship or a past connection between the two of them, and it was like a, a, a abuse, but not just like hitting or whatever, like pure. Physical, mental, emotional, manipulative mm-hmm. abuse. Like she was basically his slave. She basically made her do all these awful things. But he also did something really, really horrible to mm-hmm. her. Um, and there's a lot. There's a use. A lot of uses of baby imagery mm. in the movie. And and um, and I mean, look. I mean, if you don't mind, do you mind if I tell you? Please. Or? Yeah. So we, basically, we if you never saw a resurrection. She tells a story. Basically, she went to the. She had. She. He impregnated her. Mm-hmm. They had a baby. She went to the store one day to go get diapers, and she came back, and the only thing that was left is two fingers. Oof. Baby's gone, and he said, "Oh, I, I ate the baby." He's, oh, I, I, I ate the baby, and the baby's in my stomach, and the baby is crying for you because the baby, you left the baby, and the Jeez, baby, man. and the baby's talking to me and wants you, and. And there's there's a sequence of it where she opens she's having a nightmare and there's a baby in a stove and they show you a baby in a stove burn and aren't we talking about the black no I know but listen listen (laughs) this this but and it's a lot of very much like disturbing images of babies and the use of babies and children and stuff and and people love the movie and and I understand why people like the movie. I literally turned the sound off and I finished. I literally told Tony about the movie. He's like, "You f***ing watched that?" Yeah, yeah. Like, and this was like a couple weeks before my son was born. Mm. And like, honestly, like even talking about it's like upsetting. And I think that like, I understand wanting to push boundaries and I understand wanting to use film to make people uncomfortable yeah. and things like that. But I think that there are limits. And sure. thing, and I mean, it, it, people, certain people are into certain things. Like, I don't agree with Saul. But I get it. It's like some people like watching that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think that there are certain things you don't need to do. And what I, why I wanted to mention that is what I appreciate about The Black Phone is a movie about a person who does kidnap, possibly molests, and murders children. Or you're not seeing. But you're not seeing it. Yeah. And they're not, they're not forcing that on you. Yeah. Right? And the movie is using that into such an, a... Like, you are rooting for this kid, and it's mm-hmm. almost an empowering, empower, powerful moment. Empowering, it's almost an empowering moment at the end when he does triumph mm-hmm. and he does win, right? And yeah. it, and it's it's victorious, right? And it's not fourth. Like yes, like when you see the spirits of the kids, they have some scrapes and they have some bruises and and some whatever. They're worse yeah. for wear. But you're not seeing it really happen unless it's right. very quickly something I miss. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I really, after I thought about Resurrection and I, and I thought about the Black Phone, 
That made me like the black phone even more because I think that that it shows that you can talk about certain things in movies and you can have a movie about that, mm-hmm. and you're not forcing these awful, awful images onto the audience. Right. Well, that's the black phone. Thank you for that. Just depressing. I know you're like, what the. F-? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, with with the black phone, right? I think that uh, Ethan Hawke's performance, as creepy as it is, is is wonderfully creepy. Like he's yeah. great in the role. Um, uh, Mason Teams as the boy uh, does a great job. Madeline McGraw, who's his sister, who also like has like psychic powers or something like that, is interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just think it's a really interesting movie, and I it really I it really stuck out to me that they did, they could it could have been dark and gritty and and evil kind of and sad and it's not and right. it, it's almost it's not fun but it, it's it's very entertaining and very gripping so right. i it stands out to me so it's my number 10 there you go um my number 10 is x okay yeah it makes sense yeah, yeah it makes sense. i did see x yes, it's not on did. my list i know it's not um uh i i just love this movie i think it's very scuzzy i think it's kind of dirty i just love the idea of a bunch of uh people going out to make an amateur porn film <laughs> And then getting murdered <laughs> by old people is just so strange. Sexually frustrated old people. Yeah, sexually frustrated old people. Very sexually frustrated old people. And um, I think Mia Goth is really incredible in the movie. And um, I, I didn't see Pearl yet. But I, I was going to say, have you seen up. Pearl? Yeah. Um, but I'm sure it's very good. And I know there's going to be a third one too, which makes it a franchise. Yeah. Um, but I really just enjoyed this movie. I thought it was it was kind of everything I wanted it to be. I was really sucked in by the trailer, and then when I actually saw the movie, I was like, "This is really good." There's some yeah. really good deaths. Yeah, um, the uh, the Britney some alligator death is really yeah, yeah yeah. There's some really wild stuff in there, and it's it's very good, and I enjoyed this a lot. And um, Mia Goth double double role double role. She yeah. plays the old lady too, and you know it's a good cast. I mean, you get uh, like you said, Britney Snow in there, Kid Cudi, yeah. Jenna Ortega. I mean, it's a great cast, yeah. and everyone delivers. And I just I I. Highly recommend people to see this. Yeah. Um, it was probably my favorite, quote-unquote, horror movie from the year, um, just because of how creative it was. I, I like the we, level on Black Phone. But I, like, I, liked excuse it. Me. I like that we both have horror movies horror in movies number, number 10. 10. Yeah. yeah, it's very good. I liked it a lot. Um, it's a good one. It's a good one. It's a good one. It's a good one. A good That's one. what I'll say. I heard specifically that Mia Goff in Pearl is an even better performance. I'm sure it is. Um, and I'm excited to see what she does with Maxine, I believe yeah. it is. It's going to be good. But uh, yeah, X, that's my number 10. My number 9... Mrs. Harris goes to Paris. That is also my number nine. <laughs> You're <laughs> right. <laughs> That's my number uh, nine. Too. I liked your, your. I knew we were going to place this in the same place. I, I knew. I was like, this is going to be in the same place. I, th- I liked your letterbox review. It actually should be called Mrs. Harris goes to Paris and melts. Was it to melts the frustrated? Oh, and uh, melts the iciness away with her warmth and yeah. It, it's look. The, Dude, this movie. We talked about talk this. this yeah. So this we is, we talked about this how. Uh, one of our favorite genres coming up is like it's like developing is yeah. like the overly nice kind person mm-hmm. goes somewhere and meets not mean people icy. but like icy kind of closed off people yeah. and because she's so they're so kind and so warm that they melt the exterior of mm-hmm. these icy people and they open them up and everybody becomes a better person because of their interactions with yeah. this person specifically Paddington and Paddington 2 yep. and now Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris joins that mm-hmm. club of this just this woman whose goal in life whose goal, whose goal in life becomes to you know she wants a dress she wants a um what's the I don't even know she wants a um a uh a, 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 a duar dress a yes. Christian duar Christian dress Christian duar dress 
And I don't know anything about Paris. I don't know anything about dresses. I don't know about anything. Fashion. Fashion, anything like that. Leslie Manville, who plays uh, Mrs. Harris. God, she's good. Uh, is great yeah. in this role. So, again, charming, love, like lovely, like... You feel bad for her because she's in the beginning of the movie. She's kind of got all this bad luck, and yeah. then, but then all this good stuff kind of happens to her. And man, like just her journey, like through Paris and the interactions with people. And like, I know we talked about everybody warms up to her. Yeah, and I know we talked about like the ending shot of this movie where she gets not just the Christian Dior dress, but the Christian Dior dress that she's always wanted that she was told she could not have. Yes. When she walks down the stairs in oh. that dress, it's like it's like the end game scene where everybody, yeah. all the Avengers come through. Mm-hmm. Like you're like, yeah, yeah like you're, you're so into it. You're like, she got the dress. <laughs> She's going down there. She's finding love again with Archie. It's just a blast, man. <laughs> it's a blast. Like this movie is just a blast. You feel warm at the end of it. You feel happy. You feel like there's hope out there. But it just makes you feel good. That's yeah. the ultimate thing that this movie does. It makes you feel good. It's an easy watch. Yeah, it's very much in the vein of the Paddington movies. Yeah. Um, and you, you just walk away from it feeling, wow, this was a really fun experience. And everyone around her is so nice. And even when they are going through, before even the dress reveal, when they show everyone in Paris... Oh, yeah. Like, partaking, Helping, yeah. partaking and getting her this new dress... You you just get emotional because you're like this is so sweet. Yeah. She touched all these people and now they're going to send her this dress. It's just it's really lovely. It, it, I agree with you. This is one of the best of the year and yeah. nobody's talking about it and I don't no. know why. And it's well, really I mean, good. certain people are talking about it, but it's yeah, it's it's definitely it's not a big not enough people. Are no, not about enough. It. It's on yeah. it's on Peacock. Mm-hmm. It's on Peacock, on which Peacock. Um, highly recommend seeing. That. Yeah, highly recommend it, and yeah, I mean, it, it, it's just enjoyable, man. Yeah, and I, I also think it's funny that it's uh, the book that's based off mm-hmm. of is Mrs. Eris, because that's how, that's how they pronounce it. Mrs. Eris goes <laughs> to Paris. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, shut Mrs. up, Archie. Um, yeah, that's the number nine. So you can jump in your eight then, because okay. we both had nine. Okay, so this movie I don't believe you have seen. Mm. Okay, um, and. I think I don't know a lot of people that are going to have this on their top ten list. Sure. But this again, it's talked about. This is this is my list, and these are things that really stuck out to me. <laughs> it's your list, um, and it's uh, Vengeance. I did not watch Vengeance yet. Yeah. I saw it on Peacock. I got very close to watching, and I haven't watched it. Uh, Vengeance is a movie directed, written, and starring B.J. Novak. Yeah, uh, you may know him from The Office, obviously. I found this to be really fascinating. So, th- do you know anything about this movie? Do you know what this movie's about? I'm not going to spoil it for you, but do you know what it's about? Um, I know B.J. Novak plays. It, it, I, I guess it's like an investigative journalist of some sort, but he's for a podcast. Not so because Issa Rae is in this too. So yeah, so B.J. Novak plays a just a normal like kind of like journalist, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, not even investigative journalist. Just oh, like, okay. He's like, he's honestly like he's like a. Dude, bro, like he's a, he's a douchebag. Like he oh, yeah. he's like a he's like a New York. Like he plays that well. Yeah, he's a, he works <laughs> with the, he works with a New Yorker. Uh-huh. He's a douchebag who just he's like a, he's kind of a not a misogynist, but he's a womanizer. Like he like right. he's got in this phone like Lisa House Party, right? right? Like like the gr- girl's name and where he met her from and right. stuff like that. Like and he has to go to the south. So, so he gets a phone. But call. he's like the city boy. So out he gets of, a phone call one right. night, um, very early in the movie, saying that that um, from Boyd Holbrook, who's mm-hmm. in this movie, and we love. I, I know you Boyd love Boyd Holbrook. Holbrook. Yeah, phenomenal in this movie. Phenomenal in this movie. Boyd Holbrook calls him one night in the middle of the night and says, "I got really bad news. So your, your girlfriend's dead." And he's like, basically, like, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah. I don't have a girlfriend. And he basically finds out that this girl that he 
had very briefly, like, loosely hooked up with uh-huh. family. That she died, and her family believes that B.J. Novak is her long-term serious <laughs> boyfriend. So basically, <laughs> guilts him to come to Texas uh-huh. for her funeral, makes him speak at her funeral, uh-huh. and then convinces him, or Boyd Hobart tries to convince him that not only did she die, because everybody thinks she died of an overdose, she didn't die of an overdose because he says, oh, she never even took an aspirin. She was murdered. Yeah. And somebody murdered her, and you need to help me as the other man figure in her life figure out who it is. So he contacts Issa Rae, who is like kind of like his coworker, his boss or whatever, because he big Novak dreams, and this isn't spoilers, I, I promise, just a basic story. Big Novak dreams of hosting a podcast, having his own podcast, right. and he, he doesn't have one. And he wants one. He's been pitching for an idea. And he basically... This is going to be it. This idea of like kind of manipulating this family into... like He doesn't believe that the girl was murdered. He right. wants to kind of make this podcast about like how they think that she was murdered. And mm-hmm. kind of making... Not making fun of, but like highlighting this family. And this weird belief. And also kind of Texans in general. Right. And things like that. And there's a lot of jokes. Like it, you very easily could have been making fun of... Texans and things right, like that, right. and it doesn't, and it kind of takes like they, like there's they make fun of certain aspects of it, and but they're not necessarily played for like stupid. Like there's a little bit, but it, it takes the high ground a little bit, right. right? And it is, but then it develops into an actual mystery on what did happen to this girl. Was she actually murdered? Was right. there more? Is there more going on? You know what I mean? And it's kind of a mixture of that mixed with his. Adventures in in Texas, this right. fish out of water thing in Texas. Ashton Kutcher, believe it or yes, not, has I, an incredible role in this movie. I'm sure he does. Um, really great performance in this movie. Um, the one criticism I saw that people were like, "Oh, B.J. Novak, like he wrote and directed this movie, so of course he had to star in it. He wasn't right for the role." Uh-huh. And they're like, "Oh, he's too old." One of the criticisms people were like, "Oh, he's too old for the role." This like dude, bro, douchebag type of thing, right? The I don't mo- think there's an age on that. Well, the movie opens up with. Besides, uh, like a cold open, the the first shot mm-hmm. when you first see his character, he's B.J. Novak's character standing next to his friend. You never see his friend again. It's one scene. His friend's played with John Mayer. So that <laughs> right there, That's right funny. there That's is funny. everything you need to know about yeah. who the and the guys. And I'm pretty sure he's play, his character's name is John. That's pretty so sure he's funny. playing John Mayer. I love it. And. It, it's them talking about women and not wanting to commit their relationships and mm-hmm. things like that. And they all say, every time they say, oh, 100%, 100%, 100 like, like, it is establishing this character. Like, to me, like, John Mayer's the epitome of, like, the guy who's dating That's too him. young. The yeah. guy, like, and I'm not saying he's a douchebag, but, like, the guy who's dating too young. The party guy. The guy who did, wasn't settled down, like, maybe act, not acting his age. You know what I mean? And, like, swap him pe- out with Leo DiCaprio. Yeah, and people are like, oh... B.J. Novak's too old for this role. That's the that's point the of the point. movie. That's the point of the movie. That's right, the point right, of the movie. Right. That he should be being better. He right. should be, you know what I mean? And him kind of learning that lesson. And and it's really fascinating where they go. And there's a, there's a great joke about like the, the, the restaurant Whataburger and why do Texans love Whataburger. Uh-huh. And well, it's right there. Yeah, but like, but why do you like Whataburger? Because it's right there. It's it's right yeah, there. but like if McDonald's, a Wendy's, a Burger King, and a Whataburger are all in front of you, where do you go? Whataburger. But why? Because it's right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's so yeah, funny. it's a really well done movie. Uh, I'm interested in seeing what B.J. Novak directs mm-hmm. and writes next. Um, and yeah, I mean, it was gripping. And I, I, I watched it at first. I didn't think it was going to be on my top ten list. And I watched yeah. it again. I'm like, 
Yeah, no, it's it's really good. Yeah. It's really I'll good. I'll check it out then. Yeah, that's on Peacock. I, I'll check that out. Right. Your number eight? My number eight, The Menu. I didn't get a chance to boy, see this Boy, oh boy. It's, at, it's coming on streaming next week. Oh, boy, oh, boy. This is a great movie. Um, This is my kind of movie. I'm going to be honest with you. It's kind of also a weird way in the same... Uh, kind of like Vengeance. Where I think we have a lot of the same thinking here. Yeah. It's kind of in the vein of Vengeance where you don't know what's going on. Um, you don't exactly know... So let me preface it this way. It starts. It, I know it's, it's a lot Anya of commentary on like Anya Taylor rich. Joy. Yeah, Anya Taylor Joy's in this. Uh, Nicholas Holt is in this, and Ray Fiennes um, is in this as well. These it, the movie just opens with them waiting to get on to a yacht to go to this fancy restaurant, and the entire movie is pretty much this weird thing where you're not entirely sure what's going on. You don't know where it's going. They get to this restaurant. The restaurant's name is Hawthorne. <laughs> Which is the most like a rich person thing you could think of, but Ray Fiennes is is the chef, is the executive chef of this place, and um, he has been doing this restaurant for like five years. He's been like actively working at this restaurant, maybe even more than that, and he uh, clearly has lost his lust for cooking. And Anya Taylor Joy is there, and she, <laughs> they make a lot of references to. You're not on the guest list tonight. Mm-hmm. You're not on the guest list tonight. What are you? What are you doing here? And it becomes this thing of why is she there? What's the story here? Why do they keep asking? Why do they keep telling her? Wait, you weren't supposed to be here. And it's this whole thing. And the movie kind of just gets crazier and crazier as you go and you start to see that there's other intentions that are happening there's like horror elements aren't there's some horror elements and you you find out there's some other intentions going on in the movie and it gets it it doesn't it doesn't get at any point like like it's it's you can handle it is what i'm trying to say like it's not like this insane like oh blood fest at the end right like it's it's a really enjoyable movie but it's also kind of this great takedown of all of these foodies um, critics and chef's table people and all that stuff. And it's it's just a really good movie. And I really want people to go check this out because not a lot of people are talking about it. No, you know, it, it, it kind of came out and it seemed like it was kind of hit. But more I really people than you it. think of are talking about it. I've seen that pop up on quite a few top 10 lists. It's it's a top 10 and, for me. I and, think it's yeah. great. Yeah, I think it's really good. I think you'll enjoy it. If it hits streaming next week and you're looking for something, yeah. I highly recommend it. Well, my number seven, a uh, movie that we paused on from earlier from your honorable mentions. Uh-huh. Nope. Yeah, nope. Let me say this before I before you jump into your tangent. I didn't put this on my top 10 because the movie is great. It's a great movie. It's a great spectacle movie. Does it hold up for me? Did Have you watched it again? Not exactly. Not exactly. And it doesn't exactly hold up for me. I kind of felt like it's... Did it you could... watch it again? Yes, I did. Oh, you did. <laughs> yes. You didn't answer my question. I thought I did. I'm no. sorry. I did watch it again. <laughs> Aggressively. Did you watch it again? I did. And it doesn't really hold up for me on a second watch. I just was kind of like, I guess I was looking for more from the movie. While it's a great summer spectacle type thing, I, I guess I was just expecting more. And it didn't exactly break my my top ten. I didn't I didn't enjoy it as much on rewatch. I kind of felt like I didn't get as much out of it the second time that, as I did the first time. I think that's why it's my number seven. Because sure. it didn't hold up to me as much as well. But it still held up to me enough to be in the top ten. Because I think what Jordan Peele accomplishes here... Is pretty fantastic, right. and I think that there is a lot you can really look at. I mean, obviously, I know a lot of people have kind of tried to evaluate because I know the thing is he his movies are you can look at them on the surface level of mm. horror movies, but you can also obviously like Get Out is pretty self explanatory with like the messages and stuff yeah. like that. And yeah, I know Us has some. I haven't seen Us, but I know Us has some 
some messages and people were trying to kind of evaluate this. And I know a lot of people have talked about like maybe like social media kind of commentary on that. Commentary on like the search for wanting to be famous. Everybody's desire to be famous. And that's there. That's all there. Reliance on phones and stuff like that. Like obviously the TMZ reporter near the end of the movie, he crashes his bike. The first thing he says, where's my phone? Where's my phone? I need my phone. Why aren't you recording? Right. And I think, you know... And that's a little, I mean, that's a little on the nose like when that guy's that, saying that. I think that, that was yeah. some of it, too. But yeah. the spectacle of it alone, like, the, he said, like, the movie's about spectacle. And it is, it, the movie is a spectacle. Yes. I, and I know you did see this as well. I saw this in IMAX. Yes, I and did as well. man, yeah. what, a, one of my favorite viewings, one of my, yeah, probably, oh, probably sure. my favorite theater experience of the year. I agree with you. Um, Because it's so well shot. That ending, if that ending didn't deliver, even, even on TV, like, watching mm-hmm. it at home, that ending still works. That yeah. chase scene with OJ on the horse yeah. and the alien and even like her, you know, Kiki Palmer going into, uh, you know, uh, the Jupe's ranch or whatever. and having yeah. to get the, Like how everything really holds up. It's really intense. And I, it's just really fast. It's just really fascinating. And even on surface level, I think alone, it's just enjoyable. It's, yeah. it's a, it's a really well made, well done, like science fiction, just like, I agree. Movie. And, I agree. And, and I really, really liked it. So, yeah, I mean, I completely get it not being on your list. I'm, I'm a little surprised, but I get it. I <laughs> yeah, get it. it was it was just more it didn't hold up on a rewatch. Yeah. I'm, That's really Well, I think there's a lot more humor the first time you watch it, and maybe humor doesn't hit as well the second time. I think it's you know? that, and I think, it, you know, it's it's... It's that, and I, I, I really like what Peel's doing, and I, I, I like his work, and I really enjoy his work, but I don't want him to kind of drift into... I'm starting to get this vibe more and more that he's starting to kind of just, like, accept that he, like, that he's this, like... I think people telling him he's a genius might be getting to him a little bit. So he's, like, a doing, like, whatever I, he I'm wants, I'm getting kind almost of. this, like, Kubrick vibe from him sometimes when I watch interviews, and I'm like... I don't know, man. I was like, I feel like he's starting to get a little bit, like, maybe just big in the head. Like, I, I mean, I, I... But that's just me. That's just I get me. It, but I liked Nope, but I, I, I'm getting this vibe that there's going to start to be more, like, in his movies, like, he's going to he's gonna start trying to, uh... uh push messages. Push push messages. But that's way, what he's always... Like, he's still not from the not, very not even, first Not push movie. messages, but just, like, not push messages, I would say, but, like, I don't know how to put it. Maybe be a little bit more smug. Maybe the movies I mean, come off it. as more smug. I, don't I get it. I That's get just it. me. I I don't know, but like I liked Nope, but I'm really curious to see what he does. I next. Do, I don't think he's fooled himself, and I know it's like a tweet or whatever. But obviously, like over the summer, like some like somebody I forget who it was was like, oh, Jordan Peele has already made a case for him to being you know the if not the best like top three like horror movies of all time or horror directors of all time. And he literally was like, shut the f- up! Like yeah. you're not even like. I'm not even close. Yeah, like, yeah. he was like... So maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just reading into things. I don't know. But I, anyway, I really like that pick. I do like Nope. It's just... Uh, I get it. Didn't top it for me. I get it. My number seven... This actually might surprise you. Maybe we'll talk about this in a little bit. It is Top Gun Maverick. Pause. Yeah. Yeah. I well, you're number, you're number seven, right? That's my seven. So I can we can talk about it because my number six is Top Gun Maverick. Oh, great. <laughs> oh, great. Okay, then. Well, So we can talk about it. We'll okay, blend look, it in. Look, yeah. I, all I'm going to say is, um, well, no, I'm going to say a lot here. Look, Top Gun Maverick, there's an argument that this is the movie of the year. There's an argument that I mean, this it, it is, is. I it think is. it is. It is, it is yeah. the movie of the year. Avatar will make um, the most money Avatar will make overall, the most money. but, but the Maverick, story is Top Gun Maverick. It's, you know, before Maverick, I probably would have told you that it was 
Everything Everywhere All at Once was the movie of the year. That's, I would say, but probably number two. I think yeah. it's number two now because when Maverick came out, this thing just took over the world. I mean, it, there's a reason it made over a billion. There's a reason it did so well. It's an absolute crowd pleaser. I told you that... You know, I saw it in theaters, but I told you recently um, that I watched this over Christmas with family, and I had family members who had not seen it yet, and they were just engrossed in this movie. And I'm like watching them watch it, and I'm like, this is a real, like, powerful movie. Like, people really get pulled into this, yeah. and you, you really realize, like, how much it has. And even on my rewatch there, I was sucked in, too. Yeah. And, I'm, and I'm realizing, I'm like, Top Gun Maverick is one of the best movies of the year. There's no doubt about it. There's a reason this made a billion dollars. There's a reason this is so good. It is the movie as a whole. The movie, and again, we're, I want to be very clear here. Tom Cruise does not deserve <laughs> a Best Actor uh, nomination. There is the, rumors just and speculation that I he will get movie, a. And, and I, I think that I, I'm looking at him. I honestly, I think he, I think it's going I to happen. It might, and that I don't. He's think going it to should. be nominated. For I don't best think actor. it should because I think this movie thrives off the ensemble feel it has. Um, you know, like Tom Cruise, yes, is the star, but I think Miles Teller's really good. Yeah. I think Glenn Powell is excellent in this movie. Um, I just it's it's filled out really nicely with other actors who just like are bringing their A game, and it feels right. And I there's just I love this movie, and I really enjoyed it this year. And when I rewatched it, I was surprised yeah. that I enjoyed it even on a rewatch, and I was like. This is, and I couldn't deny it anymore. Ryan, I literally looked at myself and I went, this is one of the best movies of the year. I gotta tell you. I was you, like, I can't, I can't deny it. I'm surprised that you have it higher, that I have it higher than you. I am actually surprised. I have some other stuff. But it, but it makes sense. But I hated the idea of this movie for a really long yes. time. Because you don't like Top Gun. I, and I don't either. I watched the first Top Gun movie. It sucks. It sucks. It sucks. <laughs> you're, like you're almost blown away that they made a sequel yeah, this late. But, but you know what? I have heard... People say, and mm -hmm. I appreciate this because at first, when Top Gun Maverick was coming out over the summer, people were like, oh, well, the first Top Gun is one of the best movies ever made, blah, 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 blah. And a lot of people I've been watching now are like, I don't believe that the first Top Gun is touch like enjoyable or necessarily that enjoyable for a the new generation. Like, if you weren't born and raised in the 80s or saw it in yeah. the 80s, you're not going to enjoy it. Like, if you weren't, if you didn't grow up on it. Yeah. You're not going to be able to come in fresh and see it, which I respect. Yeah, because there are movies that are like that, and I'm sure some of my favorite movies are going to be like that for my son and the future generations sure. and stuff. You know what I mean? But I think the first movie, I think it's, I, I, I fell asleep. Like, I almost wanted to fall asleep. It was so bored. I think, it, I right. think, I think the the action sequences are boring. I don't think Cruz is really that good in the movie. Yeah. I think Val Kilmer is the best part of the movie yeah. of the first movie, and whatever. So when people are talking about, because I watched the first Top Gun movie for this, mm -hmm. and uh, people are like talking, it's it's one, of the, it's the best movie ever. Oscar nah, nominations, really Cruz nomination, it should be whatever. No, I'm talking about the Maverick. Oh, Maverick's Maverick, coming. Okay. They're like. Best movie of the year should be on, you know, should Oscar nominations, crew should be nominated, all this stuff. I was like, F you. The movie, there's no way the movie's that good. I woke up one day, I went in early, I sat down and watched the movie, and I went, God, the movie's fantastic. Yeah, it's like, good. God, it. it is so good. Yeah. And I rewatched it like you did. Mm -hmm. It doesn't work as well when it's not on a big, huge sure. screen or a theater. It's still effective. Yeah. Um, but it, it, if it's not one of the like just best action movies, I went back and forth between if I wanted Maverick or Nope. Yeah, and it could still kind of go back like six and seven. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? But ultimately, I went with I think the 
Nope has the really great action sequence, but I think Maverick's act, obviously action sequences are, I mean, it's the best action of the year. For I mean, sure. it is, it yeah, is. For sure. The use of real jets, the charismatic uh, performances of everybody mm-hmm. in the movie, Miles Teller, Glenn Powell, everybody, you know, yeah. Val Kilmer. I mean, the scene of Val Kilmer, it's killer, man. It's, you know it's, what I mean? It's the best. I mean, you know, it's it, funny that he's the best part of the first movie, but he also has the best scene in, yeah. his, in this movie. It's I mean, fascinating. because it's also, it's similar to what you said with Wakanda Forever, of using the tragedy of, of mm-hmm. Chadwick Boseman. What happened to Black Val Kilmer is a tragedy. Yeah. You know, and the fact that we, we can see that, but the fact that they were able to, the, the fact that you were, they were able to give him his voice back mm-hmm. for this movie, it's touching. Yeah. You know, so yeah, I mean, it is, I hate myself almost for for liking as much as i do i don't think you should but, because it's, but it's it, a winner. it is i mean i got the need man hey, we all got the need man we all got the need it's a good one it's a good that's one. my number six but yeah. what's, what's so your my number, number six? six my number six this might surprise you too but i have a solid top five banshees of any sharing pause pause well pause you're number five my number five you might pause on this too uh, Elvis. That's my number five. There it is. Yeah, All right, that's there my you number go. five. No, that is Elvis. my number five. Um, number five is Elvis. So I saw this in theaters. I loved it. I remember raving to you and saying, you got to see this movie. You got to see this movie. You waited till it was streaming. Yes. It streamed. You watched it. And you texted me and said, holy and this I is. watched it and you the watched next it day. The next day because you <laughs> loved it that much. I mean, like, I also had COVID. So. But... <laughs> Regardless, you you were like, holy, this is really good. And I, I'm still like, I, I, I watched it again. I did squeeze in a rewatch of this and it just holds up. Yeah. I love this movie. I didn't watch it again because I've already seen it twice. Yes. So. I love this movie. Austin Butler is phenomenal in this role. I mean, yeah. he is phenomenal as Elvis Presley. The story is so good. There, it hits the moments that it needs to hit. I just love this film. And I think this is probably... Because I don't think he's going to top this. I think this is Baz Luhrmann's best film. Yeah. And I don't know if he's ever going to top it. But I think this is probably going to go down as his best film. It is... It's that... And I'm not a huge Baz fan. Yeah. Like, I'm not a huge it Baz is fan. A but this is... wild movie. Yeah. And, and like, the, uh, there's some really weird choices that somehow work for yeah. me. I think his style works in the world for of Elvis. Elvis, yeah. yeah. And also, like, it made me, like, re... Like think about Elvis, because mm-hmm. my dad was a huge Elvis fan. I believe my um like his whole family was a huge Elvis fan. Obviously, anybody who grew up like in that era was a huge Elvis fan. Yeah. But I think like, and I don't even mean this as any like disrespect to Elvis, but like I always looked at Elvis as like one of the greatest musicians of all time. And yeah. I don't, I don't think that like the movie made me actually look at him as like maybe not being one of the greatest movies of all time. He's the greatest carnival act. Yeah. Of all time. Yeah. Like, like how, like he had the potential to be one of the greatest musicians of all time, but whatever the hell was going on with Tom Parker, and I know obviously the movie, Colonel Tom Parker, Colonel Tom Parker and I know that the, mo- the movie, oh, he's not, no, he's not even a Tom Parker, yeah. you know, but uh, the movie obviously is fictionalized, mm-hmm. you know, and, and elements of that are, you know, made up, a lot of that's yeah. made up and stuff, Absolutely. you know what I mean? But I, like, a lot of it is based in fact, and Tom Parker, Colonel Tom Parker, I'm just going to call him Tom Parker, he's yeah. not a Colonel. Tom Parker is a bastard, and yeah. he and he was a parasite. Yeah, and he ruined Elvis's career and his life. Like yeah. he was the worst thing that could have happened to Elvis. And the fact that like in this movie again, I know it's probably fictionalized. Elvis sitting in a car looking at Priscilla, going, "I hope people remember me." Yeah, like the fact that Elvis, Elvis Presley, yeah, 
is like, oh, I hope people remember me. And all these years and later, and he's probably one of the most remembered artists of all time. Yeah, his, his music is never going to go away. Yeah, he's always going to be remembered. And I know, obviously, Elvis, him, the, the, his career is kind of problematic. And I know the movie does a. I think the movie does they a pretty good job. Work, of they try to work around incorporating that, yeah. of like black he, artists. There's a lot of things of he culturally appropriated his yeah. music from black artists, mm-hmm. and I think that you know the movie spins it as he is appreciation, also a friendship with a lot of those artists, which I think he did have a friendship with a lot I of think those, that is true. those yeah. artists. Yeah. You know, but I think BB King, who's featured in there, yeah, I think BB um, King has stated in numerous interviews that he was close with Elvis. Yeah, yeah. so I mean, I, I mean, I I can't speak of that to be honest with you, but yeah, yeah like I just think that like it really makes you rethink Elvis' his career, and obviously, again, like he met Priscilla. Priscilla was literally fourteen when when he met yeah. her, and that's really <laughs> like that's really there's bad. a lot of problematic things with and Elvis. They kind of only say, oh, the she was a teenage daughter. Yeah. yeah, they don't actually say but, fourteen years old. But you know, you can't like there's certain things you have. I understand, and then you have to approve, get approved by his family. But like, yeah, it's pretty. Pretty, like, it's a pretty good buy. Like, yeah, it, like, like it's not. It kicks the sh- out of Bohemian Rhapsody. It kicks the sh- out of Bohemian Rhapsody. Like, I kind of equate this Elvis movie a lot to like Saving Mr. Banks, where it's a little bit like Disneyfied. You know, mm-hmm. it's not the. It's not I really. Say, I like not, Saving Mr. Banks. I like it's it too. Very it's, much more Disneyfied. It's very much Disneyfied, and it kind of has this feel of this isn't exactly what happened, but it's close enough to it. That's kind of how I feel about this movie. It's. It's not exactly what happened, but it's close enough to it where you walk yeah. away and you go, you get the general idea that, yes, Colonel Tom Parker was a bastard. I think and he did parasite off his, he leached off his career so much so, even after he was gone, he was still making money off his yeah. royalties. Until he got sued, yeah. he was still making money off Elvis, even when the man was in the ground. I know my brother is telling me a story, and it's, you can, there's a Wikipedia article on it or whatever, but like, I don't remember, there was some legal reason for whatever reason, like, I don't know if Elvis had moved on or something like that, or a mm-hmm. record thing or whatever, but Parker, like, leached off of Elvis so much that, like, one of the things he released, he released an album that was just called Elvis Fun, it's Fun on Stage with Elvis, or something like that, or Elvis Talks Fun on Stage with yeah. Elvis, or whatever, and it's literally just, it's no music. It's just it Elvis is just talking. bits of Elvis interacting with the crowd and like at shows because he didn't have the rights to the music. Yeah, but he made an album of the talking. Yeah, that's how much of a like money grubber he was. Yeah, like he like found any way to, to. And what's fascinating to me was like after he got sued and after he lost all of these rights and he, I mean, it, it's really fascinating to just read like, oh yeah, he just what died in poor health and yeah. was spending every last of like bit of his money gambling yeah and you're like this man had an addiction and he wrote it all the way and you know it's 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 a shame but and the the movie just does it's just so excellent you know what the biggest criticism of this movie that people had uh-huh. about this movie you know what the biggest criticism of this movie was tell me what do you think everybody tom hanks about? accent tom hanks's performance <laughs> You, I love Tom Hanks in this movie. I think I he's great. Him, I think after <laughs> the first time you watch it, when I, I will be completely honest with you, when I was watching the trailer, I was like, I don't know. Yeah, I know. I was like, I don't know. And I then get I why got people into have the a problem movie, with it. But I get in. I got into the movie and I watched it, and I walked out and I went, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I was like, this is much better than I thought. I was. I literally walked in the movie thinking this is going to be Tom Hanks' worst performance, but it's going to be like an incredible Elvis. And I walked out and I was like. You know what? He was he was actually pretty good. He was pretty good. He wasn't yeah. great, but he was pretty good. And 
it, if he doesn't make Colonel Tom Parker one of his most unlikable characters yeah. of all time, I mean, it, he is, like, you despise... It's a snow job! It's a snow... It's a snow job. You despise Tom Parker by the yeah. end of the movie, and you're just like, I'm glad this guy's not around anymore. I know. Like, this is a bad person. So, yeah, it's a great movie, though, and um, I'm really glad that I mean, we look, both ranked did it. Did we even talk... I mean, Austin Butler. Austin Butler. Phenomenal. Let's, let's phenomenal in the movie. Phenomenal. Oh, man. I have watched the 68 comeback special... I know, me too. ...finale... More than any scene this year. If I can dream, yeah, it's so good. It's it's and the way that again the way they do that. I almost put like, <laughs> I almost put like Dacre Montgomery as like one of my stand up performances because of, like the couple of scenes he's got in this movie. He just nails it because how he plays the, the 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 character director of the special. Oh, like, now it's starting to look like Christmas. Yeah, and here then, comes Sandy Claus. And he's like, All right, flip the camera. Like, like, right, move the camera, and then it just goes over to the big Elvis thing, and he sings the song. If I can dream, and you're like. Yeah. This is just yeah. phenomenal. And the entire time they're cut when you're watching him perform, I love how they keep cutting back to Tom Parker and just he's seething. Yeah. He's seething with yep. rage because he's like like he's able to admit this is incredible to see because he knows what he's doing. This music is incredible. Yeah. This is incredible, but he's not doing what I want. Yeah, he's, and it's, that's the, the, it's the right choice, but it's not what I wanted. It's not what I wanted. And you're just like, this man is such a bad person that he's still stuck on the fact that it's not what I wanted. And you're like, oh my God, I hate this guy. Yeah. Butler's incredible though. And yeah. I, I, it will be, I, I will be blown the f- away if he doesn't get an Oscar nomination yeah. for this. He deserves the nomination. If yeah. you, I, I told you, I was like, if you can, if you can nominate and and <laughs> let Ram, win, Rami Malek, yeah. and, you I, can, and you I don't can f- nominate Austin. I don't Butler. hate that performance, but but this is the better performance. Yeah. I mean, and, was uh, the Elton John performance that should have been nominated was too. better too? Yeah. yeah. So if you can, if if Rami Malek can win for Bohemian Rhapsody, there's no reason he shouldn't get a nomination yeah. for this. And with it, and as we've kind of said, the year is a little bit light for lead actor anyway. Give it to him. I though yeah. I, I, I think he's a shoe in. I'm pretty sure he's yeah. a shoe in to at least get a nomination, which is what I want. But he deserves it. I mean, he's it's, it's a career defined. I mean, this this kid's like a kid he's from Nickelodeon be, shows. I like, think he's gonna do whatever he wants yeah. now. I think he's in Dune too. Yeah, he's doing Dune Part Two. Yeah, I so mean that's it, that's a high profile. Project. I mean, it literally it literally changed the way he talked. Mm-hmm. Like, because I, mean, I know a lot of people are like talking about that too. Oh, now he talks like Elvis now. But he, you got to think like. Somebody pointed out, like, he went through vocal therapy yeah. to help sound like Elvis. He probably can't stop. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I don't, like, think, he, I don't think he's going to go back to whatever his voice was before. Yeah. I think that is the voice now. And, you know, man, good on him. And did you see his Saturday Night Live episode? He was, it was probably one of the <laughs> best of the year. It's probably one of the best of the year. Um, Jewish Elvis is one of the best things <laughs> I've seen in a long time. And he doesn't play Elvis in that sketch. I know. And I was like, this is this is really... Like, I was really impressed with that episode. I yeah. walked away and I was like, he's funny. Yeah. He's funny. Oh, his grandma yeah. character or whatever was great, yeah. It's like Niagara Falls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. man. Okay, so you're number right, four. So my number since four. we both have the same uh, five. I'm going to on-pause. The Banshees of Inisherin. Oh, perfect. Okay, uh, I'm excited but, to talk this. I just don't like you anymore. You know, I was waiting for that to come my way, and here we are. You know, <laughs> I understand. I, uh, you've told me a couple times I'm a little dull, and I get it. <laughs> I can't listen to you talk about your donkey <laughs> anymore. You know, like, dude, how good is this movie? It's it's fantastic. It's, how, it's, I it's, mean, you were like, 
and you, I saw the trailer and everybody's talking about it. I'm like, why is it? Like, I was like, it looks interesting, but like, why is everybody talking about this movie mm-hmm. where like the premise is this guy doesn't want to be this guy's friend anymore? Yeah. Like, yeah. it doesn't make any sense. And yeah. then you were like, dude, it's incredible. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, it, there's no way. <laughs> I'm like, watch it. I'm like, it's funny. Yeah. It's heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. It's intense. Mm-hmm. It's, it doesn't go where you think it's going to go. No. It's, it's really fascinating. Yeah. It's, that's the word you kept using is it's fascinating. You keep thinking about the movie afterwards because you're like, how is this movie about two men who, who are like literally kind of going through their own civil war while there's a civil well, war a, happening on the main island? It's an island. anti-war movie. Yeah, it's an anti-war movie. How can it be this fascinating? And it just is. It has incredible performances. I actually think I prefer the reason Banshees is on here because I like this performance from Colin Farrell a little more than the After Yang performance. Yeah, I mean, it, it I is. Think, his... I think that's why I put Banshees on here instead of After Yang because I didn't want to have like two Farrell movies, but I think this is the better performance. In the year of four major Colin Farrell performances, because yeah. he has the Batman, he has Banshees, he has After God. Yang, and I believe he's in what was that movie Thirteen Lives, I believe. Yeah, I think the he Ron does. Howard, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. minor movie, or yeah, whatever. With, uh, that, and that's a big cast. I yeah. think uh, Viggo Mortensen's in that. Yeah, uh, I haven't Farrell's seen that, that one, but yeah. I heard I heard he's really good in that as well. Uh-huh. And you are four good performances. This is the best. This like, is the best. You know, like, I mean, this is pro- this is what he's going to get nominated for. Yeah, and everyone's already saying this is the nomination. He's getting it, and I'm hearing he's a front runner to potentially win. It's I know him and Frazier. It's him and Frazier um, and Cruz. Um, what are you laughing at? <laughs> what was you say? All right, we have Brendan Fraser, we have Colin Farrell, the winner. Yeah. Tom yeah. Cruise. I Look, I think Farrell is phenomenal in this. I want to see Fraser win because the comeback of that would be incredible. But is it also Colin Farrell's time to maybe get recognized? Because he's been doing great work for years. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's been doing he's great never work been nominated. for years. He's never been nominated and he's gotten nominated and we'll see. But like, I think this is the performance. I think it's phenomenal. I think the movie is phenomenal. Him and Gleason just have this really special chemistry. I don't even know how to like describe the chemistry these two have, but there is just something so special about that chemistry. And I want another movie with them because I'm like, this is just, it's, I'm so, I want more. I, I, it's like candy. I can't stop eating it. I'm like, I love this. It's an anti-war movie. It's, it's, it's a movie about like potential, wasted potential kind of like, A Barry Keegan, or Coogan, or however, however Keegan, you pronounce, yeah. it, pronounce it, in this movie, um, incredible, incredible mm-hmm. performance, heart-wrenching performance, um, and what happens to him in the movie, like, just, oh my god, like, mm-hmm. it's just, because I keep, I keep hearing people talk about him, I'm like, what's he got to do with this movie? And I watch my, oh my god, yeah. like, um, uh, Carrie Condon, I believe is yes. The the sister as well, um, amazing performance. Amazing there. performance. Also, kind of this heartbreaking thing where she's like, "I just want to get off this island." Yeah, like and, I just want to get off this island. And and it's yeah, it's just it's just a fascinating like, I can't believe I liked this movie as I much know. as I did because I I, 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 I I talk about this movie. I'm like telling people like like I told Tony and he's like. Okay, and I'm like, yeah, but you, it's you so much it. more. You gotta watch it. You killed my donkey. You killed my donkey with you your know. fat fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, and the donkey stuff is even heartbreaking. Yeah. Because when he walks, when he walks home, and then you see the donkey, and you're like, you're like come on. Yeah. You're like, come on. The well, donkey. first I thought it was going to be Brendan, Brendan Gleeson, like, yeah. passed down on, on like, dead. Mm-hmm. Nope, just the donkey. And choked on his fingers. And you're like, that is a shame. And... 
But there's almost this like thing at the end where maybe they're working towards forgiveness. Who knows? Because he's like, I don't think. So. I don't think I they think are either. Yeah. I don't think they are either. But it's 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 this weird thing where he's like, you know, well, well he apologizes and he's like, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I killed your donkey. Yeah. Well, the roles are reversed. I think Gleason wants to move on. I think uh, mm-hmm. Farrell is like, no, I'm f- you. I'm done. Like, yeah, you know. yeah. And it suddenly becomes like, oh, I lost a friend. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's and, it's fascinating. And then an island of not that many people, like. You lose a friend, like, you yeah. lose basically, like, your life. You I know, was so. pretty blown away when he, like, he burns down his house. Yeah. Like, you're just like. But Gleason, like, knows. House. Like, he's like, yeah, I, I deserve it. Yeah. Like, you know, I f- He's up. sitting like, there with no fingers on his left hand, and his house is bright, and you're just like. But he also, like, geez. I saw people talking about, too, is that, like, how, like, he's almost, like, he's doing that, like, almost as an excuse to not live up to his potential as a musician. Yeah. Because he can say, well, you made me cut my fingers off. Right. No, he didn't. Yeah, you did it yourself. Yeah, and you're looking for an excuse. Yeah. And, like, I know, like, the big thing, too, that we get some people talking about is that the fact that, um, like, he gets the, he gets, like, is it, he's talking about Mozart, right? He gets the date wrong. Like, he gets, like, the century Mm -hmm. wrong. And, like, the sister's like, you got that wrong. Yeah. Right? Like he, he doesn't, he know, it. He doesn't he's, he's not as smart as he thinks he is. Yeah. He's not yeah. as smart as he thinks he is. He's, he's also a little bit dull. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and even this whole thing, you know, I, I, I think I only have 12 years to live and he's trying to do this, you know, he's trying to write this prophetic, you know, suddenly that he's going to have all this creative output at the end of his life. And you're just like, no man, it's, it's done for you. You know, yeah. it's, it's a fascinating film though. And I'm really, really glad we both have it. Yeah. My number four. And I know you didn't see this yet. It is the Fablemans. Yeah, I want. I I am very much looking forward to checking this out. I cannot stop thinking about this movie. I I think it is my favorite, like my new favorite from Spielberg. I cannot stop thinking about it. I love this movie. It's a movie about movies. It's about him growing up. It's it's. I mean. I've seen. I I went. I don't think I told you. I saw it in theaters three times. That's how much. Whoa! I loved. I you know, loved you did it. not tell me that. I loved it. I mean, I could not get enough of this movie. I couldn't stop thinking about this movie. And it's and only I'm number like, four. And it's only number four. Um, I think the rest though were like good choices, but like this, I think I, this we we might be well. No, actually not. But look, this movie. I kept thinking about it. I loved it. I was like, I don't know what the. I I just I want more of this. Dano is incredible. Michelle Williams is incredible. The kid who played Gabrielle something, the kid who plays like the young, supposed to be like young Spielberg, incredible. How's Rogan? Rogan's awesome. Like he's not um, overly, he's not improving. No, yeah. He's actually sticking to the script and he's acting and I'm like, he's really good. Judd Hirsch. I, I know he's, Whew. I know he's incredible, yeah. Whew. So tell me, he's, People are trying to say he should he, get the. He um, might get. He might get a supporting actor nom. Yeah, well, there are people saying good. he deserves the win. I think somebody else deserves the win, and we'll talk about him later. He deserves the nomination. But, he deserves the yeah. nomination. But um, this movie is just so powerful. It's a. It's a movie about making movies. It's about finding yourself. But there's also this fascinating family drama at the core of it, and everything is shot so beautifully. And I, I just like you can feel the love Spielberg put into this movie. And I was just like, I was, me- I'm, I'm like absolutely mesmerized. With I the think movie. it'll hit I just, big. I don't I love it. I don't know if it'll hit top ten, but I think it'll hit big. Yeah, I, I, I know this movie is being, I know Fablemans is being talked about a lot uh, as the award season is coming up. It's, you know, I, I know some people are like, eh, it could be best picture. You yeah. know, it's getting, it's getting that buzz, but I, I can't stop thinking about it. And I love it, yeah. and I can't wait to see it again. That's how much I like it. I but wonder, Fablemans. I wonder if we have 
some type of combination of the top three is the same. I don't think we do. No. Do you have something in there I haven't seen? Because I'm, you didn't mention any of these top three in your honorable mentions. I would be very surprised if you hadn't. Uh, but well, I will tell you, my number three is Glass Onion. That is mine. Yeah, yeah Glass Onion. Then I really will be surprised if we don't have the top two similar, as some type of combination. I'll be very surprised. We are. Um, We're going to have a different. But I'm, I'm very surprised by that because, wow. But uh, Glass Onion. Dude. Glass Onion. This Ryan, is a recent watch. Yeah, Ryan Johnson's movie. We mm-hmm. have a lot of similar thinkings on this list. Yes. Why, we haven't had to pause because it's been the same, the same number. Yes. But uh, Glass Onion, I mean, Ryan Johnson's... Follow up the Knives Out. I knew this was going to be on my top ten list because I love Knives Out. I knew this was going on here, man. Daniel Craig, I, t- I texted you this. Daniel Craig as Benoit Blanc is going to go down as one of like the best like movie, movie yeah. characters. I think. I, I he, we talked about how we think he has a, a mm-hmm. goal to make Blanc his character, like yep. his stand up character, and make people forget Bond. kind of about Bond. Yeah, and I think that he, I think he's on his way. Like, I, I think, think he's absolutely on his way. I think when we're talking about great movie characters one day, we're going to be talking Indiana Jones. Uh, Who? <laughs> um, kind of in that same vein, I guess, Han Solo. But like other, other, you know, there's so many great movie characters out there. Anthony Hopkins as um, Hannibal Lecter. But we're going to be talking about Benoit Blanc because this is just, I love him in the role. I love watching him do the role. I love the Southern accent. I it's a glass it. onion. It's, oh, it's a glass onion. It's layered, but it's clear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this case has confounded me. Like, it's just all... You're so... a moron. <laughs> this movie is... It's it's one of my favorite this year. I mean, and I know that this just hit Netflix a um, week or two ago. But yeah. look, it's, it's one of the best. It's one of the best of the year. Ryan yeah. Johnson knocks this out of the park. It's so much fun. It's funny. It's creative it's so well done that the the, well written it's well written although i know some people i don't know if you saw some people online don't believe it's well written here's the thing shut up shut the up do you know what i'm talking about yeah i do know (laughs) i love i love the twist i think it's so smart i didn't see it coming no because everything that builds up to that moment where who you think andy is at the time is shot dead and you're like, how many more murders are there going to be? I thought it was going to be, it, it, it's a, uh, and then there were none situations. Yeah. And then everybody's going to get killed off, yes. basically. And then it turns it around, and the twin sister comes in, Cassandra, right? Yeah. No, uh, no, that's Helen. Andy. Helen. Helen, thank you. And it becomes this whole other thing of, oh my God, she was playing Andy the whole time. And then you find out she's not even dead. Yeah. It was just Jeremy Renner's hot sauce. <laughs> 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 and Jared Leto's kombucha. kombucha. That is Jared Leto's kombucha. That's hard kombucha. And like how they include like Dave Bautista going, oh, do you remember when you almost hit me with that car in front of Aunt Durson and he, Durson's Cooper's party yeah. or whatever. And he like, cuts him off. Like, yeah, and, how they, and you don't notice that the you first time. You don't notice it the and first time. And how they should have show you Bautista picking up the, or him, yep. Edward Norton giving Batista the cup, but then they play it back and they show you that it, he didn't do that. They yep. make you think he didn't do that. You can literally see in the, I've seen people talking about, you can literally see in shots that he has his wallet or yep. what, his phone or his mm-hmm. gun or whatever, like, and you can see in his pocket. Yes. But when the, I you re- don't notice. When I rewatched this movie, I saw all of those things and I went, oh my God. I'm like, it was right there. Yeah. You Even the first shot, he hands... They, he hands Batista the cup. Yeah, in the first shot, and, and then, then they you make, see it again. They play it, and it's, he and it's picked that, it up. And, yeah, right. And it's Braun trying to make people think, "Oh, he picked up my cup," and you see it that way. 
But then we all go, what did we really see? And when you watch the movie the first time, he does hand him the cup. And you're like, yeah. oh, my God. Yeah. It was all there. And you're just like, I love. that's why I love Ryan Johnson, though, because he flips this stuff on its head. It's an absolute puzzle box, like the puzzle box used in the beginning of the movie. <laughs> but the answers are there. The standout character to me, Batista's mom. <laughs> she's fantastic she is fantastic from um, Mur- only murders in the building yes from only so. murders in the building i think she is fantastic um i think the cast that he assembles is just oh amazing. i mean i mean Batista's everyone is great so good. norton's great Kate hudson's phenomenal hudson's phenomenal uh, janelle monae is great yes. Kat- uh, Catherine hahn doesn't have too much to do but she's great leslie um, jr is good uh, yeah jess but, jess hennick is really good oh yeah yeah she's really um, fun as the aide uh i know um i mean obviously daniel craig but then like the little sprinkled cameos in this movie, right? Ethan Hawke popping up for I one scene. I love when scene. I texted you and I was like, I was like, how'd you like that Ethan Hawke thing? And you're like, was that Ethan Hawke? No, I, was, I, was, I thought that was Ethan yeah, Hawke. It's like, just, I, I mean, you're good. That's There's <laughs> nothing better. I mean, when he well, comes did, out. Did you hear, apparently it was that he was filming, he was filming Moon Knight nearby and Ryan Johnson said, hey, you want to come? And, and he just showed up and did it. Yeah, That's sure. amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. I just love, I, I love that cameo. I think it's so good. I love that he just walks up, sprays all this stuff in their mouth. And Ben, what is that? And it's just like, he's like, just, hey. And he's you're like, good. Yeah. When he does the, you're good. I'm like, Braun has the cure to COVID and isn't sharing it with anybody. This is this, like, of course. Like, I just, I love it oh, so man. much. But yes, Glass Onion. It's yeah. one of the best of the year. Um, glad we're in agreement. So what's your number two? My number two is everything, everywhere, all at once. Pause. Yeah. My number two. And this is where we differ because you're convinced that we were going to have the top three. I don't know what the... F- You've, it's the Batman. Um, because yeah, you, yeah, paused, you yeah. remember I paused you. It's you, the Batman. You, do you know what my number one is? No, I don't. You, you miss, you're going to kick yourself. I don't think I'm going to. You missed a movie. But we'll talk about it. Talk, about, talk to me okay. about, the, talk to me about, the, Bat, talk to me about Look, the Batman. I'll tell you straight up, man. Maybe I didn't miss a movie. Maybe I just... Eh, whatever. It doesn't matter. It's my list. Um, <laughs> obviously, I don't care about this movie enough. Or maybe I do, and I talked about you it. You gave it five stars. Did I five star? <laughs> uh, well... Sometimes we make mistakes here. Um, <laughs> look, the Batman is one of my favorites of the year. I can't sit here and um, not talk about this movie. I, I I don't have any. I didn't have any superhero movies on here, but if I was going to mention one, it had to be this one. Yeah. And you know, I'm a big Batman fan. Yeah. You know, I love this character. I love the world. This was a standout movie for me. I mean, this nearly three hour dark detective noir movie. I just walked away from, and I was like. This is unfreaking believable. Yeah. I love this. I get it. And I, I just adored it. And um, it's Tom a, Farrell, like you said, this is one of his good, one of his best performances of the year. It's up there. It's, it's Pattinson the, is so good. It's the best superhero movie of the year. It's the best superhero movie of the year. Movie. It is absolutely the best of the year. Uh, I, I thought about putting it in there. I have to rewatch it again. I haven't seen it since theaters. I tried rewatching it. I couldn't quite get into it mm. just because you have to get to be in a certain mood. For you have the to movie. be in a moody, moody mood. Yeah, <laughs> you have to be in a moody um, mood. It's it's got like, but I love the that it's it is more detective driven. This isn't yeah. an action movie. I wouldn't call this an action movie. No, because no. it's not that. It's not this action driven superhero movie. It's it's a detective story first, and I just I I love that Matt Reeves went in that direction. It makes me really excited for whatever he's gonna do for the other movies because if they're like this, I want more of it. Yeah. I loved it, and um, 
it, this was one of the best of the year for me. I really felt that way, and I and I I, I don't regret putting it on my. No, I, I no, I completely. I was was surprised, but no, yes. I, I I completely get it. Almost yeah. made my list. It almost so. made your list. So I guess that that spoils my number one. Yeah, but what, is do you that. wanted to you want to well, go your number two was everything everywhere yeah, all at so once. Do you want that's to, my number one. Oh, you want to talk about that first, then we'll get to my number one later. We talk about doesn't matter. How do you want to do this? Since we've already kind of spoiled everything everywhere, we'll, we'll knock this it. out and then we'll do your number one. Okay. You can uh, shame me for the movie I forgot. I just, the fact that you didn't even put it in your honorable mentions, I was like, eh, that's strange. But I probably, we'll, I probably we'll talk effed about up. It. It's fine. We'll talk about uh, it. Look, everywhere at all at once, man. This was, I think this was the number up two. Up until last night, this was my number one. Yes. Up until last night, this okay. was my number one. Um, and I and I changed it. Mm-hmm. But this is the second biggest movie of the year behind Maverick. Yes, this um, this movie is. I mean, this movie is everything. It really yes. like it is. My wife hates this movie. Um, <laughs> she saw me watching this, so she didn't even watch it. She was like, "This is awful." Yeah. Um, but this is the epitome of like just everything. Like, I mean, everything. Like mm-hmm. you could even think of. Like, it is pure creativity. Yes. It, but it's got such a heart to it yes. it's all about family it's about what could be and what what almost was and yeah. possibilities and you know even in even in you know a mundane life there's so much there to enjoy and mm-hmm. appreciating what life is and what life can be and mm-hmm. possibilities and love and all that stuff kehui kwan gives the uh, maybe the performance of the year here i agree um, I, I think i think he's one of the standouts uh, michelle yo i mean obviously is unbelievable and mm-hmm. it's and she carries the movie mm-hmm. but the fact that you didn't even see him coming he hasn't done him he hasn't done a movie in like what is it like 20 years or some something was it, what it, it was yeah since the 80s or something 90s maybe 90s maybe it's like, been a long time yeah he hasn't and like he came acted out of nowhere yeah. and he came back i mean and he's already like it's career like Res- defining, resurgence, resurgence, and defining. Harrison Ford liked the performance, man. Like, I mean, like, yeah, <laughs> Harrison Ford loved him too. And you know, man, look, that movie is everything ever. World, it's it's a special movie. Yeah, this was the movie of the year before Maverick, but that doesn't take away from the fact that, in a way, in the way that we talked about, like early Fast and Furious was like the little train that could, the little franchise that could. This, this is was the like little the little movie, movie that, that, could. that yeah. could. It just kept building and building and building and building every week. And I mean, look, it made a hundred million. Yeah, that's the biggest turnout for an A twenty four movie ever. It kept going, and I think there's really something to be said for that. It because is because it's not you don't see that often anymore. You don't see a movie build like that and kind of just stay in theaters. I mean, this movie stayed in theaters while Maverick was in theaters. Yeah. Still, it stayed, it hung around, and it performed. And yeah. I'm really glad that it got that run because it's. I think it's it's. Truly, one of the best of the year, and it's yeah. j- it, the best of the year, in my opinion. I yeah. just think no, it's I get it. I, I, you could honestly, every other day, you probably could persuade me. Yeah. It's I'm I'm one and two. My one and two are one and two. Yeah. Like they're back. You know what I mean? And and it is it is unbelievable. Yeah. It's absolutely unbelievable. It, the fact that this movie even exists is a is a fucking miracle. Yeah, it is. Like in the fact that somebody greenlit. That's the beauty of a twenty four because nobody's greenlighting this. And I know that the Daniels, the directors of this movie, mm-hmm. they signed a deal with somebody i forget who oh man and i um, really hope that if they're gonna sign them that they're gonna universal. let them they're they're gonna let them do whatever the hell they want to do i they deserve it you know what i mean they've like, earned it yeah it's they've like, earned it and this is their second movie and between um swiss army man and yeah. now everything everywhere all at once like it's unbelievable it's yeah. absolutely unbelievable yeah. 
the fact again the fact that this movie exists the whole cast in it um Stephanie Hugh I believe uh, is the plays the, the daughter plays the She's daughter incredible incredible it's, it's it's one of the best like what do you even say about it like it, yeah. like the title is perfect for it like yeah. it is everything everywhere all at once it is it is everything you can ask for at all mm-hmm. at once at the same like it's just it's pure creativity on yep. the screen and yeah there are some things that like are strange and like whatever you know what I mean but yeah. like it's just so like little details like the fact that. Jamie Lee, Cur- Jamie Lee Curtis, we didn't even mention in this movie. Jamie Lee Curtis, Fun. who his character wears the brace on her hand when they're in the hot dog crawl. She's got the brace on her foot. Like little details, little like, details that. Like, like that. I love just it. The, so yeah, I mean, uh, it is unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It's, it's and, one and, of the it, best. and I completely get. I knew it was gonna be your number one. It it's it's my it's my one point five. It's your one point like, five. It, it, it's back and yeah, forth. It's back you know and forth. I mean? All right. So, so shame me. What did do I you have any idea what my number one is? I really I said no. Uh, my number one uh-huh. is, a, is a very little movie okay. about a shell that wears some shoes. Oh! It is Marcel. I can't believe the I didn't shell mention it. With wow. shoes on. Shame on me. I am surprised they didn't shame, even crack your shame, top 10. Shame, shame on me. You know what I think happened? It's because it's listed as a 2021 movie. It's a 2021 movie. movie, And I was specifically going through Letterboxd on 2022. I told you you got to be careful about that. I forgot to go through 2021. Hey, Letterboxd. Do us all a favor. Stop putting the festival dates as the release year. Please start doing the wide you releases. You agree with me that or, this... Or, or just put the freaking... like yeah. put, put a tool in there. Put a little thing in there that I can switch it yeah. to wide release year. And yeah. just do that. Do a wide release year and a festival release. I, I'm not asking you to change your list, but do you agree that this is one of the this top This probably should have been in my top 10. Yeah. This absolutely... If I had a choice... Okay, if I had to redo my list right now, because now I feel bad that I didn't put it in there. <laughs> it's really good. It's it's dude. It's it is phenomenal. It is um, one of the best movies. It's of one the of year. the best movies of the year. If I absolutely had to, here's what I would do. I would probably just knock X down. Yeah. So I would just move everything down. I would not because X was just kind of in there as a as a fun yeah, horror movie anyway. Yeah. I would knock X into my honorable mentions, and um, I would move the Batman to three. Wow, you put this at two. And I would put this at two. That's how much I That's what I'm saying. It's one and two, man. It's It's one and two. It really is special. And as much as I I love Batman, Marcel the Shell was... I mean, I literally saw this movie in theaters. I texted you and said, dude, this is... This is special. You saw this the same night I saw Nope. Yep. So <laughs> this is a special movie. Um, I agree with you. Good. Go ahead, please. Um, so Marcel the Shell was shoes on. The little... Like, you talking about the little movie that could. Like, this, this is, is a movie... One. It's not... I don't think it was that successful. Mm. Right? But, like... It is just a. It's a movie. It's a. It's a movie about like it is what it is, right? It's, it's is what, how it sounds. It's a movie about a shell uh-huh. that has a googly eye, yep. that wears shoes, and lives in an Airbnb with his nana Connie and his pet Lint. Yep. Right. That's it. Mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about the shorts. I didn't realize that these were shorts on YouTube. I had no idea mm-hmm. until after I watched the movie. Right. This movie alone, so you don't need to know this character, you don't need to know this lore, you don't need to know any of that, right? This movie alone, this movie about the shell, mm-hmm. is about grief. Yep. It's about community. Mm-hmm. It's about loss. It's about like preparing yourself to yeah. to lose somebody in your life. It's about watching a loved one die. Yeah. Like it's it's a it's about mourning. It's about like. Uh, social me- it's an anti-social media movie like it's so much mm-hmm. in this movie about this little f***ing shell yeah. and his connection with his Nana Connie and just her doing everything she can 
to protect him and to guide him and mm-hmm. knowing that him him being frustrated Marcel being frustrated about her and being in poor health and missing out on an opportunity to not be on 60 minutes because he's worried about her health that right. that's a mistake and her making these choices to put on this brave face and to pretend that she's better and to find right. ways around it we see her throwing the food out we see her putting mm-hmm. the makeup on and things like that and helping him better that struck me yeah and and I apologize. Uh, uh, I, I again, I don't usually talk about this stuff, but I want to. I can't talk about this movie without mentioning that in 2021, I lost my mother. Mm-hmm. I lost my mother to breast cancer, mm-hmm. and the last month of her life, probably two months, was her in and out of hospitals. Right? We've. I know you know this. You, mm-hmm. you. We talked about this. Her in and out of hospitals. Right? And she had a point before she died where she was completely bedridden. She was not eating. She was not drinking. She slept most of her days. Mm-hmm. Um, she really, we really couldn't communicate to her. I really couldn't talk to her or whatever. And then something happened, and she got like a blood transfusion or whatever, and she felt better. Yeah. And she and she rallied for a little bit, mm-hmm. and she was better. And she we were able to talk to her, and I was able to see her, and I was able to spend time with her. And then it went downhill again. And I believe, and my a lot of my family believes that. She made this decision. She was in a hospital. They told her she was supposed to come home. They told her she couldn't come home. She mm-hmm. couldn't come home. She couldn't come home. And one day, randomly, out of the blue, she's coming home tonight. Yeah. Out of the blue. Yeah. Right? She came home, and that night, technically the next morning, I guess, died. Yeah. In the house. We believe that she knew she was going to die. Mm-hmm. She convinced her doctors to let her come home so she could die at her house mm-hmm. and not in the hospital. And I, this isn't just a tangent because it's very reminiscent to me, like I connected on such an emotional level watching Mar- like Nana Connie's yeah. representation and how she like just wants to be with him and wants to make sure that Marcel is okay. Right. And that wrecked me. Like I when I I didn't cry when I watched the movie, but when I drove home, <laughs> I did. When I drove home <laughs> that night, I sat my I parked my car in my parking lot and just sat and yeah. thought. Yeah. And I was like, what the f-? Yeah. This is a movie about a shell. Yeah. This movie should not do what it does. Yeah. And somehow it does. Yeah. And Jenny Slate and Dean Flesher Camp and all these people that are involved in this, I don't know what they did. Like, this could have been this. Like, again, I haven't seen the shorts. I'm assuming mm-hmm. they're little comedic shorts. It could have been that. Yeah. It's so much more. Like, yeah. it's unbelievable what they accomplish and what the, the messages that are in this movie and, and just friendship and family and again community and ownership and it's unbelievable and yeah. so like i was watching this and, and and just in all and on top of the fact that the stop motion that's used in this movie is beautiful this movie is a beautiful looking movie the imagery in this movie the way it's shot it's beautiful mm-hmm. so that i was watching this movie last night i didn't cry i wasn't like glued to my screen but i was like it's just next level for what could have been yeah and what it should have been mm-hmm. it's next level i know and well, that's why marcel the show with shoes on in my opinion is the best movie of 2022 i got nothing else to say man you <laughs> nailed it you nailed it you absolutely nailed it i got nothing else to say all right well that is the top 10 best movies our top 10 best movies of the year no thank we've you. decided that's the top 10 yes, yes. nobody can ever refuse <laughs> Thank you uh, for sticking with us. I know this is a longer episode, but we're having fun. We're having fun. So let's start with the top 10 worst. Let's go to the bottom 10 worst, I guess. Let's go to the bottom. Well, 
dishonorable mentions. I have some. Di- do you, I did my dishonorable mentions first. You want to do your dishonorable yeah, mentions? Yeah, sure. I'll do my dishonorable mentions first. I don't have as many here. The same thing. If if it's something, I'll, I will pause it. Great. I I won't. Uh, I, this is not as long. This will go fast. Um, uh, these aren't ranked either. These are just movies I did. No, enjoy no. This dishonorable okay, mentions. Okay, so no. dishonorable mentions. Strange World. I I hadn't seen it. Okay, so this movie, good intentions, very misplaced. Didn't love it. Yeah. I kind of walked out of it disappointed. I was expecting more. I didn't love it. That's all I'm really going to say. Yeah. I, if you watch it, you watch it. Moonfall. Um, On my dishonorable mentions. Yes. Good. Yeah. Bad movie. It's bad. It's bad. Um, yeah. I can't believe how bad it was. I thought it was going to be more fun, and I walked out of it like... I, I think just, there I is an so... audience that will enjoy it. I do. If you like but Roland it's Emmerich... It's stupid. But, like, if you like Roland Emmerich's disaster stuff, but this is just dumb. It's yeah. really dumb. Um, so, no. Death on the Nile. No, I don't. I actually, I, I had, a, I thought it was pretty. I thought it was pretty average. Cause I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. I thought it balanced out because once the actual murder mystery happens, yeah, I thought it was very good. But it the first up there. hour or whatever it is is a drag. Here's the thing. That's the problem. It shouldn't be a drag for the yeah. first hour. Like I should be in this mystery going for it, right? So yeah, Death on the Nile, Uncharted. I did not see it. Uncharted. I'm just disappointed by it. Yeah. I didn't like it, and I think everybody knows why. Um, the Gray Man, the did Russo Brothers, uh, with Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans. I thought you said you enjoyed it. Not enough to put it on my I get honorable it. mentions. I didn't love it. I kind of walked away from it, and I was like, eh, a little empty. Disney's Pinocchio. Oh, my honorable mentions, yes. Holy dishonorable sh- Was this bad? Um, I didn't think it was as bad as everybody else said it is. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. But it's not a clue. It's not in your top ten list, so it's not that bad. That's true. That's true. It's not that bad. It is. It's bad, but it's not that bad. Um, Tom Hanks is awful in this movie. I'll just say that. Um, No comment. The Munsters. Pause. Cool. (laughs) And this one I know you haven't seen, but I threw it on here because I was really disappointed with it. A movie called Robbing Mussolini. Okay. Now, I, I saw that it was on Netflix. It's a Netflix movie. It's based off a true story, and it's just like a bunch of guy. It's it's a bunch of a uh, ragtag group of uh, soldier World War Two soldiers or people from that era, and they're gonna rob Mussolini of all of this valuable art he has. And it's a foreign film, and pretty much it's just boring. It's really boring. It doesn't really focus much on the robbing of Mussolini. And I was just upset with it, and I just uh, kind of walked away from it uh, aggravated. So I put it on my worst of. Oh, makes sense. Yeah. So that's it. That's my dishonorable mentions. All right. So my dishonorable mentions. Uh, you might even not. You might not even know half of these. Sure. Uh, the Weekend Away. No. It's a Netflix movie. Um, it's like a murder mystery type of thing, mm-hmm. but it's just it's just bad. It's like a girl goes on the Weekend Away and her friends murdered. Whatever, and trying to figure it out. And it's stupid, it's cliched, it's boring. Nice. Uh, the Bubble. Didn't watch this, but I know you disliked um, it highly. Jo- I, Judd Apatow, what are you doing? Um, there's some good There's some good stuff in here, but uh-huh. man, woof. I put this on my dishonorable mentions. I mentioned this to you. I don't think it's that bad. Uh-huh. Some people are definitely going to have fun with it, but I, I didn't really like it. No exit. Okay, um, yeah. It's a movie in which, uh, I'm not going to get into it fully, but uh, it has a Popeye moment where a girl takes a drug addict takes heroin, recovering drug addict takes heroin to pull a nail out of her hand. How sick and, is that? Uh, yeah, it's just a uh, nuss. Yeah, uh, Pinocchio, Moonfall, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't worry, darling. Pause. Yes, I figured. Tall girl too. Didn't see this, but I heard bad things. Yes. Yeah. Uh, again, these are the yep. these are the generator, yep. right? Private property. Uh, it's just some, it's like, again, it's like, it's like 
some rich housewife and this she gardener comes and she kind of starts like a fling kind of with the gardener but then mm-hmm. it's revealed that he's not a gardener and he's actually like a thief and he's pretending to be the gardener yeah, bad. it's bad yeah it's bad um 13 the musical okay i've this heard about this Zing netflix movie uh-huh the reason why it's on here is apparently is a, as i read i watched the movie i was like this is bad but it's parents. It's basically it's, it's an actual successful musical, right? Mm-hmm. I looked it up, and apparently the musical, it, it's not like it's it's a good musical. It's not like mean spirited, but it highlights kind of the more mean spirited, bad parts of being thirteen. Right? Like there's like some manipulative stuff, and there's some there's oh. some like things in there, and and right. and whatever. And they changed all of that, and made it like cookie cutter clean. Oh, that's so the a fact shame. that they like took out anything that's like. Like thirteen, being thirteen is not fun. Yeah. Like, and they took out like stuff like that, and they mm. and they put it in. They made it a cookie cook. Like they cleaned it up like for like kids. Like nice. I don't think you need to. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. So uh, yeah. Oh. So great. our number, our top ten. So it's one of your bottom tens, I guess. You yeah. start with your ten. All right. So my number ten, Lightyear. I don't have it. Okay. I I did not hate it as much as you did, or did not dislike I, it as much as you did. I really dislike this. My biggest thing with this, did we need it? I don't think we did. I don't think it was even necessary. Um, I was honestly just kind of disappointed with it and let down. It wasn't as interesting as I thought it was going to be. This is more just a disappointing pick of it didn't live up to expectations. Yeah. And again, did we need this? I don't think we did. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of where I feel about it. All right. Now I get it. Uh, my number 10, if you don't have this, I'll be very surprised. Okay. Fantastic Beasts, The Secret of Dumbledore. Pause. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> All right. So you're number nine. <laughs> my number nine thor love and thunder i don't have this i again i, like I knew this you more than you well, did I, I know i don't like i don't love this movie but i liked it more than give, you did. give us all a dance though you shill uh, <laughs> i don't have any marvel on my list i know i know i'm kidding um look when i revisit this i just don't like it i, I get just it. don't think it's that good i finished it and i said this is even when I saw it in theaters, I was really split and I yeah. was indifferent. And I was like, that's not good. I usually don't walk out of a theater feeling indifferent about a Marvel movie. When you revisit it, it's not much better. So I walked away from it and I said, you know what? This just isn't – it's not doing it for me. I'm going to kind of just wash my hands of Thor Love and Thunder and say it's not – it's it's one of the disappointments of the year. So I get it. I'm putting it out there. I think this is also going to be a pause. Sure. Jurassic World Dominion. Pause. <laughs> Pause. Uh, number so my, eight. My number eight. Um, I know you didn't see this one. Uh, Amsterdam. I was. Is this the Christian Bale? This is Christian yeah, Bale. I wanted to John see this. David I almost watched this. And Margot Robbie. I was just really, bored. really let down and bored by this movie. I thought this was going to be really good, and it wasn't because it was like David O. Russell's comeback. I was like, the cast is really interesting, and I think I might be really into this. And I was just bored the entire yeah. time. And I walked out and I was like, this is not what I was hoping for. Yeah, it, it, it was one of, for me, just one of the bigger disappointments of the year. Something that could have been great just wasn't. Yeah. That's yeah. how I felt So about don't it. check it out. I mean, watch it if you want. But, like, I, I just didn't, I, I didn't love it. You might have this one as well. Sure. Memory. No. Oh, I didn't, wow. I didn't put, I, I stayed away from the Liam Neeson stuff. <laughs> I stayed away from Liam I know Neeson. you don't like this movie. I don't. I didn't like any Liam Neeson movie I no. watched this year. Memory sucks. It's, yep. a, it's a it's a movie about a aging or it's a uh, assassin a, assassin hitman with basically Alzheimer's yep. or early onset Alzheimer's. But then there's which is an interesting enough premise. But then there's like this whole like drug not drug it's like a sex trafficking 
minor storyline, yep. and there in the government's involved, and it goes out of your hand. I stop. I stop paying attention. You can't even get through. No, it. I mean the the biggest. I mean, memory. It's ironic. This is called memory because I have no memory of this movie. You don't so remember. you know, like right, right. yeah. So that I mean, yeah, it's 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 a bad movie. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, the Liam Neeson stuff. Stay away from. But if I'm looking at what the, what's I don't have. I didn't have any expectations for this, but I'm looking at what was bad. It's, yeah. a, it's a bad movie. Yeah, I agree. Um, my number seven. Don't worry, darling. Boy, oh boy, was this a letdown. Yeah. You and I, I know that we had heard so much about this movie before it even came out. That's what happens when you f*** with all the Harry Styles. That's what happens when you f*** off with Harry Styles. We were, we knew that all this was going on. But we still had this feeling of maybe this will be really good because it looks really interesting, right? Yeah. I mean, the trailer was really well done. I would give him that. I was like, this is a well done trailer. I'm intrigued. I want to see this movie. And if it wasn't the most mediocre experience I ever had, I walked out just like, I this is just wasn't good. Yeah. Like, I was like, this wasn't as good as I was expecting yeah. it to be. I, Florence Pugh's incredible. Yeah, she is. Chris Pine is way too good for the I movie. I think he's good, yeah. And it just, you kind of walk out just kind of like, ah. Yeah. Ah, you feel Harry really Styles different. isn't great. Nick Kroll feels in this place. Yeah, it like, all just feels Olivia Wilde just feels like forced into the movie. It feels she like directed. she just put herself in her movie. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it all just felt very off. So I wasn't a fan of this movie. But yeah, don't worry, darling. My number seven. Big big letdown this year. Yeah. My number seven, um, you mentioned it in your dishonorable mentions. It's The Monsters. Um, it's the monsters. Nobody had expectations for this movie, but yeah. what the f*** is from Zombie What happened? <laughs> What happened, Rob Zombie? I know you pointed out that there's some interesting with things like... I like the production design. production design, kind of. Yeah. But, like, the acting is all off. I thought the mm-hmm. guy who played Herman was okay. You liked him more than I did. More than you did, but yeah. I don't think he's great. I think he's okay. It doesn't feel... I mean, I don't know. Like, because Rob Zombie is a fan of the show, you would think that he would try to make it feel like the show. Yep. And he doesn't. And I think I heard rumors, I'm not sure, that he wanted to shoot the, the whole movie in black and white in honor of the show yeah. and the studio told him and maybe no. he should have and I think that it would probably would have been better if it was yeah. in black and white because I don't know it just the whole thing feels it off it kind of blew me away that the studio said no yeah because it would actually it would be cheaper it would in be black cheaper. and white yeah it would look better like it just it he like he it seems like he likes the show but he likes the idea of like the background of the show more yes. like because yes. we spend almost 80% of the movie if not 90% of the movie in Transylvania with their backstory and at the end they're like oh we're gonna go to the here Mockingbird Lane and we're gonna live in this house and it's like it's just all like it's all very misplaced and misguided I watched an episode of the Monsters and the the, the thing is that the movie is they were the Monsters they're good they're good people yes and they just kind of felt like bad they felt like, like bad people yeah. right they felt like they were really really flawed monsters and you're like what happened here yeah no i agree with you i think this is a great choice yeah 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 i I, I get it so you're number six my number six and i know this is on your list because we talked about it it's black adam it's not on my list I said I, it's no, not on my list. That's what I just I, said. Oh, they said it is on your list. I said no, no. I know this isn't on your list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Black Adam. Look, man. Ten years for this. Ten years for this. I get it. I was I really. It, I mean, I walked in that, and I think it's just time for people to stop. Just like blunt. Just to be blunt, riding the rocks. This is a bad movie. Yeah. And I walked out, and I said, "This isn't it." I said, "I'm sorry, but yeah. this is not Black Adam." I said, "Not even that. This isn't Black Adam, but." This isn't the movie we were. He's not even promised. in it that much. He's not even in it that much. It's almost like he had obligations elsewhere and could only show up every now and again in the film. It's boring. It's generic. 
it feels like a bunch of old superhero it, tropes it thrown is, together. It and is from, 10 years of superhero it's tropes thrown, thrown together. Yeah. Like there's scenes in the movie that I have seen in other superhero movies that were done better. Like just the name right off the top, the slow motion scene where he's moving fast and everything is slow. I'm like, X-Men did it first and they did it better. There's a sky beam. There, there's, there's a, a relationship beam. with a kid. There's a relationship with a kid who skateboards because he's so cool. And it's like, it's not, like you said, it's not 90, 1996 Rock. Let's take it easy. <laughs> this is a bad movie. And I think The Rock should be embarrassed by this movie. I think he is He should be. Because I, I disliked this movie so much. I walked out and I was like, he should be embarrassed. Yeah. And the fact that he's like running to like financial advisors to prove it made money, it, it's just sad at this point. Yeah. And I'm like, drop it. It's sad. You f***ed up. Leave it. He didn't promote it coming to streaming. Mm-hmm. Like, he didn't yeah. promote it coming to streaming. He's embarrassed by it. And yeah. he knows it didn't do as well as it should have. Yeah. And he didn't deliver on his promise. So that's where I'll leave that. But yeah. Black Adam, it deserves critique. And I don't want to hear anybody try to tell me it's better than they... No, it's not. So... N- my- Starting at number six, besides one of my movies uh-huh. going down, these are all movies I'm pretty sure you have not sure. seen. And these are like these are the the merciless the merciless ones sections from sure. the from the generator, right? Um, and and some of these like this this one I'm sure people actually liked, but it's uh, the contractor. This was Chris Pine. Chris Pine. Okay, I didn't see this. I f***ing hated this movie. <laughs> I thought this was one of the most boring pieces of. Sh- I ever saw mm-hmm. and people are gonna people are gonna love this movie right this is so boring it's like an ex-military guy who, or a guy who gets kicked out of the military um for i think taking drugs or something i'm not sure nice. um it becomes a mercenary but then the mission goes wrong and everybody turns on him and he has to try to survive or whatever yeah. and it's it's just awful it's right. it's so it's the action sequences are dull it's boring mm-hmm. it's it's just lame the twist you see coming like it's just it's just bad it's yeah. a bad I, I mean i was literally just sitting there, this, <laughs> i was literally like, i laid on my couch and just went this sucks yeah, yeah. Like, this is so boring yeah. chris pine is so much better than this between don't worry darling and this what the hell are you doing it's a bad year for him it's a bad year for him and i'm hoping maybe things turn around when dungeons and dragons comes out yeah i'm hoping maybe that's like a turnaround thing for He's him so because, much look, better than there's this. there's there's gonna be a big audience that comes out to see dungeon i think people are actually <laughs> i'm gonna be fully honest with you i think i don't think people are ready for dungeons and dragons and how big it's gonna be yeah. i think it's gonna be one of the big movies next year we'll see i do i think there's a real audience for it that people aren't expecting and um, I think it's going to do really well, but you're right. This is a very weak Chris Pine year, and uh, I heard bad things about that movie. Yeah, right, you're number five. This is where I will put Fantastic Beasts: The Secrets of Dumbledore. Fantastic Look, Beasts. And we what saw the, this. What the f- is this piece of? <laughs> sh- <laughs> Look, we saw this movie together. We did an episode on this yeah, movie. We, don't, we trashed it. I'm not going to dive I, into we why. Had, we both had mental breakdowns I, talking about this I'm movie. I'm not going to dive into why we dislike this movie. I, I'm just going to point people to our episode about it. That's kind of where we trashed it. But if you listen to that episode, you will f- probably see why this is on our list. This is easily one of the worst of the year. God, this is boring. God, don't make more of these. Please do not do this. Zaslav, if you're out there... Please, no more. Yeah, no more. So we should be talking about Fast X. Oh God! <laughs> what is your number five? Um, a movie you probably never heard of called Redeeming Love. 
I saw you rank this and give a review of it, and I know you highly dislike Redeeming Love a lot. Uh, so this is a movie, I told I talked to Tony about this movie. He goes, I actually watched this movie. I said, what do you mean you watched this movie? Uh-huh. He said, my mom wanted to watch something else, and somehow this came up. Mm-hmm. Like, she went to watch something else, and she found this, and she just decided to watch it. Yeah. He, for some reason, watched it with her, and he hated it, too. Yeah. So I know it's going his probably worst list of the year. <laughs> this is a movie. This is a religious movie it's a uh, christian movie and i i I'm, look i think that there can be good christian movies sure. right but this is a christian movie it's but it's it's a christian movie set in the 1800s during the gold rush about a prostitute that's too much <laughs> that's too much that's already too much you've already i don't want it i don't want to see it it is it is a movie about a farmer no, it was a movie about a girl who lived a very challenging life um, and eventually led to a, a, a life of prostitution. Uh-huh. At one point in this movie, she like she was like she had her father basically abandoned her. Mm-hmm. Right at one point in this movie, to get revenge on her father, she comes across him as a prostitute, and she sleeps with her father, and then tells him that she's she's his daughter, and he kills himself. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this okay. Wow. Um. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Wowie. Um, Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is a Christian movie? This is a Christian movie. Uh, she lives this life of prostitution. A farmer goes to God and begs to God, I, I am lonely, I want to find a wife. So then he goes to town and he sees her walking in town and he's like, that's my wife. And then they're like, she's a prostitute. And he goes, oh God, you're challenging me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is like a Mary Magdalene story? And, and he... He goes to the house, uh-huh. time after time after time. And, oh, and God, you're challenging me. <laughs> and he proposes to her every time and tries to win her oh, over. Jesus. And finally, finally, she gets beat down and he and she agrees to go with him. She goes. They they start a life. She runs away from him not once, not twice. Jesus Christ! Three separate times in this movie uh-huh. because she can't. Either she feels like she doesn't want to be there, or she feels like she's not good enough for him, or she can't give him a kid, so she runs away. And and like it's just like about a third time she's running, I'm like, this is a fucking joke. Yeah. Like you're doing the same story yep. over and over and over again, and it's about I mean, then it's about her confronting her past and confronting her sins, and I get it, but it's so forced, it and the terrible. beliefs are so forced, and like I like. If you like this movie, that's fine. But like, there's ways to have a religious movie and not th- like this is and not beat you this over the head like tough, that. Yeah, man. That's like, bad. Well, and it's just bad. It's badly made. It's badly written. And there's people in this movie that should not be in this movie that, that deserve better. Yeah. So it's I don't know. Man. Well, redeeming love, ladies and gentlemen. Check it out. You heard it from Ryan. Uh, number my number four, Jurassic World Dominion. Yeah. Boy, oh boy, what a disappointing watch yep. this was. Look. You know I'm a big fan of Jurassic Park. I love that movie. Recently, just not my favorite Spielberg anymore, though, as you heard in our uh, best of. Um, but, like, I saw this movie in theaters with my brother and my dad. and Your dad liked it. Yes, he did. Uh, but he's not a movie guy. No, he's he not. He doesn't go to the movies much, and he's not, like, a big movie guy. So it, it didn't surprise me that he liked it. I really disliked this movie. I just thought it was there's terrible. Nothing, there's nothing there's here. There's nothing here. It's a terrible use of both casts. I think they brought in the original cast for a money grab. That's what it felt like to me. It felt like, hey, look, the people you remember are here. 
Um, it, this it, wasn't. This is not the finale I would have wanted. And I think again, I'm going to keep using this word. I think Colin Trevorrow should be embarrassed by this. Well, I because it's it's a joke. It's I a saw joke of something, an and I don't know how true this was, but I saw something that apparently Colin like they 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 were like, oh, this is the finale of the Jurassic World, and Colin Trevorrow went, it is. Yeah. Like he didn't yeah. even know. Like he didn't even know. somebody looked at this movie and went, "We're just gonna end we're it. We're just all. gonna end it." Yeah, like he didn't know. They're like, "Yeah, this is it. We're done." And it's a bad movie. It's a poor script. I don't like. I don't like it. I think it's just. It, it shouldn't. It was bringing back memories of like Rise of Skywalker for me, where I was like this big, this big saga with a bad ending. Yeah, and I was like, that's what this feels like. And I was like, this is disappointing. There's nothing here. Yeah. I just don't like it. This and is one of the movies I gave up watching. Like, yeah, I just—it's uh, so bad. Yeah. It's just so boring, and it's too long. And the fact that there's a director's cut and Trevorrow's like, it's better. I'm like, bullshit. It's better. I'm like, you're just trying to get people to watch your crappy movie again. Nobody wants to see that. So yeah, Jurassic World Dominion, awful movie. It's yeah. on my list. All right. So my number four, I cheated. Oh, this is your two. Yeah. I have, okay, I have two movies yeah, here. This is this is. I where cheated. You cheat. I'm Go sorry. So what do you got? Um, so I have two movies here. I have one a movie called Measure of Revenge. Okay, this is a Melissa Leo movie. It is something to do. With, I I so to be honest with you, I watched this movie on my phone. Half of it was during the delivery room when my son was being born. Nice. Like well, yeah. in the process, he wasn't actively being born yet but we were in the delivery sure, room sure uh and then i watched it the next like two days later like while i was still in the hospital finishing on my phone right and it's like a melissa leo revenge movie where like her son is his son is killed by something to do with drugs or whatever yeah. and she basically looks for revenge and it's something to do with macbeth because she's an actress in a play macbeth. she's act she's an actress in okay. the play in a version of macbeth so she actively starts going after these people that got her son hooked on drugs or something and naturally, killing these people or whatever. And, and she uses Bella Thorne in some way to... Bella Thorne's in this Bella Thorne in this wow. movie. Um, Only fans wasn't working out? I guess. I have no idea. I guess she uses her in some way to help her or something. I don't really know. I don't really remember. Yeah. That's why I wanted to split it. Because mm-hmm. I don't really remember this movie that well. But I know it's Yeah. And it's bad. And it's really poorly made. And okay. it's just horrible. Yeah. Um, but the only movie I put in here... Um, and I feel bad about putting this in here... Kind of, but not really, is a movie called Tyson's Run. Okay. And this is another Christian movie. Of course. um, uh, About a boy with autism Mm -hmm. um, who who has a kind of, not dysfunctional family, but like has like a, like his mom and his dad like kind of argue over how he should be treated. Like he was homeschooled for a long time and the dad teaches, the dad's the coach of, the football coach at a, I think it's Texas or whatever, and you know how they love football or whatever. Yeah, and, they do, man. And he's, you know, like the foot. He's like the football coach of the football team he's of the, the Texas he's high the school. Guy. And but he's kind of like embarrassed of his son with autism, so he doesn't really want his son to come to school or whatever. And the kid's name's Tyson, obviously, and he finds he finds confidence in running, mm-hmm. and and he gets trained by Bark Dob Abdi. Okay. From Captain yes, Phillips, yes, and uh, he trains him how to run because he's the he's like the greatest runner or some something. But of course, he lost his medals because of drugs or something like that. Of course, uh, and he teaches this kid how to run. But then the mayor who's doing the run of the marathons like, I don't want the I don't want your son in my marathon because this kid with autism shouldn't be in my marathon. Mm. And then he competes in the marathon, and not only does he finish the marathon, he wins the whole. F- 
thing. Of course he does. <laughs> um, With the power of God. <laughs> the power of God. The one thing that the movie has going for it is it has an autistic character played by an autistic actor. That's good. They actually got a, an actor with autism. I'm not trying to make fun of his performance. No, no, I will applaud that. I will applaud that. Yeah, I, and I think he's fine in the movie, but it's like Amy Smart's in here. But no, Mark what you're making I'm fun of here is the story. Well, it's just a, it's, it's a bad it's, it's, story. It's a, I mean, it's, it's legitimately a lot of running. Yeah. And it's, it's just like they had half a story and they're like, oh, let's just fill it in with running and shit. Like, I don't, it's just... It's just it's poor. It's yeah. a poor movie, man. And again, like I don't think either of these on their own, like it's really even worthy of a spot. Like putting together and whatever, nah, like, they're just it works. bad movies. It man. works. I'll take it. I'll take it. All right. What's your number three? My number three. Here we are. The top. The bottom three. Bottom three. My number three. It's Halloween ends. Yeah. I, what I, the I figured. F- what the f- happened here? <laughs> what the f- happened here? I te- I was so mad after You're I saw texting this. Me in the theater? I texted you in the theater while I was watching this and going, "What is this?" I I haven't walked out of a theater angry in a long time, and I walked out of that movie angry. I was livid. I couldn't believe I wasted an hour and a half of my time, maybe even more. I think it was an hour and 40, 40 minutes or something. I couldn't. I felt like my time was stolen from me. I said, "What happened?" It's not even about. But 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 evil dies tonight. It does not. Look, it's not even about Michael Myers and it's and, about um, and, uh, what's the, Lori what's the, Dunn. What's it's, his name? Corey. It's about right? Corey, and like the entire story is around him. And like Jamie Lee Curtis isn't in this movie that much. She's there, but she's not the main focus. Michael Myers doesn't appear till maybe halfway through the movie, and it just didn't make sense to me because I thought this movie. The whole promotion, I was like, I thought this was going to be Laurie well, Dunn. I think they knew. Fighting they, Michael they Myers. Up, yeah. And I was like, that should have been the movie. Why wasn't this movie just a showdown? Like, And I texted you and said, this could have been 90 minutes. And it could have just been like a build up to the showdown of like, Laurie is just like, okay, we got to we gotta make this happen. We got to take this guy down. We need to just like, and it's planning and it's putting it together. And then you just do a whole takedown. And that's the whole thing. And she wins. She walks out and she goes, I did it. And that's the end. That's the end of the Halloween saga. That's what everybody wanted. For whatever reason, I don't know how this got this f***ed up, but they did it. They really did it. And I just walked I walked out of the movie angry. I was upset. I felt like I got robbed of another good ending. And I'm like, I don't know what it is about trilogies, sagas, and these big movies. They just can't stick the landing. And it's it's becoming a frustrating it is. It's becoming no, a I frustrating thing where it's like, I don't know why you would take a swing like this in the final Halloween movie that Jamie Lee Curtis is ever going to be in. Yeah. Why is she not the main focus? And I just, I was really disappointed. Halloween ends. Awful movie. But, but f- you. But did evil end tonight? Stop asking me that. What's your number three? Uh, a movie called One Up. One Up. Okay. This is a... Is this like a, like a like an extra life movie? So it's a movie... <laughs> it's a movie about... A vid- like video games. Uh-huh. It's a movie. It's a movie about um, a girl at college who plays on her e video e sports team or uh-huh. whatever with like misogynists basically. And I think there's I think her best friend's like a trans actress or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they never really address it, which I think is cool. Um, I, I I did like that one part of it because um, I'm all for like inclusivity and stuff like that. But it's she plays on this team. She basically gets kicked off this team for basically being a girl and like the and like the the head guy being like a douchebag. Mm-hmm. He's like the second romantic lead in 
one of the ki- in the kissing booth two and three. Like, and this, <laughs> and it's, it's this guy. Uh, it's not the main guy. It's the other right, guy. Right. And um. And, uh, yeah, I mean, so she basically, she did, so she gets kicked off, so what does she do? She goes and makes her own team, because she's there on a scholarship for, like, eSports, so she mm-hmm. makes her own team, and it's an all-girl team, and she gets Ruby Rose, who is this video oh, game professor, slash, Ruby Rose plays a video game professor at the school. Professor? Professor about video games, who also was this video game developer, and developed this big, successful video game, <sighs> and she's going to help them, coach them on how to be the esports team. Sure. Um, Kevin Farley, mm-hmm. Chris Farley's brother, wow. plays a character in this movie, plays the dean of the school, huh. and it's all about like how he doesn't want to get canceled, and he's trying to be woke, and like... <laughs> Like he oh, no. like asks them their pronouns and like oh, they try geez. to make a joke about that and then he's like can't he like he like whispers like I don't want to get canceled like things like that so yeah. basically like, he's basically an asshole but like he doesn't want to get in trouble for it and like they think that's hilarious and it's a lot of like stupid gross out humor it's mm-hmm. a lot of like you know like one of the like one of the people I'm trying to I don't even remember like one of the people was like. I think one of the like one of the people on the team's like really weird and like kind of stupid, and right. one of the people's like obnoxious, you know, like all these typical typical tropes, and it's just it's 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 offensively bad. Like right. this at one point was my number one worst movie of the year, and it almost made my, it almost made it because it's just there's almost no redeeming qualities here. It's not funny. I don't think I laughed at all. That's what it's all somebody says Leroy Jenkins as a as a reference in this movie, which is. Oh boy. 15 years old yeah, or something really like that old. like huh. it is just out of date right awful like bad performances like just cheap like what are you doing like it's just it's just it's bad and nice. and, and, and it's it's sad really yeah. but That's yeah great. it's 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 rough nice uh my number two blonde yeah i texted sense. you during this yeah um look I'm I gonna, saw. I'm, I'm gonna try and keep this so quick. It misogynistic. It is unforgiving towards Marilyn Monroe, and it is quite honestly a little bit disgusting. I saw it's, the 15 second clip of the fetus talking to her. Yeah, there's. It's it's such a wild swing of a movie. It feels like it is. Well, it's not. It doesn't feel. It's using Marilyn Monroe's name to sell itself. It is meant to just kind of be this exploitative romp of a movie. I don't care how many times Added to Armas comes out and says it's a feminist movie. I don't see it. I just don't see it. I think Andrew Dominic had another... And he said, oh, I, it's not meant to be a biography of her. It's like a fictional thing based like, on her. What, are, it's what still, are you talking about? Yeah. Like, What are you f***ing talking about? Like, If yeah. you're going to make a biography of Marilyn Monroe, make a f***ing biography. Don't yeah. come out and say, oh, it's just a fictionalized version of a fiction. What are you talking about? No. Yeah. Nobody wants that. It's just kind of like, it's it, it was one of the worst watches I've ever sat through. It's too long. It's nearly three hours. You walk away from it just feeling like, yeah. what did I just watch? Yep. And it, it, it just, it's one of the worst things I've seen in a long time. And I, I was blown away at how much I hated it. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, I, I I can say I really dislike Andrew Dominic as a director, and I don't think I want to see whatever he does next because this was this was awful. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. With number uh, two. My I, number two. Just say pause. Go. Ahead, just say. Just it. just say pause. It's pause. Okay, we'll pause. It. <laughs> so I guess we'll go into my number one. Yeah. Okay. It, uh, yeah, dude. Look, it is Morbius. It's Mor- Morbius it is, is my number two. It's it is Morbius, yeah. and that's your number two. To me, it's Morbius. 
We saw this in theaters Morbius together. Morbius should be my number one. It was my number There's one. There's something else you saw yeah. that I'm assuming was a Netflix watch or a we'll generator watch. We'll talk about it. Morbius is an all. It, look, is there what else do we need to say? This movie has been talked about so much this year. <laughs> no, bad uh, no, movie. I want to talk about it because this Let's movie talk, is no, pathetic. We're this movie is pathetic. It's sad. Okay, it's uh-huh. manipulative. Uh-huh. Jared Leto. Every time Jared Leto, you you get the vibe that. Every time a scene finished, I said this to you when we saw mm-hmm. this. Every time a scene finished filming this, you get the vibe that Jared Leto walked off and went, "That's how you act." Yes, like he was just like so he's, into it. He thinks it's the greatest thing. The whole bullshit <laughs> about how he used crutches <laughs> yeah. and and was and was a disabled person was during in the a filming this because and took five <laughs> hours to go to the bathroom or whatever when he's disabled twenty minutes in this movie or whatever. And that's it. And then he, yeah. the rest of it, he's fine. And he's it's like, oh, and he, he is he is a sad, sad man. And I yeah. hope he gets help. Because that yeah. is, I do not like Jared Leto. Yeah, I, he's a And he needs, he needs to get the over himself. Yeah. Okay. And this movie is awful. It's awful. It's Sony trying to ride the coattails of Marvel. Literally taking mm-hmm. in one of the best parts of... Of their Spider-Man movies and Michael Keaton putting it in there because we want him now, forcing him in there and just hey hey I, I don't know how I'm here but I think it's something to do with Spider-Man you want to team up. That's it. What what, what the we f- are you talking went, about? What is happening? Yeah, it is one of the worst movies of the year. It's awful. It's no, poorly, it, it, it is the worst movie of yeah. the year to me, and it's poorly written. It's awful. Jared Leto, you're absolutely right about everything you said. The guy's a d- he needs to get over himself. I don't want to see him as what is he? What is he going to be? What's he going to be in that haunted mansion movie? The 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 Mad Hatter? What's he going to be? Nobody I don't cares. remember. Nobody cares. The top hat. Um, I it, I bet he puts a top hat. hat ghost. He's going to be. Top I bet hat he puts ghost. a hat on his. Or I bet he. Like, I bet he's going to like... talk about when when that movie comes out. He's going to talk about how he walked around with a top hat on his head to get ready for the role. And it's just like nobody cares, man. Like he's just a bad he, like. The man is fascinating. There's no doubt about that. And as much as I trash House of Gucci and I think he's awful in that movie, he's fascinating to watch in that movie. <laughs> when you watch this movie, it's not fascinating. No. It's just it's just a guy who looks like he's stroking himself off going, oh my god, I'm so good in this movie. I can't wait for people to see. Oh, Marvel, ba- yeah, baby. It's- and, you have this inc- and you have this cast around him that also thinks they're in this good movie, Tyrese Gibson. And you all, and he kept talking about his bionic arm the entire time about how it's gonna change everything. This bionic arm is gonna change everything, and you know what? It didn't. It's, it's, not, even ch- it's not even in the movie. So you know, it's just kind of like. But Martin Scorsese liked the movie. But Martin Scorsese. Oh, wait till we get the losses of the year. I just, I can't fathom why anybody would watch this movie and think it was good. I'm like, this is a bad movie, just straight up and out. And I never want to see anything like it again. The only redeeming quality in this movie was probably Matt Smith, yeah. who didn't deserve to be in this movie because I think he's better than it. I think yes. he's much better than it. And he was probably the only entertaining part in the entire movie. If I, I think we were in agreement of that. That's yes. probably the only part of the movie that I was interested in. The best part of the movie and is him dancing. Is him dancing. Yeah. And, but even when he's on screen, I was like, okay, I like Matt Smith, but that's it. But he's too good for the movie. And... You just walk away with a bad taste in your it's mouth. It's clearly chopped up. It's re-edited. It's re- Look, yeah. man. F*** Morbius. F*** Jared Leto. F*** Sony for releasing yeah. this twice. Yeah. And that's all I have to say about Morbius. I'm yeah. not going to go on anymore. All right. My number What's one. What's your number one? My number one is a movie called Good Morning. Okay. 
With a U. I was going to say, is that with a U? I yes, bet it is. with a U. <laughs> Um, I, I've told you about this movie. Do you know who is in this no. movie? This movie is written, directed, and starring Machine Gun Kelly oh. and Mod Son. They heard, they you know both di- they directed it, wrote it, and I, they starred in it. I've heard of this. This movie is a movie about starring Machine Gun Kelly. Uh-huh. Um, Mod Son's like his best friend or whatever, but starring Machine Gun Kelly. And I don't re- fully remember it, but he's like, I can't remember if he's like, I can't remember if he's like a, a musician turned actor, or if uh-huh. he's just an actor. But basically, he's an actor in this movie. On and in this movie, he's an actor on a television show that was like this huge successful television show, and it just had its season or series, whatever mm-hmm. finale, right? And he wakes up one morning at like the day after this finale, and he gets a text message from his girlfriend, and it says, "I can't do this anymore. I can't do this. Any- something like I can't do this anymore." Good morning, but it's spelled with a U. Mm-hmm. And he basically spends the entire movie, the entire day, moping about how she's going to break up with him because he didn't even know what the word morning meant. He has to Google what the word morning means oh, Jesus. to understand that it means losing something. Oh, and he's like, oh my God, she's breaking up with me because of this, right? And it's this weird stoner comedy thing of him being mopey, but it's also this big day because this is the day that he's going to audition because the studio wants him to be the next Batman. I'm not kidding you. The plot of this movie is Machine Gun Kelly auditioning, not just because he wants to be, because the studio desperately, desperately wants him to be the next Batman in the Batman movies. Jesus Christ. It's such, and this guy wrote this movie, he directed it, because it's an ego trip. It's an ego trip. It's an ego trip about how great he is that the studio is begging him to be Batman. Yeah. (laughs) Like, okay. I don't like Machine Gun Kelly. I know there are people out there who 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 really love this guy. I just don't get it. I don't like. Yeah. I don't care. I don't. For, I don't really. I don't really listen to much of his some music. Some of his from a couple years ago, like like I'm saying, like maybe ten years ago. Like sure. I like some of his stuff. There's there's but some I music out there. Sense. I think he probably should just stick with music. That seems to be his strong suit. And I'm not going to comment on his musical career. That seems to be where his strong suit is. What I will say though is that. There is. I am noticing this influx of musicians thinking they are better than just the music. Like they can go beyond that, and they can act, and they can do their movies, and they can write movies. And to me, it just comes off as like you're saying, just ego trips, where they're getting these things made and putting it out into the world. And there are so many like struggling independent filmmakers out there yeah. who are trying to get their movies made, and fucking Machine Gun yeah. Kelly turns in this piece of. Shit yeah, I mean, he gets it, it made, and it's just an ego trip of a movie, yeah. and you're just looking at him like, like, why is this made? I, I made. And you know why it was made? Because the name Machine Gun Kelly was attached to it. Yeah. Machine Gun Kelly was attached to it. Um, it's a I, shame. I have the list of everybody involved in this movie because <laughs> I want them to be publicly addressed about. Um, I want them to be publicly embarrassed about their involvement in this movie, and what it's a, it's a shame because I'm just going to say uh, Dove Cameron. It was in Vengeance, mm-hmm. one of my top ten movies sure. of the year, is also in this movie. That's a shame. So it's a, it's a shame that she's also in here. Uh, so uh, this movie stars Machine Gun Kelly, Mod Son, Becky G, Dove Cameron, Gata, Zach Villa, Jenna Boyd, Boo Johnson, Amber Rose, Avril Lavigne, Dennis Rodman, Ricky Thompson, Tom Arnold, Whitney oh. Cummings, Megan Fox, Pete Davidson, Adam Ross, Danny Trejo, YG, Trippy Red, Brittany Furlorn, and Snoop Dogg. So what we're I'm all hearing, involved in this movie. What I'm hearing it's is... It's his friends. It's all his friends, but yeah. also kind of, let's be honest... B-list, D-list, B- D-list. D-list celebrities. Tom Arnold, yeah. Tom Arnold. Come on. 
Tom Arnold. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not surprised Pete Davidson popped up here since him and Machine Gun Kelly apparently are very good friends. Um, his I mean, his I fiance Megan Fox is in I, here. Yeah. Megan Fox. I don't care. I this sounds awful. This sounds awful. Snoop Dogg. I'm not surprised either. He'll just. I mean, he anything. literally just does a voice. I think he's like a, the voice oh. of like a weed. So like, it's not that oh. he wasn't on set. Sure. Sure. Look, um, it is what it is. I'm glad that you put everybody's name out there to shame them publicly. Yeah. They should be embarrassed it's, it's to like, be involved It's his in misadventures like, in this day. And, like, it literally, it's like, it involves, like, he breaks into his girlfriend's house because he's convinced that she's going to break up with him. And, and somebody knocks down a bunch of urns. Uh-huh. And they spill the ashes everywhere, so they have to get the urns. And they smoke a whole bunch of weed to fill it up with ashes again. This just and sounds it's just, bad. It's ter- Dude, it's, it's, offense. it's so offensively bad. bad. It is a fe- I didn't again not a funny thing in here. Yeah. The fact that this is such an ego trip. He's we talking about like James Cameron like jerking off to himself and like this Avatar. Is Machine Gun Kelly. At least J- James Cameron's making quality content. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like at least he's churning out like a movie people are going to see and, and want to and see want and to enjoy. See. Yeah. Yes. And this is just absolute garbage. This yeah, it, I put this number one over Morbius because this is a a a like you said this is it's it's. Not like people talk about like nepotism babies and stuff yeah. like that are in the news, right? And it's not nepotism. I mean, but this is it's privilege. It's privilege. Yeah. I believe in a genre movie that's called rich kids doing rich kids. Yeah. Right. The kissing booth movies are just rich kids doing rich kids. This is rich kids. I mean, they're not kids, but rich kids doing rich kids. And I don't find that entertaining. That's at all. not entertaining. It's to boring. People. people are bored by that because yeah. you can't relate to it. Yeah. That's why nobody wants to talk about. That. Oh, I have to smoke a bunch of weed, and oh, I'm in oh, my I mansion, to, oh, and my oh, man. they yeah. want me to be Batman nobody, so much. I, the Batman thing is blowing me away, actually. Like, I'm just imagining Machine Gun Kelly sitting there writing this movie, writing this movie, going, "Well, of course the studio will want me to be." Batman, uh, and, like it's and, just like like, but while touching himself, that's so, what I imagine. So I'll end it with this, right? I'm going to spoil this movie. Let's do it because like they throughout the movie they keep talking about how this finale, this show that he did mm-hmm. was awful. Like yeah. they're like, oh, that finale was bad. Sure, right? The show ends with he gets into a car accident with Becky G's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. They go to meet up and they they crash cars and they end up in the hospital, right? And he, he uh, the movie ends with him waking up. Um, and seeing her next to each other in the, in the hospital. There's a post credit scene in which he gets up and in a British accent is revealed that this movie was the finale of the show that everybody hated. He's playing his he's playing an actor playing this role. F- you. This whole movie and he's like, Oh, I guess we're done with the role now or whatever and you're like go f- yourself. Yeah, that's just This is bullshit. This is so. That's so stupid. Okay, let's move on from the worst because I, we're getting ang- we're getting angry. Yeah. I think we need to jump back into some good stuff. Yep. How about best performances? Yeah. So let's get into the I guess performances then. Mm. We're gonna highlight performances. So um, I do have some honorable mentions. Do you have some honorable mentions on the performances? No, no you don't. No, I, mean, I, I really I, don't. I didn't uh, write any of those. That's fine. I have some. We'll just run through them real quick sure. and then we'll do my top ten. If you have any of these, again, just say pause. I sure. guess, but. Uh, honorable mentions: Carrie Mulligan from She Said. Nice, cool, good one. Uh, Leslie Manville from Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris. Good one, good one. Um, Danger Aaron from Jackass Forever. Oh man, I left him off, but he's <laughs> that's a performance. <laughs> oh man, that man takes the hits. He's ben, the star of that movie. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Uh, ben Foster from The Survivor. Cool. Like I mentioned. Uh, Paul Dano from The Batman. Yes. Uh, Mia Goff from X. Pause. Tim Roth from Sundown and Resurrection. Like okay. I mentioned. 
Uh, Ethan Hawke from The Black Phone. Nice. Cool. All right. So uh, I guess I'll do my number 10 since you did yours first. Go for it. So number 10, Kiki Palmer from Nope. Very nice. It's a great performance. I, I didn't actually put her on my performances. But I get I it. I thought yeah. she was fantastic. It's I a breakthrough was, performance. It's a standout. It's a breakthrough performance. And I'm excited to see what she does next. Um, she is phenomenal in the movie. Yep. I agree with you. Absolutely. Your um, number 10? My number 10 is Janelle Monet from Glass Onion. Yeah, it makes sense. I don't have her, but yeah, it makes yeah, sense. I think she's fantastic in the movie. Um, you know, because I feel it's like... It's a dual know, role, every, too. Yeah, it's a dual role, and I feel like, you know, everyone talk, talks about Daniel Craig and how good he is, and we all know he's good. I was like, let's focus on a cast member who's only doing one movie. Yeah. So, Janelle Monet, that's my that's my pick. Uh, number nine, Angela Bassett from Black Panther Wakanda. Very nice. Yeah, that's... Look, she's really good in the movie. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. Um, she's a standout. Yeah. She's absolutely a standout. Powerful performance. Powerful performance. She's excellent. Your um, number nine? My number nine is Alexander Skarsgård from The Northman. Makes sense. I just Makes love sense. the performance. I talked about how much I love the performance. He is just rage blood the entire time. Um, and I just, I, I, dig, I dig it. I dig it. I like the performance. So, yeah, I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to take Skarsgård from The Northman. Uh, number eight, Brendan Gleeson in The Banshees of Indusharan. Ooh, Interesting. I actually didn't put Gleason in my... I would, I'd probably have him as an honorable mention. I think he's really good in the movie, but I, it's almost like he's really not in the movie that much. Like, he well, doesn't he, do a lot. He has more of the subdued... Yes. Because he doesn't get angry. Mm-hmm. He's, but, then, but yeah, I think it's a really interesting performance. Yes. So. I agree with you. That's good. My number eight. I have uh, Rafe Fiennes from The Menu. Okay, yeah. I think he's excellent in the movie. Yeah. He's really fun. And when you watch it, whenever it streams and you get to catch it, um, he's really good. It's a good... Vi- it's a good... Whew, it's really good. And he's he's excellent. He's kind of the villain. So it's a really good, like, type... That type of deal. But, uh, yeah, Rafe Fiennes. Excellent in the menu. He's very good. Um, my number seven, Barry Keegan from The Banshees of Minish Very nice. Okay. Yeah, I'll take that. You're... Um, you you really like Banshees, huh? It's great performances. Yeah, I think you're I think you're right. Um, yeah, you like Banshees. Um, yeah, Barry Keegan's unbelievable yeah. movie. I mean, every time you think you like figure him out as an actor, then you watch him do something like that, and you're like, oh my god. Yeah. I'm like, this guy is so good. Yeah. <laughs> He's so good. My number seven is uh, Kihoi Kwan from Everything Everywhere All at Once. We'll, we can pause on that. We'll pause there. <laughs> number six, Austin Butler from Elvis. Pause. My number six. Michelle Williams, The Fablemans. Okay, yeah, it makes sense. Um, she is, I, in the way that you have Paul Dano as the Riddler, and I, Paul Dano's really good in this movie, but Michelle Williams is the standout of Fablemans. I think she is so good. Um, I think she's going to get nominated. She's not going to win, but yeah. I think she is going to get nominated. I think she's absolutely phenomenal in this movie, and um, I can't wait for you to see her performance. She's really, really good. Which My uh, number five, I guess. Uh-huh. Uh, Rebecca Hall from Re- Resurrection. Cool. I don't love the movie, but, you but love I her recognize performance. the performance. Mm. It's a powerful performance. And right. I also wanted to get more female representation on the list, mm-hmm. and it is a fine performance. Nice. I just I don't love the movie. Nice. My number five. Austin Butler, uh, Elvis. Yeah. Um, look, we talked about it. It's an extraordinary performance. Yes. This performance he is, is extraordinary. He is Elvis. He is Elvis. I mean, there's. No, I don't think you can ever do another Elvis movie now because this movie what did exists. You, they're doing another. Like, immediately, they're doing another one. They're doing... Um, they're doing another Elvis? Sofia Coppola is doing Priscilla. Oh. And it's doing... She's, she's doing Priscilla movie oh. with... Um, the guy for Jacob Elordi is going to be Elvis. And I forget who's playing. Um, so we're cashing on the Elvis thing now with yeah. more movies. See, I think I think this Elvis movie is kind of the movie to end all Elvis movies. Yeah. But 
You'll but I, again, I think it's. He, I don't know how much he'll, he'll actually be in it because it, it's a Priscilla movie, right? So, so maybe he's just like the background Elvis yeah. type deal. Well, well, that'll be interesting to see. What do you got at number four? Uh, John Boyega from Breaking. Very good. Okay, uh, we talked about this uh, incredible, incredible performance. Uh, really shows what he's capable of, and right. I think people think he's just the Star Wars guy, mm-hmm. and it shows that he's much more than that. Much so. more than that. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, my number four is Mia Goth from X. Makes sense. I think she is just so electric in that movie, and I think she, and like you said, she's probably even better in Pearl, as I've heard. She is somebody that was kind of off my radar for a while and has just kind of come onto it and is, I'm just really impressed. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I get I'm it. seriously really impressed, and I'm like, I can't wait to see the completion of this, uh, I guess, X trilogy. Um, and see where it goes, but man, she is a talent, and I can't wait to see more. Number three, uh-huh. my number three, Michelle Yeoh. Everything, everywhere, all. Mine's number. She's my number three too. Yeah, my number three is Michelle Yeoh. Look, she carries the movie, doesn't she? She carries the movie. She's unbelievable. This was kind of like I know she talked a lot during the press run about how this movie was kind of like the role she's been searching for for a long time. It was ri- well, it was it's written, written for Jack. Well, it was written for Jackie Chan. Yes. And then they re-edited it to be for her. Yes. They wanted the character to be Michelle. Yes. And she said, no, it's got to mm-hmm. be somebody different. Yeah. You know. And I'm just really, really, really glad that she took the role because she's absolutely amazing. And and it's nice that she got a role like this. And, you know, I, there's a part of me that's like, I hope she gets nominated. I know it might not happen. I think she might get nominated. I think she should get it, though, right? Like, I, I think, think she should win. I, <laughs> I agree. I think she should yeah. win. I think she's I think, phenomenal. I think it's guaranteed. It's looking like a guarantee she'll probably get nominated. There's, she needs that. I, I, I just would be blown away if she didn't. I mean, everywhere, all, everywhere, all at once. It needs some love at the Oscars, yeah. and I hope she gets it. I so. think it could get the love. Yeah, I think it could. We'll see. What's your number two? Kei Kwan from Everything Everywhere. We can talk once. about him. Yeah. yeah. Look, I had him <clears throat> lower on my list because I, 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 I think he's incredible in the movie. He really is. He's mm-hmm. absolutely phenomenal, and for him to just come out of nowhere and be this amazing thing again i mean it's really awesome and the performance is so moving and a lot of that stuff when it really focuses in on him yeah it it just the movie just takes you somewhere else he is i mean it's it's a family movie Mm -hmm. and the heart of the movie is the family but he is the heart of the family kind of it really is this powerful performance and rewatching it i believe when they rewatch it yesterday or the day before uh, rewatching it just really is like it's moving. Yeah, it, it's 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 just yeah. And, and like the different versions, like when he's like when she's the Hollywood actress and he's yeah. the businessman or whatever, mm-hmm. and the speech he gives, like it's it's really it's amazing. It's really powerful. Yeah, it's really powerful it's really stuff. well done. So yeah. yeah. What about your number two? My number two is Kate Blanchett for Tar. Yeah, this I, is I've look, heard. Yeah, she not a surprise. I as much as I want Michelle Yeoh to win, I think it's probably going to go to Kate Blanchett yeah. because this performance is wild it is yeah. over the top like i was just so the way she put herself into it, it, it it's really impressive stuff yeah. and um it just reminds you again of how amazing of an actor she is and yeah. you just walk away from it like good lord yeah like good lord she's a powerhouse so yeah kate planchette we, for tar that's my number we two. have the same number one we have we absolutely have the same number one it's colin farrell it's colin farrell for the i put it for the vanishes of inishir and the batman and after yang like yeah really like it's it's his year yeah it's it's the colin it's the year of colin farrell and part of me is like i said this earlier but part of me is like as much as i would love to see brendan Fraser win that oscar i'm also very much on the colin farrell train this year either one i would prefer Fraser because it's a comeback story for sure but either one 
Yeah. But there's something really special about Farrell too, because he he has been doing good work for a while. Yeah. And he's been in the business for a while. I know it's his first nomination, but if he gets it, he gets but he's it, gonna get it. He's gonna get it. I mean, he's he's kind of the he's one of the front runners. This guy is just unbelievable in this movie and for Banshees, but you're right, also as Penguin, also for After Yang, um, and also for well, I didn't see the thirteen uh lives yeah um but i hear he's great in it so look it's the year of feral man it's the year of the feral so yeah banshees man it's an unbelievable performance well i mean that's our performances so i mean do you you want to talk about some winners and some losers i want to jump into winners and losers because i'm curious what we have what do you want to do do winners and losers or do you want to maybe it's better to do losers and then end on winners i don't winners because it would feel weird being like oh the winners and then go the oh the loser of the year and then end the episode so maybe we, we focus on losers first and then we can end on the winner of the year. Yeah. Okay. So losers of the year. Um, I have a, a what bunch are your of. I, I have a bunch of. Well, I think I have more than you. You so do. You, I have so a couple. Why don't you run off a couple? Okay. So all I wrote down really. My, don't my, don't reveal your answer. I'm yet, not going to reveal my answer. But yet. all I have for my mentions, I have Dwayne Johnson. Yes. As we'll, a mention. And we'll talk about that. Yes. Yes. I have Dwayne Johnson, and I have WB as an honorable mention. I have a bigger you. That's your. I I yeah. I thought so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well. I had a feeling that's where you were going, and I was like, I think he's going to go that way. But regardless, it's whatever. Okay, so dishonorable mentions. Dwayne Johnson uh-huh. for the lack – I wouldn't even say failure, but the lack of success of Black Adam. Because yes. it made – it's like close to making money, but it didn't make money. It didn't make that much. Um, It didn't make – I don't think it made any. I don't think it's it made anything either. Say, I, think yeah. he's, I think he's trying to make up the fact that it made well, something. That's also but... his animate but most likely inaccurate statement that it made money and also this – seemingly falling out that he's had with DC where he on follow DC and Black Adam's social media accounts Mm. or whatever uh, he didn't comment about the movie coming to social media and he's already made a statement that he's met with James Gunn and he's done with Black Adam so yeah well the the way he put it was we talked about future multiverse multiverse but that's never gonna happen that's always that's always just some that's his way of saying of doing the thing again where he holds he on hope. He can't admit that he lost. He's not going to yeah, admit that it was a failure. So, yeah, I think that... I Because when I say losers, I, I look at it like people who are entering the year and then leaving the year worse off for sure, wear, right? And I think his public opinion took a little bit of a hit, right? I, I think, agree. I think he showed that not as many people were, are going to watch any, everything he does as much as yeah. he would hope, right? Yeah. Like, he has an audience... Like people that came out with Black Adam, a lot of them are are, are Dwayne Johnson, Dwayne fans. Johnson fans. But yeah. I don't think that he's not a general audience guy, though. He's not like he can't capture the masses. Is I what think I'm he can in certain things, but it also depends. I on... I wouldn't it. call him a movie yeah. star because I don't think he is. I think he has the potential to be, but I think that there, there's a difference between potential also, and he, being. A he movie can't star. launch a character that no nobody knows who Black Adam is, right? Yeah. Like, and also the fact that the, with Black Adam, the movie felt cheap. That like it's yeah. so. It's so based in the lore of Shazam, but they don't want to admit it. I mean, yeah. he literally has to say the word Shazam. Yeah. And they don't want to tie it into the actual movie Shazam. It's like he wanted to be so distant from Shazam as a whole yeah. and make Black Adam its own quote-unquote universe. But then the rumor came... Or not that rumor, just doesn't make sense. The thing came out that he turned down a role as Black Adam yeah. in Shazam 2. Like yeah. The cameo role. And it just doesn't make sense. And you're just kind of looking at him like, what are you trying to do yeah. here? Like, And if I guarantee you, if James Gunn didn't step in and have his way, or if James Gunn, if James Gunn didn't step in and Dwayne Johnson kept being able to have his way, yeah. we would still be talking about a 
DC universe where Black Adam is the star. Yeah. Well, and that's insane. A year he's talked about the hierarchy of DC. The hierarchy of DC. And I guess Tower, technically it did. And how, and how he was phase one of yeah. the. His movie was phase. And now it's just nothing. And he's unfollowed DC. He's obviously taking this all very hard. If he's unfollowing DC and doing this whole thing. And it's just. I mean, like, technically he did change I mean, the hierarchy of power of DC. Just, yeah, he kind of did. He didn't, didn't go to him. Look, look, he's acting like. Let's be real. He's acting like a baby. Yeah. Because it didn't go for the way he wanted it, so he's acting like a baby, yeah. and he's he's throwing a tantrum, and that's not the way. This sh- and it, sometimes you just have to admit your losses and yeah. say, you know what, we didn't do as well as we could have. But he's he's never going to do that. He's going to throw yeah. a tantrum. He's going to be a baby about it. He's going to unfollow all of these accounts that follow. You know, he's probably not. It, it, look, man, if that's what if that's the way he wants to handle it, that's fine. Yeah. You know, I, I'm sure he's just going to throw himself at Red One now. Yeah. Nobody's gonna. I guarantee you, that's not gonna be that good mm. enough to. I, I think. Well, that's Amazon, yeah, movie, right? Fully, I'm gonna be fully honest with you. I think we're coming up. I believe it's Amazon. Yes, I think we're maybe coming up on a fall from, falling from grace. A bit of a, not even a, a fall from grace, but a career slump. Yeah, for Dwayne Johnson, where we're gonna start seeing not so great content, and people are starting to catch on and go. Maybe it's realistic that he comes back to Hobbs. Yeah, now. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people I think are starting to catch on to this whole like, hey, maybe he's not as great as he keeps boasting he is and i think i feel like public opinion is changing on him a little bit and i i think he's feeling that and yeah. he's starting to get a little uh yeah a little nervous <laughs> we're a little nervous a little worked yeah. up about it so we'll see we'll see where that goes but we'll see how red one does yeah. uh, i guess a year from now so another loser of the year i'm actually going to change so i i think i'm going to change my loser because i think you're right i think your loser is the right one i had another one but i think we'll, i'm just overthinking it we'll talk about it when we get i think there. i'm overthinking it and i think i want to put my I'm going to change it. Okay. My WB is going to be my loser. Okay, so we'll talk about your your other one when we get <laughs> yeah. there. I have Taika Waititi. Yes. Oh, my God. Thank you. Yes. Taika Waititi okay. for the... Another, yeah. another fall from grace this year. It's too much. Yeah. Can we just say I, that? I is think it, people are much. against his coming against his style because, I, unfortunately, I think Kevin... It's kind of the same thing every I time. I think Kevin Feige hurt him a little bit because they... I, they did like in, he did like an interview apparently on like the red carpet. I uh-huh. heard people talking about it, and basically like they were like, oh, you know, like you know how Marvel movies are all different genres. Like you know, Captain America: Winter Soldier is a political thriller, right? Sure. And Guardians of the Galaxy space movie. Like, what's the genre of Thor: Love and Thunder? And he was like, oh, it's a Taika Waititi movie. And I think uh. like. Pitching it like oh a Taika like I think people are like oh a Taika Waititi movie like oh what is like and I think he can I think he's brilliant I think Jojo Rabbit Jojo Rabbit is a is an incredible movie yeah. and I think a great blend because one of the criticisms I've had about his movies that he doesn't blend the comedy and the drama very well but Jojo Rabbit does it he can yeah. do it Thor Love and Thunder does not it doesn't it's a you know it's not a good movie and I there's a reason it's on my worst of 2022. I think it's I think it's too much Taika. That was one of my biggest complaints about the movie is that it was too much him. Yeah. It felt like a very vain project. Like he was very into himself while he was writing the movie. Um Korg has way too many lines in yeah. this movie. Um you know, he wrote and directed you can feel his humor all over it, which isn't necessarily well, a bad thing, but it's the fact that it's so overbearing to everything. Well, you know that what you it just is? kind of walk away feeling like this is too much. He didn't write Ragnarok. No, he didn't. You're right. He directed so, it, but he didn't, he write, didn't it. write it. And there's a reason that movie's a lot better than yeah. this. And, you know, look, Ragnarok changed a lot of... Uh, that changed the character of Thor entirely. And it was really, really fun. But this is not the follow-up to Ragnarok yeah. we deserve. And now Hemsworth's even coming out and saying, like, oh, we need... We need something new. We need to do something new. Yeah, and we, then they, like, they, and Hemsworth yeah. is... Especially with Thor, he's kind of like, I want to change the character every time. Yeah. So... 
and he's kind of mentioned that if he do if a fifth Thor movie happens, it's probably going to be his last. Yeah, which I think is right. I think I think, they, I think he I think will get another. I think he will get one last one. I think. I think they should give him one more, and I think it should be his finale because because yeah. it's also getting to a point where it's like, do we really want to see Thor even more into that? Like you know, it's time to kind of move on. All the yeah. other actors have. I think it's time for him to go too. Good call there. Yeah, uh, Pixar. Yeah, I guess so. Pixar is a big loss um, this year. For, uh, the amount of Disney Plus stuff. Turning Red, force, being forced onto Disney Plus, yep. which is not their fault. Yeah. But the big critically acclaimed movie that they had being forced onto Disney Plus uh-huh. and Lightyear being pushed into theaters and forced into theaters, yep. not forced, but being pushed into theaters yep. and being a little bit of a bomb. And you, yep. you have it on your worst, you know, your worst it's, list. It's, it's and yeah. it's, it is, a, I mean, I didn't, I didn't mind it. I, I enjoyed it, but it's, it is, it, it's, 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 it didn't if you're well. looking at other Toy Story movies, it's a disappointment it's and a it did not do well. It so didn't do well. I think, I don't think Pixar is one of the bigger ones, but like bigger it's losers, the but, bigger it, ones, it, it but it took a loss. There, there is a conversation there where maybe it's, it, where maybe it's not necessarily Pixar more than it's a Disney thing where you put the movie Turning Red on Disney Plus, which is just this fun, you know, which is which is the more interesting movie. Yeah. But then you take Lightyear because it's a Toy Story branded movie. They're expecting, oh, this Huge is going to make numbers, a, this is going to make a billion. It's going to make a billion dollars and it bombs. And they're they're trusting too much in brands and Pixar ends up taking a hit like that. And hopefully we will see maybe a bit of a change, at least with Iger the next two years. Um, now that Chappic is out, maybe we'll see a little bit of a change yeah. over the next two years and back to that direction of let's take care of all of our sister companies. But yeah, yeah. Pixar's a good call out. I like it. Netflix. Netflix. Why do you think Netflix is um, They're focused on cutting password sharing, which I think is going to yes. hurt them. I think it's going to hurt them That's in the coming in 23, isn't it? Um, like, they just, like I, I, as soon as possible in yeah, 23. I think yeah. It's tw- I think it's, yeah, I think it's um, coming very soon. It's lack of truly great material. Uh, not properly promoting the material. I told mm. you, and now there's a, there is a possibility that my Netflix wasn't loaded up. Sure, but I don't think so because uh, I went on the day that Glass Onion was released yes. on the theater or on the Netflix, and it wasn't. And out. I went onto Netflix and I had to search. Yeah, for Glass Onion, it yeah. was not in the top ten. It wasn't on the. It wasn't on the header. I had to search for the big. They paid how many? How much money? Like a hundred million dollars. Four hundred something million. Million dollars yeah. to get the rights for the knives out two and three, yeah. right? Basically, right. And I had to f-ing search on the day it came out. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? Yeah, there's been a lot with Netflix that I agree with you. The password sharing is insane. Um, there's not proper promotion of movies. It a lot of times feels like these movies just drop and they're not promoting them correctly. I think another big loss recently for Netflix, and this is I think just because we're talking about movies in general, but also just other content, or I hate saying content, just no, other shows and stuff I, like that. I've they I'm I, blended in. Uh, not just movies I into have, this. I have yes. been really turned off by the amount of stand-up they are offering on there. Because it it's almost... It's cheap. It's really cheap. It's really cheaply made. And a lot of it isn't very good. Like, it's just... It's all the same thing. Oh, I got a Netflix comedy special and coming out next week. Like, yeah, it's not it's that kind hard of, to it's get. It's kind yeah. of like everybody has one now. It's kind of diminished the power of the stand-up special in a way. You know, like, to me, it used to kind of mean something more if you got that hour... You know, even when they did like half hour specials, but it feels like now if you go up on stage at an open mic night, Netflix will get you. Yeah. Netflix will put you because on. Because it's cheap. Because it's yeah. cheap. And it's just, it feels really dirty now. And I, 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 that's been a complaint that I've had for a little bit though, because I've been really disappointed with some of their specials. Even some of the bigger stars they've had on there. Like 
I didn't really care for the new Trevor Noah special. It didn't feel like it was promoted correctly. You know, like a lot of these big comedians are going on there and it's, I think even they are starting to turn away from yeah. Netflix and say, no, I don't, I don't want to do my new one. Although I will say uh, in March, I am excited for that live uh, stand oh, Chris Rock. Chris thing, Rock. Yeah. That I'm looking forward to. Yeah. And it's only because it's live. That yeah. sounds very It'd be exciting. interesting, yeah. That sounds exciting. And um, I think I'm going to try to watch that one. And it, also, when, when it comes to Netflix, the Glass Onion Theater run was a success, but the yes. time was a failure because it would have made money. It would have made it so much money. It would have made so much more money. I told you, the it theater was did, packed that I saw it It did well in its first... In it's one week. Uh-huh. If they would have kept it up there, like Netflix really screwed the pooch on that yeah. one. Yeah, I really think. Like, are you in on the forty-five day release window? Something like that. Yeah. You know, like thirty I, days even. I whatever get, they want to do. So, but like, they have to evolve. They yeah. don't want to evolve. They have to. They, if they want to survive, they need to evolve. Yeah. I'm they surprised. Don't want to. I'm so surprised that Netflix hasn't like started their own theater chain yet and just, i think like, they did buy a theater or they, they tried buy to buy it? they tried to like, buy have a they theater done any of this like why, yeah. why try to buy not one a chain but they own. i think they own a theater in like la somewhere that's not but it, it probably is, shows, i think it's how they're able to get their it probably movies. Only shows netflix exclusives though i think that's how they're able to get their um their movies nominated for academy awards yeah. so i think they it feels so, cheap it's something it feels like that cheap. Happened, I, mean, I think yeah. they need to either work with theater chains more or just start a theater chain across yeah. the country where you're not just playing maybe your content, but maybe you are p- carrying more movies. Yeah. But I, I don't know what the answer is, but I know something needs to change at Netflix because yeah. I think you're right. This is a that is a um, loss. Pinocchio, Disney's Pinocchio. Because, well, yeah, Pinocchio the brand because the brand. you don't mo- you don't realize mm-hmm. it's from what I'm guessing. There was three Pinocchio movies this year. I did not know that. There was a third Pinocchio movie starring you know who played Pinocchio, Pauly Shore. When did this come? When, it came out this year. What was it on? I don't know. I don't um, know what it was on or what, but there was a third Pinocchio movie. I didn't um, know that. Okay, was, and two. So two of them are really bad. Really bad. And one yeah. of them is one really of them is good. really good. So Guillermo del Toro kind of came in and saved it. Yes. But the Pinocchio brand took a hit this year. Yeah. It, it. What's really unfortunate is that there was two really bad Pinocchios before we got Guillermo del yeah. Toro's. And the thing was, we knew Guillermo's was coming for a couple years yeah. now. He's been working on this thing for a couple years. We knew it was coming. It almost felt as if Disney rushed out their Pinocchio to compete with his. Yeah, maybe. And we're like, we need to get a Pinocchio, Pinocchio out because we're, we're Pinocchio. We have Pinocchio. And they put out this shitty movie and then Guillermo del Torres comes out and you can see the love in like every frame of that movie and you're like, that's Pinocchio. And then you look at their movie and you're like, this just feels like rushed in that they were trying to compete yeah. with this and try to like it, it almost felt like a uh, like a like a domination. Like we're we're the Pinocchio brand. And yeah. you know, I no, think they sense. failed miserably. And I don't even want to talk about the Pauly Shore one because that just sounds bad. <laughs> that sounds um, bad. I don't even want to get into this because uh-huh. I literally wrote enough said. Uh-huh. Ezra Miller. No, I'm not going to talk about yeah. it. But we, a we loser kind of, of the year. A loser of the year is Ezra Miller. We've talked about Ezra Miller, but yeah. Yeah, we've talked about it. When's the Flash coming? Nobody really knows. Yeah. Uh, Henry Campbell. It's a shame, but you're right. You're right. Lost walked, out on The Witcher and Superman in the same year. Walked away from The Witcher. Mm, did he that's lose not out? what I'm hearing. He did. So he walked away for Superman? Well, I'm here. I'm, because I know he... Well, he kind of ends on a win here. I, I don't, because he's got that Warhammer show. Yeah, and he got a, he, he's ending the year with a win, but... From what I, I don't know, what I heard Tell rumors uh-huh. that there was conflicts over the Warhammer or the 
Witcher stuff because he was such a fan of the the book and stuff. Right. He disagreed with what they were. I don't the watch writers. the show, but he disagreed with the writers, and there was kind of issues. And I think that maybe it was more of a mutual thing that maybe he, they all they they should separate. Yeah, I, you know, man, I've I've heard that he is kind of a fanatic of the books, and he wanted to stay as true to the books as possible. And sometimes that can clash with the TV show because the TV show is trying to do its own thing. And you know, I look. It is a shame that he's walking away from The Witcher because I think I think he's phenomenal on that show. It's a shame he's walking away and we're only getting one more season with him and then that's it. And then it goes to Liam Hemsworth. So I don't really know if it's going to last much longer beyond we'll one see. season. We'll see. I think people might be he surprised. Could, he could knock it out of the park. I'm not going to doubt him yet. He could knock it out of the park. But you're right. Also, losing out Superman is a big thing. That's probably the bigger thing here yeah. is losing Superman. And I don't know. I think he might be the same <clears> deal where you know they talk about, oh, maybe you can come back and some fashion i don't think he's going to no. i think he's done and i think yeah. he's just going to say like that chapter's over well, they saw the, they but said, he's got he's got the warhammer 40,000 show is that they what it is? said I mean, um in like the message they talked about him about maybe coming back as like a different character maybe yeah like yeah, in the maybe. future so maybe maybe he is interested in still working with them to some degree but yeah. i think he's all of his focus is going to go towards this warhammer show yeah. so we can say he ends the year on a win at least yeah, with a show does. with it Amazon Prime show, so you know they'll put money into it. Yeah, uh, Bob Chapik. Yeah, Bob Chapik. Um, that is a loss. <laughs> uh, in general, just his leadership of D- D- Disney was already bad. He was only CEO for about a year. For about a year, and then he got kicked out right towards the end yeah. there. So, um, yeah, that's a loss. That's a big loss. But it's a happy loss because I'm glad he's not leading the company anymore. Uh, Morbius, Jared Leto, and Sony. Yeah, that's uh, I so original. I'll be honest. I had was Sony as my original loser. Yeah, I don't. Think I think that's wrong though. I don't think as they, we're talking. Yeah. I, I think I just did it out of like passion for how much I hate. I hate Sony. Yeah, but I will say Morbius, and we've talked about Sony as a movie company. They're a terrible movie company. Yeah, I dislike. I dislike them. I hate how they promote their movies. I hate how they treat their movies. I hate how they're doing a, their own Spider Verse without Spider Man. I don't get it. Um, it all none of it makes sense, but. The big loss here, and I think we all know, it is Morbius, it is Jared Leto, and it is releasing this movie twice in yeah. theaters. And, it's the, and being and laughed at. Tyrese Gibson I mean, had an embarrassing Tyrese Gibson moment. with the embarrassing moment with, well, if people don't know, the Martin Scorsese stuff. I he mean, shared a fake quote that, from like Twitter about Martin Scorsese. That Scorsese said that mm-hmm. Morbius saved cinema. Yeah, and he shared it legitimately and thought, like, oh, the goat loved my movie. He really and, thought it was real. Yeah, and, and um, he got tra- he got dragged on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he got dragged badly for that. So there was just, around that entire movie, it was just a mess, right? That entire movie was yeah. a mess. Everything around it was a mess. And... Sony falling for the falling for social media tricks to release it a second time is a big loss to me. Yeah, that's a shame, and that shouldn't have happened. Um, I I did not have this person written down, but I'm going to throw him in there. Sure. Will Smith. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, he kicked off his year with a loss. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we don't really need to talk. I mean, it's I, slap, I know everybody right? knows about it, right? But it's, it's a Will slap, Smith, and, and it's, ki- it's kind of like Emancipation did not do as well as everyone thought it was yeah, going to. Right? I think it's I kind think of being he, shunned a little bit. I think he. He's trying to bring his yeah. reputation back, but I think it's he's I think it's struggling. too soon. I think yeah. well, also I think it's too soon. He yeah. ha- it hasn't even been a year, and he's trying to like be the guy, yeah. and everybody's just kind of like, you need to just step away for a little while. Yeah. And I think you and I have talked about this, but dude needs help, and I think he needs to step away and work on that, and then come. And back. It does sound like he's get like and he did the. Did you see his Trevor Noah interview? 
I'm sure he. I no, I didn't watch the Trevor Noah interview, but I'm sure he talked about it and was like, I'm "It seems like to, he's trying to get help and trying good. to take care of himself." So yeah, I'm glad he's doing that. I'm glad that's what he's doing. Um, but unfortunately, this year it is a loss. I yeah. mean, he tainted his Oscar win, and uh, he basically had his movie that came out this year shunned. Essentially, yeah. the Nobody's, ceremony's going to have to figure out somebody else to present the best uh, actress award, I guess, because they can't usually, be there. Yeah, he can't yeah, be there. He can't so. be there. So it's got to be somebody else. Um, that's probably the first time in history that's happening. <laughs> Anthony so Hopkins. Yeah, it'll probably... It, mm. Honestly, yeah, it might just be Hopkins. Maybe we'll just bring him back. Um, um, so uh, so the, big, the biggest loser the is... The biggest loser is WB. It's WB. It's, it's Warner Brothers. It's David Zaslav. It's David Zaslav. Um, I, don't know if it's, I don't know if it's Zaslav itself, but like it's this weird, it's this weird transition from WB to Discovery buying WB and trying to merge them, but it seems like... Like Zaslav's idea is not WB, it's not Discovery merging into WB, it's WB merging into Discovery, which, which is, is a very insane. strange thing because WB yeah. is almost a hundred year old studio. Yeah. I think in 2023, it really, it will be, it's 100 years. Yeah. And it seems like it's he, not going to be a yeah. celebration. And then, I mean, obviously the cancellation of Batgirl, yeah. um, his hurtful comments about that and about how like just the movie sucked so whatever. Yeah. Um, it's, he doesn't seem to have any tact. Um, and just like the random removal and cancellation of shows and things like, yeah. you know, like, the, the, the soon to be coming next summer cancellation of <clears throat> HBO Max, it's getting shut down completely and we're going to get a brand new streaming service. I don't know what it's going to be called, but we're apparently just not going it's, to have isn't HBO it's Max. Isn't it Max? It's going to be called Max, right? That's the or, rumor. The rumor is it's going to be called it, they're Max. They're going all in on the Grinch's dog. I mean, I don't, you know. But. <laughs> the rumor is Max. I think that's dumb. Uh, really dumb, but look, I, I don't get why even calling it Max would, HBO Max works great, but look, I, it is, he, this is the biggest loser. Yeah. WB made mistakes this year. Zaslav made and we, mistakes I mean, we did year. a whole episode about We're, it. We but, did an episode about it, but it's important to talk about it now, too, because we're naming it the biggest loser of the year. Yeah. But I also want to point out that I think there is a change coming in the sense of James Gunn. I think James Gunn is going to bring some positive changes. It seems like he's very invested in making DC great. And I like that he's kind of been addressing fans as it's all been kind of going on and saying like, hey, we know these some of these decisions you're not going to like, yeah, but I, we promise I it's going to I also think he off. needs to get off of Twitter. I, I think, think he, so too. I, I, think I think he so can too. only do that for so long. I think you he can needs only to get address off the of fans it. for so long. Um, and I think he needs. You're right. I think he just needs to plan it, do it, and just yeah. show people the. Well, work. there's a reason why I but, put WB, not DC. You know what I mean? Right. Like I think DC's working towards something. But yes. yeah, I think w- I think he just needs to get off and present the work. I and think say this is WB's a, like in shambles a little bit. Yeah, so. I, um, and we'll see. But yeah, I think those. I think WB, you're absolutely right. The whole Zaslav thing that that is the biggest loser. You're 100 percent correct. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the biggest loser. So we yeah. can talk about let's get let's get into the positives. Let's get into some winners. Yeah. Give me your honorable mentions because I didn't write honorable. You don't mentions have any honorable mentions. No, oh. I I messed up on this part. No, it's okay. No, well, I I just I didn't even mean to necessarily do honorable mentions i just was like oh yeah, yeah like this sure. person's no i think it's a good idea yeah. so um please. tim roth for his range of performances Great. in like i mentioned sundown resurrection and she hulk yeah all i real, think um, she hulk in particular is really good a more quiet performance in sundown mm-hmm. a threatening uh intense performance in resurrection and a really comedic fun performance in she hulk yeah it really so, showcased his range this year yeah. i agree with you mia goth for yeah, her standout performance time. in x and pearl i haven't seen we haven't seen pearl but still yeah brendan fraser 
for his comeback. We have not seen the performance. I was worried that that was your No, it's your not. Winner. It's not. Because I was like, I was like, I don't think, I love no. what's happening, but I don't think he's You're going to be very surprised by my pick, I yeah. think, then. Comeback performance in Whale and the yeah. surge of love from the internet. I'm excited to see where that all goes. Yeah, he's 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 coming up on big things. Frazier's back, baby. Oh, and can we just say very quickly, that possible mummy. Oh, we, there's a rumor. There's a rumor. There's a rumor. That's why I said possible. Possible. Well, because was it? It's something like it, it was something like the the guys who did Batgirl are going to do that now. Said something about they we'd d- love to do the no, mummy. No, reboot, he right? they he they said that the next movie they're working on is going to film in like Morocco or like somewhere ah, like like a desert. Right. And it's like oh well he they've already worked with Brendan Fraser. Oh okay. So like that's the so rumor. Like, I mean okay, they're pulling gotcha, strings, gotcha. but it's possible. It's possible. it's possible. I hope it happens. So love Fraser, um, man. Ethan Hawke. For two intense villainous roles. Big time. Um, and also, I guess, some uh, cameo appearances in uh, Glass Onion. What was the other one he was in, you said? Uh, He did The Northman, too. The Northman, yeah. So, yeah. Um, villain, villainous performances in Moon Knight and The Black Phone. Agreed. A24. Big time. Big um, win for them this year. They had, a lot of movie, they had a lot of movies, but standout movies this year. After Gang, mm-hmm. X, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Marcel the Shell with Shoes On, Bodies, 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 uh-huh. Pearl, and The Whale. Seven huge movies. Yeah. Huge movies. And I think there's a couple more in there. Oh, there is. Like, there is there's like 12. There's like 12. Yeah. But like the fact that seven of them are really good movies. And all notable. And yeah. all notable is it's really, it's it's an A24 year. And they really nailed it this year. And I'm glad that that happened. Good for them. Tom Cruise for the success of Top Gun Maverick. That's my win. Is it really? I think it's his year, man. I, I don't know about that. Year. I don't know about that. I think I, ha- I, think I know who you're going to. Go I don't with. think you do. I, I think don't I think do. you do. Well, we'll talk about it. Tom Cruise for the success of Top Gun Maverick, believing in the power of the theatrical release. Yeah. Um, and basically forcing Paramount to wait on the release of. He Top made Gun Paramount wait, dude. I think. He, let me just explain why I think he's my. No, I man. I, I get. It. I think it's all of those things, but it's also this is his first billion dollar movie ever, which is shocking to say. This is his first billion dollar movie ever. He has been. He is. He is in the movie of the year. Like this is the movie of the year. And Top Gun Maverick, and he's in it. He's all over the place. He's on the internet posting himself doing these stunts, getting ready for um, the Mission Impossible movies. People are still watching Top Gun Maverick even now. It's a win, and it's a win for Paramount. I, I think mean, it's Paramount. A big, I think a it's a big win. I don't think it's the win. I don't. I think it's a big win for we'll, him. We'll and talk I think, about. I think it. I only think it's the win because he is a part of the biggest thing in the world right now, the biggest movie in the world, and he made he made it happen. We'll talk about. So that's where I'm. That's I where got, I'm standing. I, I know case. you. And I I'm got just, a case. I'm just making my case. I no, know I, I appreciate yeah. it. There we go. Um, I don't necessarily agree with this, but well, actually, no, I agree with it. Universal. Yeah, for the okay. success of the we don't like the movie, but for the success of the race of, of Jurassic World Dominion. Sure. How many movies? Four movies, I believe, have made a billion dollars since the year 2020, since COVID happened. It's Spider-Man No Way Home, it's Top Gun Maverick, Mm -hmm. it's Jurassic World Dominion, it's Avatar. Yeah. You have to give credit. And also, Minions of Rise of Gru made like 800-something million. Yeah. I mean, Universal's doing well. And I put the excellent selection of new releases on on Peacock. I love Peacock. They have excellent selections of new... um, And I want to just put this out... Just then grabbing some really great talent in Christopher Nolan. I mean, they're just oh yeah, they did sign his movie yeah. and and the Daniels. Yeah, they, yeah. Daniels signed with them. So I think Universal is trying to um, build themselves up as like 
directors come to us. Yeah. We'll let you do your vision. So it's I will I will agree with you. A big win for Universal. Um, I, I I went back and forth on if I include these them or not, but I think if you look at it financially, it just sure. I think they have more wins and losses. Uh, Disney. Um, yeah. The success huh. of Doctor Strange, Black Panther, Thor, and Avatar, which are all in the top ten, as well as the return of Bob Iger as a CEO, I think at the at, I think the wins outweigh the losses. I it's will, not a top win, but it's a it's, win. It's, it's a hard win. to say. I I wouldn't necessarily say like you named three of those movies are Marvel movies, so it's almost like a Marvel win. Yeah. And Avatar Way of Water, no matter how we felt about it, we knew it was going to make that kind of money. Yeah. There was no doubt it was going to make a billion. We knew that. The Bob Iger return is a big deal, but it, it was so recent. But I think that Disney also had some losses. And I think it's, Strange it's, World was a loss. Yeah. I think the handling of Pixar was a loss, yeah. as we mentioned. It's and back I, and forth. And it's, I think it's I, close. And I even I even think some of, like, a little bit of, like, the Disney Plus stuff is a, is a bit of a loss. And I think there's... There's, I think it's an equal equal uh, uh, weight yeah. weight here. I will give it the win, but it, it to me that sounds more like a Marvel win. Yeah. and Avatar is maybe just a boon for them, but <laughs> I don't know. I I think I think um, that's more that. Even though I haven't seen it, I'm going to give a win to Andor for a fresh take on Star Wars. I'll give it that. Um, yeah, that's, and, and people are loving Andor. So. Andor's incredible. Yeah. It's um, incredible. I watched like an episode and a half. I have, I have it's, to continue. Yeah, it's incredible. Um, James Gunn. For the yeah, Guardians that's a Christmas win. special and his and his new role as co-head of uh, DC. That's, that's a huge win. Uh, my runner-up. Uh-huh. Well, for, first off, your win is Tom Cruise, right? My win is Tom Cruise. Um, I believe you think that my winner is Colin Farrell. Uh, no. Oh, okay. No, okay. So I don't. I'm, I'm actually surprised by that. No, my, I don't think it's Colin Farrell. My runner-up is Colin Farrell. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, uh, I think you're running... His various incredible performances of the year, and I think four incredible. four incredible performances. Yeah. So yeah. I think your winner is uh, Ki Hoi Kwan. It is not really. It is not because you were mentioning no. a guy who came out of nowhere who you didn't know. Yeah. And I thought it was Ki Hoi no. Kwan because I thought you were just so taken with. The so the reason why it's not Colin Farrell, the reason why it's not Tom Cruise, is because mm-hmm. Tom Cruise has this year or not, he's still Tom Cruise. Sure. Colin Farrell has this year or not, he's still Colin Farrell. Sure. Somebody came into this in this year. Uh huh. I had no idea who they were. Sure. You had no idea who they were. Most people had no idea what they were. Everybody's talking about mm-hmm. it. The winner of the year is Jenna Ortega. Make your case. I don't know about this. Dude, Scream, yes. X, The Fallout, and Wednesday? This was a nobody. She was a nobody. Nobody knew who this she person was. She was a Disney Channel star. Nobody knew who she was. Not in Take a, it not, easy. Not, no, as a movie star? <laughs> As a movie nobody, star, nobody right. took her any. You think how many people, how many Disney Channel stars move over to Zendaya? To, to Zendaya. <laughs> Zendaya, Bella Thorne, as we heard. Bella Thorne is not a movie star. She is an OnlyFans star. She's an OnlyFans star. <laughs> she's not a movie star. <laughs> um, look, I, 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 okay, I think I'll hear this out because I think you're. There's a case here. I will give you that. There's a case here. I think I'm surprised by this. It is a star. Is a star making year. I mean, it is unbelievable. Is she getting nominated? Anything? I don't know if she's getting nominated. It doesn't matter if she's getting nominated. It kind of does. It does not. Okay. No, it doesn't because it's it's the winner of the year is, are people taking note, right? Uh-huh. Jenna Ortega it does not have this year. She's not Jenna Ortega. She's not a star. Tom uh-huh. Cruise is always going to be Tom Cruise. Colin Farrell is always going to be Colin Farrell. They're already established. Sure. Right? Brendan Fraser, Look, whether he has his return or not, he has his return. Yes. Without this year, I mean, she is made. Like, she showed range First off, and then you said it herself, she's going to go down as just in the horror genre alone. As one of the best As one of the best screen queens. Yeah, like, you're absolutely right really, about that. You know what I mean? But well, on top of Wednesday, you don't uh-huh. think they're going to bank 
five more seasons of Wednesday with the success sure. of, of Wednesday. You know what I mean? Like, I think alone, everybody, everybody's talking about it. that fucking dance. I haven't. I didn't even watch the show. My wife ended up watching it. But I didn't even watch the show. Yeah, I, mean, I saw that dance a thousand times. Yes, yeah, it's it's a meme thing now, right? I look. You're probably right. I think you are right. There probably is a case here, and I think you're making a strong case. I think she probably is. I think she's a winner of this year for sure. I really do. I don't know, man. I think I she's think a winner, she and I think she is going to. She's going to go on to great things, and yeah, she had a lot of good movies. But we also have to remember, Scream did well, and she was. Take it seriously. She was also in X, which did really well. Well, no, I guess it didn't do super well, but she was in X. And, you know, I think and, – and the fallout is really good too um, in Wednesday. But we also have to – I don't know. I think about it too and three of those things, including Wednesday, are a little bit horror-based. And the fallout yeah. is its own thing. It's a drama turn for her and I think she's excellent in that movie. But it's kind of three horror things where there's not – it doesn't matter if she. It, it does a little it, bit. It doesn't matter if she has a niche. If it, she has a niche, it doesn't matter. She she's still okay. establishing herself as a, as a as a star. You're right. You're right. And she is establishing herself as a star. And we're gonna know her name going forward. You're absolutely right. I, I just think like uh, oh I I mean like you could, like uh, to me there hasn't been somebody who's like broken through this way since um of uh, since Florence Pugh. Mm-hmm. Like I think I really like Florence Pugh's a mega star now because she like she had like these slow build and these hits and, and I think, she had her year of I guess it was 2019 where it was uh, Midsummer fighting with my family and there was a third movie uh, it's Little did. Women right Little Women yeah, yeah she had three really diverse roles in that year and that did launch her to superstardom so maybe you're right maybe this maybe this is the year I just maybe next year and the year after we when, start seeing Jenna Ortega take to over. me I think like when I. See say like who won the year like uh-huh. first off every everybody is talking about her like people you're know right. people you're know right. who she is and i never heard of her before. right i never did like yeah i found out later she was on a disney i mean look she's in she's in iron man 3 she's the vice president's daughter in iron man 3 sure okay yeah. whatever but that's she's not coming back <laughs> she's coming back <laughs> she's coming back vice um, president's daughter's coming back but yeah like I, I don't know, man. Like, I just think that... I think you're making a very strong case here. I, I will say that. I, I, I understand I understand your Tom Cruise case, you know, whatever. But I, yeah. I, and Kangaroo Coleman, you're right. He won in, in a way, too. He's got a big win. Yeah. But I, like, when I look at it, I look at it as when you win, like, you're coming into this year, you're going... Like I said, you're coming into this year, you're ending up better than you were, right? Right. Tom Cruise is better than where he was, right? Like, because he always... He was a Scientology yeah. guy, he was whatever... But he was still Tom Cruise. He was even if he didn't have this year, Mission Impossible was coming. We knew that was coming. That's yeah. gonna do well. I mean, and he's been doing you know well. I mean? But it's he's but been it's, doing well forever. But like, I think, but I think these Mission Impossible movies now, especially since it's kind of announced these are the last two he's doing. I think they're each gonna make over a billion. I'll yeah, be totally and, honest. Yeah, with but you. I think they. But I think I don't know if that would have happened if I think he didn't it, do magic. I think it would have. You I really think, think because so? because the, the other ones never did. Because but, yeah, but they're building and they're building and everybody knows now how good they are and also with them being his last two, I think they. I think they sure. Would. And I'm just and saying. I think he so. set himself up in a way for even more success with those movies when they come. And I think being yeah. a part of the biggest movie of the year does mean something to some degree and the fact that she's also first billion dollar wednesday's arguably the biggest television show of the year i I agree with you but i didn't know we were doing television shows i thought it was a movie podcast i (laughs) i said earlier i'm taking into account all aspects you're absolutely right i know i'm just i'm being um i think 
<laughs> I think that um, there's a real case for Jenna Ortega. I agree with you because I watched fall. I watched the fallout and I loved it. And I it's it, it's it's a moving movie for sure. I saw X. I loved X. And I saw Scream. She's already said she's back in Scream 6. I know. She's in Scream 6. And that's going to be... I, I, I'm a little worried about that movie. But we'll see how it goes. But like, I think you're right. I think maybe she has set herself up for success. I'm really curious to see where her career goes. And yeah, maybe she did win the year. And maybe a couple years from now when she has some giant role in something and we're like blown away by it. We're like, it's, it's Jenna Ortega's year again. Yeah. Who knows? But yeah, I think you make a strong case. I think I just, make a strong case. I think it introduced her to a new... Yeah, a new audience. A new audience. And I think that's the biggest thing. I like your you comparison know. to... It's kind of the Florence Pugh yeah. uh, thing. Because I, Florence Pugh blew up that year, 2019, yeah. and she's she hasn't stopped. Yeah. She hasn't stopped. And even in mo- even in bad movies, she's good. Don't worry, I darling. Mean, even, even the thing like like Florence Pugh... I don't remember exactly what it is, but there's the... I don't, I don't know if it's a rumor or if it's even confirmed. Florence Pugh, like... The paycheck that she signed for uh, Marvel for um, to come back for the Thunderbolts, like it's insane. Like, it's, a, she's, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's like mil- millions of dollars. Yeah. Like huge. Like probably more than anybody in that movie. Yeah. Because she's a a movie star. She's yeah. a mega star. She's now, a mega right? star. Right. Yeah. And and I think that I think I one think, day that it could be. Something I think it like could that. it could be Jenna Ortega one day. And I think you're right. I think maybe she has introduced. She's also herself twenty to years old. She's very young. You're right. She's 20 years old. She's introduced herself to a whole new audience. She's crossed over. I, I just hope this momentum keeps going. And yeah. I, I think also it's really going to help when maybe she breaks away from the horror stuff and starts going into the more dramatic, yeah. like the fallout, and starts maybe doing more of the dramatic. And I really think when we start seeing more of those chops, I think that's really going to yeah. send I, her into the stratosphere. I think even stuff like... But I think you have a strong case. I really I think do. even stuff like her... like. Coming out and saying, "Oh yeah, I did do that dance, right? Like right. that, I did, I choreographed that myself. Like yeah. I think like that's impressive, right? Right? Like yeah, absolutely. People, people being, oh wow, that dance was so good, but her being like, oh yeah, I choreographed. I that. just like, did it I myself. Think, yeah. I think it shows to people her her skills, and I think her that, creativity. I think that like she's she's been doing interviews out the wazoo for a while now, ever since when you know the release of Wednesday, and I yeah. think like Wednesday is like dominating Netflix, and you hear that. Stranger Things came out. Yeah. Right? Like a, a Stranger not, Things it's, season. It's really not Wednesday voting well is, for season Wednesday five. Wednesday is, is dominating. Yeah. I mean, I think Stranger Things technically is the most, but like it's Wednesday's dominating. Yeah, and, 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 and you're right. Netflix is probably going to pick up more seasons of that show. I'm surprised they haven't confirmed a second season It's yet. also the, like, but, it's also like the best thing Tim Burton's done, from what I understand, in like a long time. A long time. time. Like he actually you know, put some work into it. Yeah. And it looks good. And I, wa- I don't know, maybe the Adams family. Did you watch Wednesday? I watched some of it. I didn't yeah. finish it. But, Nicole, um, my, my wife I'm, watched I'm, it. I'm, I'm really I, impressed yeah. with it. I'm really impressed with it. Yeah, my wife watched it. And I was sick, so I watched a little bit of it. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's really impressive. And she's really impressive in it. So You're yeah, right. I, and maybe, I, maybe yeah. it's going to be her year. Maybe next year will be even bigger. Uh, or the year after that, but, even, but I think we're building towards something big for but her. But even if right. even if she doesn't cap, even if she's not able to capitalize on it, I just think the fact that she came out of here and she and she made a name for herself and and she really like like the doing four like yeah we're seeing like oh Colin Farrell had four performances but like four major performances from this this twenty year old girl right like that's pretty impressive right like of course Colin Farrell has four movies because he's Colin Farrell like why mm-hmm. wouldn't he have four movies in one year sure you know what I mean but the fact that she came in with four and it was and the one's a TV show but four different performances like it's mm-hmm. it is impressive so yeah, I, I get it I get it so I mean that, that's my winner I did to me 
I look, I was, I'm yeah. just challenging you a little yeah, bit. Yeah, no, I, I get it. To, I, I get a, it. I wanted a case. I'm not even like a huge, I'm not even saying I'm a huge fan of her. Like, I think, I think she's really talented, but I just looked at her and I'm like, wow, like everybody's talking about her. Mm-hmm. She's every, I can't go on Instagram or TikTok or, or I don't go on TikTok, but I go on like Facebook and see the videos. Like, yeah. everywhere you go, she's all over it. Twitter yeah. and all this stuff. Like, people are talking about her. Mm-hmm. Like, she's, she's huge, right? Yeah, like, you're right. You know, so yeah, I got to give her credit. In a year in which, you know, she she doesn't have one of the top ten highest grossing movies of the year. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, she's not in Top Gun Maverick. But, you're, whatever, but here's but. the thing: you're right. She's in the biggest Netflix show of the year. She's yeah. in Wednesday. It blew up. But and I think her performance is incredible. In and I've heard it's incredible. And but I think there's a lot lending to that movie to that show doing so well. Mm. It is her performance, but it's also a Tim Burton thing. I think it's also maybe an Adams Family. The thing, legacy of the Adams. And family. And I think there's yeah. a lot more going into it. And while I think she she's probably incredible in the in the role, and that's lending to its success as well. I don't think all the success of that show is just on her shoulders. I think it's also a Tim Burton thing. I think it's I think a lot of it's on her shoulders. I mean, yes, Tim sure. Burton. But I think, I think a lot of it's on her shoulders because you, it, it, the character Wednesday Adams too is so iconic, and I think that you know people love the Christina Ricci performance as well, and the fact mm-hmm. that they put her next to Christina Ricci in the show, yeah, you know, and, you know, I think I think it's, uh, I just think it's really well done, you well, know. So yeah, you made a strong case. Yeah, you made a really strong case. I was not expecting that. Very out of left field. I love it. I love it. That's uh-huh. why we do this. All right. Well, this has been an episode. I, I loved it, man. I had this a great so time. Fun. I had a great time. I can't wait to do it next yeah. year. Um, this is just a bonus episode. It is. Yeah. But it's, it's fun times, man. It's fun times. <laughs> it's fun times. But no, th- I mean, thank you, man, you know, for, for being here. And, and, and I like, like we said, I missed you. I missed doing this. And I missed you too, man. I'm glad that we're back to be able to do this. And I'm, yeah. you know, I mean, I definitely got my itch four hours of, of sitting in this room. This is you know, be like, a long episode. Yeah. You, you know, know what? We'll put it out to people and say, go on a road trip. <laughs> go on a road trip and listen to it. You know? How about that? Yeah, it'll be. This fun. is our longest one ever, I think. Yeah, well, yeah. we'll also edit it down stuff, so you know, still probably um, gonna be pretty close. Yeah, probably be yeah. long, but yeah. I mean, hey, man, you know, uh, I, I hope you have a, a happy new year. And I hope you do too, hope man. 2023 is is a special one for you, and yeah, I just I'm happy we're I'm happy we're reunited, and I'm happy to be sitting. I'm here happy to be sitting this, here so. too. Hey, check out our Bill and Ted episode too. <laughs> <laughs> we just we dropped a new franchise me episode. Check that out too. It's pretty good. <laughs> all right yeah well i guess you know thank you thank you to everybody thank you to tony as well if you and, hung uh, around for the three and a half hours thank you <laughs> if you hung around for the runtime of the irishman thank you <laughs> <laughs> well uh come back next week check us out whatever and uh if you want to hear another best of just wait till uh wait till next year wait till 2023 all right goodbye everybody Bye.